Gilbert Gottfried, and you are listening to Moles and Mel on Rap Rankings, a black guy and a Jewish guy reviewing hip-hop albums? Who would listen to that shit? Mel? Yeah? It's time to join the clan. Um... I know they say if you can't beat them, join them. And racism is for sure beating my people's But I don't know if that's... I don't know if I'm, I'll be accepted. Mel, the Wu-Tang Clan. That's what we're doing. It's season oh, six. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Wu-Tang! Wu-Tang! Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think I don't think we can even proceed before we go to the Wu Tang name generator mess dot b. Oh, the generator. The generator. <laughs> oh, the, we're gonna childish Gambino ourselves. You know it. Why did I not see this coming? Because like we've known we were gonna do this season for four seasons, you know, because we're always thinking light years ahead, you know, but like. Never once did this generator cross my mind. And now here we are, the Funny lowest enough, of the hanging fruit. I've known for months to pull this trick out on the first oh. episode of season six. Okay. But uh, here, uh, here it is with a twist, because I'm sure you've done this before. I, I am. Melvin Birch's rough overlord. I've okay. known that since 2011. Well, I don't remember my original moniker, but we're going in as Mules and Mel. Your mules, I'm Mel. We're going in as mules and Mel. Okay. All right, I got well, a new name. Oh, oh, this is actually perfect for what's going on in my life right now, folks. I am now arrogant mercenary. <laughs> um. Well, folks, I am. Mad beggar. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> I am very poor, and I'm poorer than ever as of right now here tonight. So you got Mules, the arrogant mercenary, and Mel, the mad beggar. I stand on street corners with the with the cup, but also like a machete, you know. So if you, oh, I, th- I thought mad is in crazy. You know, that's what I, I'm, I'm. I'm. I am crazy, which is why I have the machete. And I'm begging, and if you don't give me what I'm begging for, I'm a, I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna cut something. I think. Well, what is this anyway? What What are the arrogant mercenary and mad beggar doing here to begin with? This is the only thing keeping me tethered to this horrendous earth. The only reason I wake up every day. The only joy I have left in life. This is rap rankings. This show, where we, mad beggar. And arrogant mercenary, listen to, rate, rank, and discuss every album in hip hop history. And this is the Wu Tang season, season six. We done made it six seasons in, man. Yeah, we. You got that Drake drop? <laughs> Which one? Six. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I don't have that. It, it gives me. It gives me a uh, demonic vibes. I can't. I, I don't know. I mean, to his credit, usually he he makes it echo more than three times, but. 
I don't want to play around with that. Listen, we just I just saw that movie. I don't nah man, I can't be can't be playing with that. But uh Yeah, man. They want to know how we do this, arrogant mercenary. They want to know how we how this show works, this rap rankings. How we're gonna right. be putting Wu Tang under the guillotine here. You know? Whoa, hold on a second. What did they do? They became billionaires? <laughs> I guess you're right. You don't put someone under the guillotine unless they've done something wrong. Like they don't do the whole trial under the guillotine. That's also, these are I think we're talking about flying he's you know, flying guillotines. It's a little bit different. Flying Almost like boomerangs with uh blades on them. I thought that was big pun. Wait, what's Folks. going on right now? You got to be Remember I'm you got to be I'm slow when it comes to this hip hop, right? Keep, I'm gonna be real sarcastic this season. I'm gonna be a, a, re, a real, a real jackhole because I don't like the energy that I've been receiving. Mad beggar is mad for sure. All right, this season six, I, I told y'all at the end of last season, it's gonna be different around here. All right, that's what I'm gonna be heard. pushing me around. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So just who was coming in my house? Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my grandma a Wu Tang name. Hold on. Thunderous Killer has left the building. <laughs> Shout out to Thunderous Killer. Um, yeah. What about Jesse? Can he get a name? Oh, for sure. He's a third member. Even though we got beef right now. He's Arrogant Dominator. Oh, so, so you're, you're Arrogant Ari- Mercenary. I feel yeah. like he should be Arrogant Mercenary as the third member. Well, and you should I'll, be arrogant dominator as the captain and right. Like, you but know. I'll say I'll say this. Either way, it sounds like we're in a tag team called the Arrogant Boys, <laughs> or just the Arrogance, <laughs> or just Arrogance, right? Arrogance, right? Yeah, there you go. It's uh, what's that? What's that? What's that word? Um, um, uh, uh hom- homonym. Folks, no. we've lost them. You didn't it lose. Was a me. good try. It was a good try on coming back hard for season six, but uh, oh, it's not. So what? I'm I'm a weakling because I I know words now. See, I I should expect this. This is what I'm gonna get in this dusty Wu Tang season. Okay, they said Mel, see, you're already losing it. You're already calling them dusties. I'm like, no, they are dusty. I like dusty. Okay, that's not the problem. But I know that dusty attracts a certain crowd, the kind of crowd who thinks they can pick on Mel for knowing words. Okay, I don't even know if that was the right word. I'm getting off topic. I don't know if it's hominid, but it's arrogance. NT, NTS, like like multiple arrogant people and also arrogance, like it, it works both ways. Anyway, they want to know how the show works. We're getting off track because Thunder is killer and everything else. All right, the rating system. World-renowned, world-famous, unfatable, unbeatable, impenetrable, impeccable, all the adjectives for this but how does it work? System. Right, how does it I think, work? you know, this Wu-Tang season, there might be a lot of new, you know, a lot of new listeners coming in possibly. There, Part there of me of doesn't Wu- even want to explain it because even though we explain it at the top of every episode, I still get attacked. I still get strung up. I still get put on the cross. Okay, like I'm. I, I'm we they, let's just do it. Let's and do I it. just want to give a shout out real quick to Wu Tang Corp, the forum. If you're listening, uh, thanks for listening. No, shout out to them. Um, is, are, what are they like? The foremost Wu Tang. They're the foremost Wu Tang forum on the internet for sure. Well, shout out to them. I hope we uh, make them proud. You know, also Not at with the, the end of this season, once we complete it, I will post the entire season on the boards. So. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, that'll be good for the show. Probably bad for me. I don't know. I don't know. This is my first Wu Tang experience. I just want to be entertaining to the people. I want them to feel like we gave them 
the due diligence. That's all. I'm not here to please anyone. Well, they're gonna the know. They're gonna know. Oh man, Mules, he's from New York. He gave Wu the due diligence, and Mel gave him the doo doo. That was that was terrible. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna explain this rating system now. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of one to ten. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Hold on. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Run it back! These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. He'll run this thing back a bunch of times when he's preparing to shit on an album. We've no, that's not true. I'm just getting this out he of the way this on top, the Tyler, at the top of the season. He did this on the Tyler review in the same sort of manner, running it back a bunch of times, emphasizing the words like you're stupid. Because and- I no, no, I did, you're stupid isn't part of the rating system copy. <laughs> okay. First of all, we know second about of you. all, we know, we I'm know not, about you. We've no, seen because patterns of we're six seasons in Mel seven. If you count season zero, I We've only did it then because I knew how his fans were going to act. So why you and do yeah, it like this I know now? How, because here's the, do you want me to spoil it up top and tell them whether it's better than the Tyler album or not, just so they can be at ease going into it. I'm not going to give them any ratings. Well, considering you like zero songs on the Tyler album, I think it's obvious that you don't like zero songs on the Wu-Tang album. And it's not obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's keep going. Uh, The numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. Ten means, this is a perfect song to me, one of my favorite songs of all time. Nine means, I love it. Eight means, I like it a lot. Seven means, I like it. Six means, it's I. I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. Five means, I feel practically nothing about this. Four means, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. Three means I dislike it. Two means I hate it. And one means I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, when you hear, what's going to be an arrogant bastard? What is it? Uh, no, not arrogant bastard. Arrogant mercenary. Okay, you're right. Uh, when you hear arrogant mercenary or me, mad beggar, add pluses or minuses to those numbers, understand those pluses and minuses have no mathematical or statistical value. They don't factor into the ratings at the end of the episode on the board. They are merely indicators that mean one of two things. One means like it's saying a strong or light version of that number. You hear a six plus, it's like a strong six. Five minus, like a light five. Eight plus, strong eight. Second thing it indicates is that the rating could go up or down in the future. And you will have an example of that later on because we have a segment called I was fucking tripping and it's for changing ratings because the ratings aren't static on this show. So you hear that six plus one day it could be a seven or eight or a nine or a 10. We don't know. Seven minus could drop to a six or two. You know, that's that's all. So pluses and minuses don't freak out. That's all they mean. Once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined. The takeaway rating, the average rating and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is percentage of songs liked. That is, songs rated 7 or higher. For example, on a 10-song album, if you like 5 songs, the takeaway rating would be 50%. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points. So, if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score would be 100 points. The weighted rating is the percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by 2. 
Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by two, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history. Lastly, for particularly high-scoring albums, there are special designations that can be attained under our record club system. The qualifications are as follows. Silver Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 75 and 79.9%. Golden Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 80 and 84.9%. Platinum Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 85 and 89.9%. And Diamond Record Club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 90 and 100%. That's it. That's the rating system. That is the system by which all of Wu-Tang will be evaluated this whole season. And everyone, and everyone else, everyone else. yeah, yeah, everyone else. So, uh, that was confusing at all. It's all on raprankings.com. It's all it's all written out there for your reading pleasure. <sighs> so, man, we, I've only, we've only been off for like one week. Why do I feel like we haven't recorded this show in like eighteen months or something? I um, have no idea. Probably because of all the uh, terrible life circumstances that you've been going through. <sighs> Want to beg for some money so we get another patron? Actually, actually, yes, folks. I'm a little down today. I'm a little depressed today. Got a lot of things on my mind bothering me, but I still got to promote my show. Check it out. Check it out, please. I mean, you're checking it out right now if you heard that. You're listening. But folks, my wife, I feel like I've gotten the game over screen. My wife's hit the wall. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it, but folks, this show that I enjoy doing so much is my final attempt at having any semblance of a of an enjoyable life. I need this thing to be successful in a monetary sense. It's already successful in a fulfillment sense. I feel fulfilled by it. I'm I'm here with my friend. You know, I love this guy, this mules, this 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 arrogant man. I love him, and I'm glad to be here. Every week, I love doing this show. I love Jesse. I love the fans. I, lo- I I do. I'm not just like saying this being funny. But this show, my whole life is riding on it now. Everything is falling down around me. Try not to get emotional. Everything's falling down around me, okay? And uh, <laughs> Mules has pointed out that it seems like whenever I quote-unquote beg on the And the thing is, I don't beg on this show. But like usually I'll mention just in passing things going on in my life. And whenever I do, it seems like we pick up a patron. I don't know if there's a correlation. But folks, if you're hearing this, don't feel obligated to sign up. But do know signing up supports us. You get exclusive content. This is a good transition into the into the other part of the show. This uh, housekeeping, I think. So yeah, sure. Folks, Let's uh, get into the housekeeping. I ain't got no car. I ain't got no house. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no health. I ain't got no. I, it sometimes feels like I ain't got no friends. Feels like I, I know I ain't got no love. <laughs> I ain't got that. You know, I ain't got nothing. Ain't no but love in the horde of the city. You know what I mean. Ain't no love in the horde of the city, cuz. Ain't no love, all right? In the horde of Peorio, no love to be found whatsoever. Not a sliver of it, not a lick of it, not a drop, you know? Just just, just a guy that says, I get nothing. And he and it's because he gets nothing. That's And we don't want to end up like a guy who says in his older life, I get nothing. Folks, I'm having I get car something. issues. I'm having car issues, and you should know, I've been having car issues for years. Car issues, people know about car issues. But the thing is, I went to this mechanic one time and he did unauthorized repairs. I dropped out of the car. I didn't tell him to do all this stuff. And I called him, asked him about my car. He's like, yeah, it's ready to go pick up. He's like, I did this, that, that, and you know, he's talking about all this stuff, you know, going a mile a minute, you know, with all this stuff that he's- Unauthorized repairs, just completely 
throwing the rule book out of the window at this point. Just, yeah. I didn't ask you to do any of that, right? And so I'm on the phone with this guy. This is like the end of 2019. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? He's like, what? And I'm like, I didn't ask for that. Like, take it out. Dude, like, go back under the hood, pull it out. I don't know how cars work. Reverse it, you know? <laughs> like, and he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I don't want to pay for that. I didn't ask you. He's like, what do you want me to do? I, get, I guess I get nothing. I get nothing, right? And I'm like, why is this dude getting belligerent with me? Like, I asked him to do this. I, I don't know much about cars and mechanics, but I know you're not supposed to be doing repairs on somebody's car that they didn't expressly ask for. So, Mules was there. You were on like three-way. You heard him. Yeah, listen, I'm telling you right now, this season's many fries needs to be another 50 cent flip of I get money, but I get I nothing. I get nothing. I, I get nothing. I, I get <laughs> Fine. I guess I get nothing, you know? <laughs> and I'm just on the other line with this dude. Like, yo, man, just whatever, bro. Like, And I haven't been there since because I do have a backbone. You know, he, he, he took me for a check once in the final time. You know, what does George would say? Fool me once. You know, it was a saying back, fool me once, shame on, shame on me. Fool me. T- you can't get fooled again. Okay. And I didn't get fooled again. I ain't been back since. All right. And I'm not going. So I'm having car issues again. They they, they tell me the people with the, at the mechanic with the, with, I said, I wasn't going to get too deep in this, but the people at the, 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 the mechanic, they got the, they got the little the freaking skull flag and the blue eyes matter flag hanging outside of thing. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, whatever. Look, I just need car repairs done. They seem like nice enough people. Oh, they don't seem racist to me, but in there they come telling me I need a whole new engine. I'm like, all right, well, that's it. That's it. Because you you hear that, you know, you know when you hear that, you might as well get a new car. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money. <laughs> I ain't got no money. I was supposed to move in October. I ain't got no money. They took all my money. All the money went. Anyway, housekeeping. So, folks, raprankings.com. It's where you see the giant board of every rap album in history that I was getting talking bigger. about during the ratings. It's system. getting it's bigger. Getting it's bigger. growing. It's getting thicker, girthier by the by the season. All right. How many, how many do we have on there right now? Let me see. The board. 70-something. I mean, that's just the board. Where there's the mixtape board, too. That's uh, true. We'll explain that. 76. And there's uh, 76 on that board. And we got Dag on, uh, what is this, on the mixtape board? 21. So, listen, we're, we're coming up. We're getting near 100, 100 uh, episodes of this show. We're going to hit 100 next season. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so raprankings.com, you can see that giant board, all the episodes, see the rankings thus far, you know, argue about those, yell, cheer, you know, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter as long as you're listening. Um, you can see that rating system. The FAQs has other nice information. The merchandise, you know. Now, this ties into uh, my mad beggar persona and the fact that I'm broke and poor and I need this show to be successful. You buy merchandise, and it's, you're just in time, too, because we got new stuff in the shop. Ain't that uh, right, Mules? Listen, every season we try to throw some new stuff in the shop. Why not, right? Try to put some new the stuff new in The new season, there, you, know? you get some new new drip for the new season. No, not drip. I don't want to hear about drip. Oh, listen, I've been dealing with drip all day. Buying oil. I don't know nothing about no oil. Freaking cooling, dripping. I don't want to hear about no drip. Okay, can we bring sauce back? What happened to the sauce? Did the kids right, stop fine. saying that? No, there's plenty of, plenty, of, uh, plenty of sauce available at raprankings.com if you hit the shop button uh we got some stuff up there new stuff mel what do we got uh this is new. you, you pre-ed the, f- the new designs right i did i did pre the things you sent uh rab forever tease i'm guessing this is the rap the rap the flip on our logo like the rap ra- the the the, the, the <laughs> where's biden at where is he i didn't think i would need him this early in the season uh <laughs> 
Remember, well, folks, he said he was coming back strong in season six. I, 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 I can't I, I can't talk. What, what, what do I do? Um, Rab forever tease you wrote here. I'm guessing what I was trying to say is this is the Wu-Tang flip on our logo. Yes, it is. And it's the official logo of season six. Absolutely. If you go on our uh, social media profiles, which we'll get to in a second, you'll see it. Uh, we got we got new tank tops. We got zip up hoodies for the first zip time. Zip up That's- hoodie with the logo in the corner. Real tasteful, real nice. Dan, I'm talking to you right now, buddy. Okay. You said you wanted He's a design waiting. that you could. And I've been waiting. All right. <laughs> I've been waiting. Hopefully. This is this is uh, what he's Dan, been I want on. your I want your take on this one because I feel like this is the one for you. Maybe that zip up hoodie, especially the falls coming. Okay, the falls coming, and oh, you see that coming. that tasteful logo in the corner. It's not all over your chest like the. Oh, the, Thunderous you know? Killer is back. But this keep is going. this is just a nice, very tasteful. You're gonna love it. And if you don't love that, there's one that I think is gonna be a big smash this season, Mel. Uh, which one is that? It's the new We Know About You shirt. Oh, man. Listen, it's a great shirt, but it triggers me. Because everybody thinks they know about Mel, and I got to change that this season. I'm, I'm, listen, you talk about the fall is coming. The fall didn't already came from Mel. My life didn't fell apart, but I'm going to power through this because when I when this light is on, I start, start hooking up, and it's rab time. You know, So I'm, I'm a, my mission is still – I'm not going to cancel the mission. I'm not moving it to season seven. No. Mel is changing the narrative still season six. You think you know about me? Buy the shirt. We know about you shirt in the shop now. It's it's look, come on. It's a rab, it's a rab staple phrase. All right. They're like, what does it mean? Well, listen, what do you buy mean, the what shirt. Does it mean? We listen, we know about you, all right? Don't be asking. <laughs> we know about like you, that. you people who okay. ask what it means. We know about you. All right? You know what it means. So, Don't what do so you mean? What shirt. does it mean? It means we know about you. And and because you asked that question, we know about you. We know about you. You know? Uh, we got you were telling me we got zip up hoodies now. That's the my kind of sauce. All right, up. that's that. That's that. Uh, my I, boy. I can't lie to you, my friend. As far as purchasing the merchandise myself, been I've been slacking lately. But you know, the second I put up that zip up, that zip up was an insta cop, an insta cop, and it's the most expensive thing we have up. But how expensive, Mel? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't <laughs> you don't see it in the store? I ain't checked the prices. Oh, okay. I'm, wow, I'm poor. Need, I don't want to be reminded of you like even check the right prices. No, I didn't check the prices. Uh, well, I'll tell you guys right now. I'm going in the store to tell you because I have no idea myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like not that much because I don't. I think it's like not that much. Uh, uh, listen, I'll open up the store. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, hand, it's I'll not handle a, this. Uh, it's not on the okay. website yet because we're recording this what? a week early. It's we're recording this a week early. They can't oh, see it yet. This it guy. goes up at midnight tonight, technically. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we don't know the price yet. What's that? Price, Isn't that those those thirty one ninety nine? Don't they 30, say what the price? $31.99 US. Did you just set this price? Yeah. I said, no, no, no. That's what it was all the time. That's what, what it's been. Well, we've never had zip up thirty. Thirty-one ninety-nine. It's like ten bucks more than the T-shirt. I don't know why you wouldn't buy a premium zip-up hoodie. All right, and we got five dollars oh, and thirty-seven cents. Intermission. Hold on. We got five dollars and thirty-seven cents on profit. We're really trying to keep the prices low here, uh, which you know we know about Mel. All right, I'm back. You don't know about me. Okay, uh, but if you think you do, then buy the shirt. I keep telling you, buy the shirt. And here's the thing about the shirts, folks. 
We don't we don't even we don't even get like that that big of a cut. <laughs> no, no like, we make the... we make like three to five dollars off of every clothing. You know, we item. make the shirts out of love so y'all can rock rab wherever you go. You know, rap, I mean, oh, by the way, because we might we have to make a little bit, you know, we don't want to give all the money to the freaking T-shirt, but uh, you make a little bit, but make a little it's not, bit, a, it's not a lot of it. All right. We're That's not great. Teespring gets all that. Um, yeah, no, rap is rap rankings, by the way, uh, if you didn't know. Um, oh, look how fitting this is. I just typed uh, the heart man into uh, the generator. So that was thunderous warrior. Oh, OK. Part so of the thunderous. Uh... Yeah, I, this generator is something else. So the thunderous tag team—that's the warrior and the killer, you know—and then the arrogance, and then there's me just begging, fitting. Okay, well, uh, yeah, listen, it's it's all it's all in the shop, um, Dan. Hopefully, you finally got a design for you. If not, then you know. Uh, <laughs> see you next season. See you next season. Um, what else? What else can we tell these people? There might be an entirely new logo next season. By the way. Oh, entirely. Yeah. No more Rolls Royce foot? Maybe in a completely original commissioned logo at that point. Wow. Gotta see gotta see where the bread is at, but uh I'll get back yeah. to you on it. Alright. Well uh yeah. Uh you can check out the shop. Um yeah, that's at raprankings.com. Uh find us on Twitter at raprankings. Find us on Instagram at the rap rankings because there's still some stupid account called rap rankings that doesn't even do anything with just a picture of Nas. Zero posts, zero followers, zero following. The authority and rapper rankings. Hashtag rap rank. And then just Nas looking, uh, you know, uh, irritated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, the rap rankings to find us. Shout out to everyone who's following us there. Instagram sucks, but apparently there are people who check us out there. Shout out to MC Gaslight, who said season zero forever four hours ago. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering what that means. Uh, MC Gaslight, if you're listening, let us know. Are you just a fan I of season zero? I think it means zero? maybe he's been around, you know, day one, basically. He's trying to say I'm a day oneer. I got it. Okay. Well, nice. Um, yeah. Uh, where else can I find YouTube? That's the place. Subscribe. Do all that YouTube crap that they YouTubers. That was it. You know, what's going on, everyone? This is Rap Rankings. You know, you know, like, yeah. So subscribe, like, turn the bell on, whatever the they be talking about. Do all that because if we get monetized, then Mel don't have to be mad beggar no more. Um, yeah. I'm predicting was- another year and a half of begging at minimum until uh, <laughs> things balance out to the point where you don't have to do that anymore. Okay. Um what else uh yeah i think i think we can that's that's the so that's the social media that's you know? the social I, I feel like we might should we chill on the rab speak to start the season and then and then ramp it up as we go no 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 i'm just thinking about new listeners that we might have they'll get used to it they need this more than we need them okay oh well i didn't say all that Okay. All right. They no, need we the need. Rap. No, I need them. Okay. Well, Don't listen you, to rules, y'all. Listen, there's I'm, two people here. Okay. Okay. Well, he might not need you, but I do. All right. I need you to love me. I need you to care. I need you to play these episodes so that I can get a new car because they tell me I need a whole new engine, and we know what that means. This man, censorship metal, already talking about should be chill on the rab speak. I just it was a proposition. This is not necessary. A propos issue. That's all. 
You know, oh, probably this show. Yeah, we can keep the rap speed going. Uh, my dad was like, stupid. he was listening and he was like, why do y'all do that? And I had to explain to him. It's because of Jay-Z it. on Redacted's in Paris. I might go. Might go. Take your pick. Yeah. And it, That's it. Know. That's how it started. <laughs> That's just how it started, it was, I guess. So I was curious how he decided to say Michael. Yeah. You know, and uh, Michael. it developed from there. <laughs> now It's out of control and, now. By, it's out of control completely. It's I blame Zessie because before uh, we only did it for old noises, no, words yes. that ended in old, like Michael, Cradle, Treble, Michael, Cradle, Cradle to the grave, like turn up the Trebo. But now it's just add old I mean, anything. And, and in the group chat with Jesse, we're even spelling <laughs> words out this way, which sometimes <laughs> takes longer to send messages because you have to figure out the, <laughs> the rab <laughs> translation to it. It's getting out of hand now. It's getting out of hand. It is. It's, it's getting out of hand. We got a drop for that, uh, by the way. Um, where is it? I don't know where it is. Whatever. Just just know there's a Jim Jones drop about things getting out of hand. You've heard it. Uh, 718-635-0743. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So the rap rankings hotline. Um, 30 minutes in. We're making perfect time. Hey, listen. <laughs> if you're a new listener and you don't want to deal with all this shit, fast forward to the review. There's timestamps in the description. All right, Mules is being a bit abrasive. There are time scramps, time scramps, <laughs> time scramps in the description, but this part one, it's sort of turned into its own show at this point. I don't know when it happened, but like part one is just Mules and Mel kicking back, explaining the show, messing around with the with the with the fans of the, the, the you know the oil. Abrasive. I don't know what you're saying. I'm being abrasive. No, you were, you were all here like that. Eh, you off. You don't like it. <laughs> Go to the, like, That's what I'm no, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. I mean, that, that's um, pretty Wu Tang-ish of you. I guess it's appropriate. I will say, I will say, fuck them. If you don't like this shit, then then fuck them. I'm not here to. I'm not here. Just, like I don't. I'm not here to. There be are timestamps, folks. So if you want to just skip time, to the review, you can. There's timestamps in the review. If you don't want to hear this, you can go straight to the background information on the album, or go straight into the song reviews if you'd like. You know. Uh, but no, this is this is our time. This is me and me and Mules and the Rab listeners who've been around. This is our time. This is our time to just settle in. Trust you know, me. Get after the snacks a couple ready. reviews, you're gonna want to come back to these part ones, and you're gonna. Oh, I can't live without these part ones. You're gonna be flicking your bean at these part ones. Trust me. That's right. Um, where were we in this part one? Uh, um, oh, the hotline. Right. So yeah, you hotline, can, we know in the uh, hotline bling, we've been getting a lot of hate on the hotline. We have. Yeah, have you checked the I thought, most recent I thought we messages? pretty much cleared it out and stated the rankings. No, we got new stuff. We got uh, Stilo called in for the first time. Oh, that crap. Oh, here we go with this. Here we, we had go Daniel with call in. We had Jesse call in. Cam is light called in. We got a lot of calls we got to play. You got to be All on right, the ball so, here. So, folks, here's the deal. Uh, 718-635-0743. That is the rap rankings hotline. You can call in leave a message or you can text a message and we play it back on the show and we reply to it. Unless you don't want us to read back on the show, just let us know in the message. But uh, yeah, let's just get into those. I thought we had cleared it out in between seasons during state of the rankings, but no, we got a lot more that done piled up. More hate just in time, just in time. Of course, everyone, everybody hates Mel. I preed, I preed these messages. There's some, there's some, some wild things being thrown around, I think. I don't necessarily disagree with them either. I'm just saying. Okay. I think we got a we got a, a call in. I'm just I'm just gonna play it. Here it is. Here's the first message. 
Yeah, yeah. First time, long time. Uh, listen, man. I don't know what Melvin Birch is talking about with this, uh, this, uh, this, this candy versus all about you argument. But listen, listen. He's got to get out and touch some grass. There's no way on God's green earth that that candy by Will Smith is better than all about you by Pac. It's just. It, candy is literally just candy, but we're rapping on it. It's not. It's that. That. That's not how this happens. That's not how this works. You don't go to the club and they throw on candy by Cameo, and the DJ does not follow that song up with Candy by Will Smith. They go in the park. Melvin, you gotta touch some grass. You gotta touch the grass. You gotta go outside. You gotta touch the grass. I think the fumes are getting to you, sir. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, but all eyes are on you. Oh, get out of here, Paul. Okay, we couldn't even. You, you, you couldn't even. You, in your appearance on the show, what was that? Season two, the Kingdom Come episode. Yep. He's like, man, I had to hold him up from my phone into the mic to even get the guest to pay. I don't want to hear from him about now all of a sudden he can call in and talk about Now you're being abrasive. Look at this. No, because I know him and I'm tired of, I'm tired of Paul picking on me. Okay. Let me tell you something, Paul. First of all, I don't touch no grass. Okay. My roommates tried to get me to touch grass. I didn't do it. That's the devil's lettuce. I don't want it. All right, and I stand firm in who I am. I don't. I don't want to touch no grass. You know, and he's, everybody tell me, and he, 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 you know, uh, it's not how it works. Will Smith. I said what I said. Okay. Keep in mind, folks. I like both songs. I like All About You by Pac, and I like Candy by Will Smith. Were both points have, not made though? I mean, I was saying something similar on the. No, review I agree with him in the chat. Yeah, if you were in the club and, and the DJ played Cameo Candy, they would probably blend it into Pac All About You. Well, not just Will they would blend it. Obviously, the the freaking like there's more production going on on All About You. It's more original production. He was saying that you know it's basically just Will Smith rapping over Candy with some embellishments over it, and it's good. I don't it's think it's good. bad. No, if you want my honest opinion on it? I don't think. Oh, it's you said bad. you don't think it's bad. Okay, I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's on the level of a song that I give a ten out of ten. Are you crazy? I, mean, I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. I get, Now, you know. we did get a text here from Stilo, and he said, first time, long time, Melvin D. Not player, Alan Birch, is wildin'. Will's record is basically candy with a rat. At least Pac had the Nate hook, and it was a better flip, and that's just me. We know about you, Stilo, okay? Go, go, go listen to Tory Lames, okay? And leave me alone. This is the energy I'm bringing this season, all right? I don't want to hear from these people. These people are supposed to love me. They're supposed to be my friends. All they do. I specifically came in the chat. And this is what I said that sparked these messages. I said, if anybody agrees with me, call in because I need backup going into this season six. I was trying to rally the troops. They did the exact opposite and called in to drop Mo bombs on me. What kind of friends are they? Uh, Shaq West type friends. I got, I actually called that Mo bombs, Mo, Mo Bamba. But that yeah. was okay. That was slick. But see, I'm quicker on the uptake this season. See, because I would have been looking stupid out here last season. No, you know. All right, I'm sharper. 
I'm sharper. This this depression's real activated because his car ain't. And when the more depressed I get, the more in tune I get with the show. So we we he's gonna, he's gonna take be a this classic depression season. out on the albums. No, no. Why would I do that? I'm emo male. Shame on the album. You know about the right? game on the album. Anyway, Paul Styles, I don't want to hear from y'all. I was asking for help, not further uh, okay. uh, vindication of well, not what. But I think uh, Young eighty eight fortification of mules. I didn't. Need I think that. I think Young eighty eight did call in, and uh, I don't think he did anything disrespectful to the captain. But I do think uh, he did voice some support for you. Okay, let's play this Danielle message. The biggest bozo. He may be my only friend in the world. I don't know. Let's check him out. Uh, Friends don't always have to agree with you. No, they don't. But they don't. You don't ask them for help. And then they go in and they bury you even more. That's not friendship. Okay. You ask them for help with something they didn't agree with. Right. So then just don't say anything. I said, F you agree. Call in. Not, not. Anyway, here's Daniel. What's up, y'all? This is 88. The biggest bozo. My man. I'm here in backup in support of my boy Mel. You know why? Because <sighs> I feel like season six is going to be hot. Season six, y'all finna dive straight into the roof. Okay? Move. The captain is going to show him what the fuck is up. I'm already knowing. But here's the thing. The storyline of Melvin uh, being hated by uh, those in hip hop. That's a true one. I'm in support of my boy. He's gonna come back and slice and dice all y'all. Thank you. Season six. Thank you. Because I know that my buddy Melvin is gonna think that one of these albums is a classic. Give me a couple gunshots if you play this message. And give me some. Give oh. me some uh, check clears also for that. Okay. Uh, that so voicemail that was requested by yeah. Mel in a group chat. We're going to get a crack it for season six. I didn't tell them to do that. I told you them said, to call in if they agree with me about Will Smith and, 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 and Tupac. He did this on his own. What's the word? Volition? Accord? Yeah, sure. Volition. volition. Definition. It the works. faculty or power of using one's will. Yeah, on his own volition. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Somebody loves me. I've been feeling. <sighs> Nobody pray for me. I've been feeling like booty cake with icing for weeks, okay? And I needed that. I really, I really did, okay? Thank you, Daniel. I'll try to make you proud. I'll try to make hip hop proud. Here's the thing if you don't think one of these albums, even one single album out of the 16, we got a bunch of chances for for Mel to find a classic album in the Wu Tang catalog. If you don't agree that any of them are in the Silver Record Club at minimum, will Daniel eat his words? Will he call back and be like, I was wrong? I mean, knowing him, he's honorable enough, man, probably. Maybe well, we I got, can pay him off to not even mention it again. We got two more honorable men. The father called in, and we got, of course, you know, the third member always calls in. We got All right, here's the father. Cam is like, I need some I need some fatherly guidance. It's not that I don't have a father right now, but, uh, you know, he's busy. So uh, you can be my dad today, Cam. Here we go. What's up, guys? It's Cam, the father. So, after listening to the All Eyes on Me review and knowing what's coming next season, next season being the Wu-Tang season, I kind of want to provide a little bit of a warning. 
I don't know how much of the season Mel's going to like. I think he might, but it's going to come down to the mixes. I love how Wu-Tang sounds, especially starting with Cuban Links, but it's a stylistic choice. The distortion, the grittiness on the samples, Rizzi even says, like, he made it by accident that way, but he loved the sound that it made. So, I'm interested to see how it goes this season. I do think the end of the Wu-Tang review might turn some heads, because re-listening, I like it. I don't know that I love it. Don't know that I love it. Later, guys. The father always coming in with that balance and always coming in with, listen, you might not like this. It might hinge on the mixes, but, you know, he's not going to get bent out of shape about it. He he's, understands he's the show. He's not putting unfair expectations on poor Mel. He understands the show, Mules. It's... It's not about the ratings at the end of the day, even though it is rap rankings. It's about the discussion and the analysis and the justification right. for the it's ratings a, it's and the not understanding the that I'm it's not telling you it's the journey and it's not what's good or bad. It's if we enjoy it or not and why. And how much. That's what this is. And how, how much we enjoy it or how much we dislike it and no, why. Look, feel free to be mad at me, but don't be mad at me, you know? That's all I'm saying. Where's my drop? Where's my f-ing drop? I'm I'm sick of these. Sick 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 of the world. Sick of the world. I need my drop. Jewels, I know you're down bad right now because you just got you your you koofy knocked off uh by Jado last night. But uh where is it? Um here's here's here it is. Okay. Ah, there we go. There it is. I know I'm wrong, but I ain't gonna let these niggas come and treat me like I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's all I'm saying. You can be mad, but uh, don't don't be mad. Let's give that him makes some sense, of that. right? So let's give him some. Yeah, it makes it makes it a bit of in like a, in a, in a there's a twisted logic to it. I'll say yes, yes. Um, let's let's close it out with the third member, and we got more to more to discuss. Okay, we absolutely do. We're actually, uh, folks, you're probably like, oh, my God, are part ones always like this? Yes, yes. and no. I think this is actually going to end up being this part one. The longest? Yeah, I think so. But All right. Well, fuck them. It's, look, look, season six, y'all. All right. Uh, here's, here's Jesse. Hopefully he isn't dunking on me or beating up on me any more than he already has been in, like, the past month. I'm a little down today. I'm a little depressed today. But I still got to leave this message. All right, um, I'm not, like, a little down or depressed, but I'm um, listening to this one thug episode. LJ comes on, uh, best of love. But he says, I guess you guys mentioned the LGBT community drop, and he says, like Mel says, Jesse sent this. LJ says, Jesse, is that, is that the guy who, who rates everybody on the show? You know, and my heart just kind of sunk. <laughs> I guess I'm a stranger to LJ still. I reviewed his album on my Instagram. Gave it an 88%. Gave him a little uh, dirty hit the floor in, in honor of him being from Alabama. I uh, played his music on my Dub Lab show. 
But Jesse is just the guy that rates everybody. He didn't. I guess he didn't make the connection. I'm sad to hear it. <laughs> Boys to men. A B C D B D. The Rab Coast family. If I was trying to, you know, I support anybody. It's down with Rab, whose stuff I enjoy. But whatever. Uh, send this to. You don't have to play this on the show. Uh, send this to LJ though. <laughs> Shout out LJ. Same guy. I'm, I'm a. I'm a supporter. I'm not just the guy that leaves ratings on everybody on you know Jesse's house or whatever the hell that is. All right. Later. Jesse's. He's upset. He thinks LJ. Well, here's the thing, Jesse. Don't don't feel slighted. I don't think LJ listens that frequently, which is fine. He's still my friend, a good friend. But I just assume, coming from the music industry, being an artist, I don't expect my friends to listen to me, like, no matter what I'm doing. It doesn't make them bad friends. It's just, trust me, when you're an artist, you, you get it. It's not, don't take it personally, you know? And... The fact that he at least knows you for, for something that you do on the show, I think that's a good thing. He, Jesse, to be fair, I think he knows you for that because I was talking to him on Xbox one night and I was telling him that he you gave him a high rating and he was happy to hear that. So he likes you, Jesse. Right. He so likes he you. Was, it's okay. He was referring back to something, I guess, that Mel had told him right. previously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and he did notice because he told me he, he saw that you shared his album and he was very thankful. So it's okay. It's all right. Everything it's cool, y'all. It's it's cool. We don't we don't need need no friction. There's enough friction in my engine. Even though I put oil in there and everything, just I'm getting carried away. Okay. We know about so, you. You ducked, okay? So what, man? I was like eight years old. I got to New York, I saw graffiti, I got scared, and I ducked in the car. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't, honestly? Me? Okay. Well, you're from New York. Of course you wouldn't. Okay. And, and another saw, thing, and you, I always and, saw and, graffiti, and I always thought, "How nice! Art has no bounds." This this guy, this this arrogant. What's your name? Arrogant, arrogant mercenary. Mercenary. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Is that's that's. Uh, I think it's it's time to move on from the housekeeping to the uh, Shmageggy segments, folks, if you can believe that. That was just... Part one is really, like, three parts. Four parts. There's, like, the intro and the rating system. Then there's the housekeeping. Then there's the Shmageggy segments. And then there's the info. Right. I'd say it's, like, four parts. So we're getting to the Shmageggy segments part. If you're here for Wu-Tang, don't worry. That's coming up in part four of part one. Um... So, yeah, before we jump into the album, we do the Schmageggy segments. Starting with uh, this billboard. I guess we got yeah. a new one, huh? Well, yeah, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have we, uh, we, the, the ban has lifted. The ban has lifted. And why don't we give an old knock at the door to our good friend, Billy boards. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to. I think last season was proof that we don't need to. We don't need him. Can we just handle this ourselves? He's welcome back on the show now. Well, and if he, he wanted just... to be back, he would have messaged us or something. Maybe he's I don't not... think he's tripping about it. I think he's behind on episodes right now. Maybe he's a little depressed and he fell behind. 
I think you should at least give him a nice knock at the door and see, you know, if uh, if he's around, you know. I want to. I don't want to hear from him right now. I'm depressed. I'm down today. Do we really have to do this? Just next week. Can we just do it next week? Oh, come on, man. He's back. He's not coming to the door. I don't. I, I don't hear. Him. I don't know. I guess he's not home. Maybe he's dead. That would be great. He's not dead, Mel. That would be great. Personally, I think. You know, who needs him? What are they trying to do? I hear since fear population control. This will definitely help. You know, no, Billy. Listen. Oh, we've lost plenty of disreputable man. Billy Hold on. Boards. Just give him one. Just give him one more. Uh, freaking. What's his name? Zimroid. Hemroid. Uh, Zanzibar. Uh, Gutrod, yeah, him. We lost him. Just so many great deaths have happened to balance out the bad hip hop deaths. Maybe life is better than I thought. Jesse, maybe you're right. Maybe life isn't a two. Maybe it's a two plus. No, can you okay. just give him one more knock? Maybe he's hard of hearing oh, or something. Come on, man. <sighs> you're not doing good knocks, man. That's why he can't hear you. My hand give, hurts. Give him a nice, a nice knock. I don't want to. No, I need my hand for stuff. I'm not wasting my hand strength on Billy Board's door knocks. He's not coming in the door. He's not. Uh, all right. I'll well, just handle this myself. Folks, we got a new number one on the hip hop slash R&B charts. <sighs> this isn't the first time this guy's been number one since we started this show. No, Lil but interestingly enough, um, the last song wasn't slotted in. Uh, like on this chart at all so this because of i guess the style of production the song itself jack harlow um is now being serviced to rap stations and stuff so we have a new number one yeah lil nas x bringing along my main man jack harlow with uh this industry baby uh debuted at number one on the billboard hot r&b slash hip-hop charts uh congratulations to uh Lil Nas X. yeah the other um, new one silk sonic your new song it's it's not well, it, we, they, they still got time i don't think they dropped the same week i think they dropped that a week after this one or something okay you think the new song might do something it could i haven't heard it <laughs> so i don't know but uh for now Lil Nas X. Jack Harlow are dancing naked in the showers to Industry Baby. Um, all right, where do you want to go? This week in hip hop or this week in hip hop history? Uh, let's just do this week in hip hop. Okay. Ah, this week. No one Melion. died. Melion. I, that's maybe the earliest Melion. Uh, yeah, we're going to discuss the major stories from this week in brief in hip hop. All right, so DaBaby's in hot water over controversial comments about HIV slash AIDS as festivals drop him from their summer lineups and everyone from Dua Lipo to Elton John uh, to Questlove denounce him. He just kind of kept doubling down. I don't really know what his deal is. Like, he probably should have just shut up after the first festival weirdo comment, but hey, whatever. Uh, The Locks and Dipset went head-to-head in a versus battle. With many declaring the locks as the winners. As far as I'm concerned, from what I saw, it looked like a unanimous 
W for them. Like it, I, I, I don't under. And if you think Dipset won, you're probably biased. Okay, which is um, fine, but you're you are biased. You're biased as long as you acknowledge the bias. You know. Um, I'm sorry if a man gets his trademark bandana snatched off of his head and thrown onto the ground, probably lost. You know, this these verses are as much about music as they are showmanship, showmanship and like sure. you know, so yeah. Um anyway. Uh they're saying Jada kisses the king of verses. I, I guess he's been in two of them now. Solo and as a part of the locks. Uh and the US government sells uh Oh, that's what we're doing today. Wu-Tang Clan's Once Upon a Time in Shaolin, for formerly belonging to Pharma Bro Martin uh, Shkreli, Shkreli, Shkrello, uh, to undisclosed buyer who promises to reveal their identity. I, I don't care. I don't, I'm tired of hearing about this album. Not because... Uh, I'm telling you right now, based on what I know about this album, they sold this dude two weed plates, basically... <laughs> in a very expensive box. So the music is the least impressive thing about this whole thing. The really like the finessing of this guy with a lot of money is the real story here. Can I hit the Oscar drop, man? Yes. Okay. Thank you. We don't care. I didn't want to hit it unless we were in agreement because it is. We don't care, but yeah, man, like I'm just tired of hearing about this thing circulating. I just wanted to leak already. I don't even. Know? I don't even care to hear it. But. And to be clear, this is now. I'm not saying leak so I can hear, but I'm saying this isn't Wu Tang's fault that we keep hearing about this. It's just like these people like Martin Shkreli, and it's these hipsters, bro. They're buying this thing and just like talking about having this thing. You know, it reminds me of leak culture and like, oh, it's the holy grail. It's like, bro, just play the album in in in, in your house and like, you know, jack you, off dude, to you it. Know, you know done, this album. Right? You know this shit's like a like a forty seven point five percent weighted, like a double yeah. disc Wu Tang album made in twenty thirteen. I mean, it's <sighs> uh, it was a it was just a hustle. That's all. Listen, that album, I just you can tell it's a rap rankings, you know. But look, they just keep building up the lore. So anyway. Uh, this week in hip hop history, UGK's Riding Dirty, which we reviewed all the way back in season one. That's right. Shout out to Al Shipley. Uh, celebrates its 25th anniversary. Uh, Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Links, which we will be covering later this season, was released on this week in 1995. And wait, I thought that was 96. It was 95? What? Cuban Links? I mean, I wouldn't know because, you know, I'm like the, the hip hop. No, Iron now, Man but... is 96. Cuban Links is 95. Okay. Look, we know about uh, you. You ducked. No, here, okay. yeah, you know about me. I was just wondering, because I don't know why I always thought about it being 96 in my head. I don't know. You were two years but, old. Uh, I mean, in 96, you were three, three years, years old. old. Okay. You know, but leave me alone, all right? I was, this wasn't supposed to be an invitation to dunk. It was an honest question, all right? I, I'm not saying it like I, I didn't know, which is getting verification. Chuck D of the legendary Public Enemy celebrates his 61st trip around the sun. Oh my god, the disrespect. We got a regular Peter the, Rosenberg over here. No, Get ready to Mel, apologize the, to the legend. No, no the, I'm not yawning because it's his birthday. You know what we do for birthdays. Gunshots. I was yawning because I was just, uh, just. you gotta understand, man. This is 
this is this is a bad time for me and my wife. Okay, I just you gotta let get me get Oscar the millions drop. out. Just get that Oscar drop one more time. Oh, listen, see, look, just I already suspected this. We don't care. Yeah, nobody cares about Mel. They don't care. I know. This isn't my this isn't my platform. What do you say? This isn't the venue for this. Sure. This is not the venue for this. But I'm show. just explaining why the yawn is happening. So they don't think I'm yawning at Chuck D getting up there in age. Like I don't care about him, you know, still existing and thriving and prospering on the planet. I don't want people getting confused. Don't think I would yawn at someone's birthday. That's not me. That's not my character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm not. It's, this always happens in part one. I don't know what it is about part. Anyway, uh, you're reading words off a piece of paper. Yeah, reading is it's fundamental. It's also it can be boring, especially when you're familiar with like what you're about to read. You know, it's like it's not new information. So, uh, I, I read these notes ahead of time, <laughs> and so you know it's what it is. All right, so I was effing tripping. We're going right. to need this segment for the first time in God knows how long. Jeez. Um, all right. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit it once you hit the music. All right. Yeah, you usually handle this. So uh, here you go. Welcome to I Was Fucking Trippin', the only segment in rap rankings that can actually change the outcome of the board. I am Mules, a.k.a. the, hold on just one second, Arrogant Mercenary. And Mel is fucking tripping. That's right, Mel. Come on down, pal. All right. Thanks. Come on down, pal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I felt like I was on the prices right. What's the noise we use? It's like, come on down. It's like... See, that's classic. That's, that's, that's classic. a classic song. That's a 10, okay? That's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10, okay? <laughs> They're like, Mel, you gave all about you a 7 minus, but the price is right. Come on down, Jingle, is a 10. Look, you uh, know about yes. you, all right? Don't... Listen, that's classic. Don't you know about me, me? You agree it's a 10. No, I'm saying you we know about... You proposed it was a 10. I'm I agree saying, with you. I'm saying we know about the people who know about you. Oh, okay. It's hard you to keep track of who, who knows who and why and what, you know? We all know each other. <laughs> Due to social media, we all know about each other. That's That's why that we know about you shirt is better be a bestseller. Uh, I hate social media, but we have to be here to promote the show. Uh, Folks, I was effing tripping. So I promised y'all between seasons. I was going to do an audit. You know, I like to do them between seasons, you know, so I can get my. That thoughts together. Away what do we got? Show. One song here, Mel, you said? Just one? No, we got multiple. We got multiple. multiple. But they might not be. So I'll read you what I had on my on my audit lineup. Okay. So I was reviewing uh, Chopper Won't Miss, Flatbed Freestyle, R.I.P., Love Hurts, and Shooter from Die Lit. Wait, hold uh, on a second. Die Lit Season 1? Yeah. I'll explain uh, Howl at Me, which we just did from uh, All Eyes on Me. Civilization Day from uh, The Further Adventures of Lord Quaz. Okay. Uh, Background Niggas from uh, Warriors. Uh, you Must Love Me from Season 2. Um, Cashmere Thoughts. Audit. Yeah. Is this your uh, first audit? No, I've done an audit before. Uh, I don't remember how what did, season. But How did these songs get missed in the first audit that you did? Because I just wasn't thinking about them. Folks, you know, sometimes you, know you think about, about a song, you go back and you play it, and it's like, hmm, maybe. 
uh, an NC-17 from Astro okay. World. Now, have so. you have you recalibrated the ratings as a result of these changes? I have. Okay. Um, so there aren't going to be much many many changes, folks. So go to refrankings.com. I'll get I'll get this stuff out of the way first that did not change. Okay. Civilization Day, no change. Still a six plus. Background niggas, still a seven plus. No change. Thought it was going to be an eight. Still a seven plus. Maybe one day. You must love me. I thought it was going to drop from the nine. I gave it. I think a nine, nine minus. It's still a nine. Still checked okay. out. That second verse. Uh, Still got me. Uh, Cashmere thoughts, folks. No change. Still a seven minus. It hung on. Still a perfect takeaway on that reason of bow doubt. Uh, an NC seventeen. Still a six plus. It couldn't do it. I couldn't chain sex. I still don't want to have chain sex. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but the beat, the beat's definitely over now. Thanks to Mules and his Suspirio uh, connection. But uh, yeah, let's go into the stuff that did change. So. A lot of Playboy Cardi changes, and I'm sure you didn't expect this because I wasn't really talking about him, but I'll tell you what happened. It's a result of me listening to a whole lot of Red, which was getting better with each listen since it came out. And as I get more acquainted with Playboy Cardi, I go back to this old stuff and I appreciate some of the older stuff more. So here's the thing. The takeaway only went up by one. Okay. Uh, Somebody alert Misha because Shooter is now a flat seven. Went up from a six plus to a flat seven. Um, so my new takeaway is now a nine out of 19 on that album, seven, okay. eight out of 19. We got four other songs that went up. Chopper won't miss went up to an eight minus flat bed freestyle went up to an eight minus. So these were songs you already like, but now you already like liked, them more. but they went up. I like them more. RIP went up to an eight minus and love hurts is a seven plus now instead of a seven minus. Okay. So what happened is the nine out of 19 now, 126 points out of, instead of 122 points. Mm-hmm. So, my 53% weighted rating is now a 56.5% weighted rating, which takes our rap rankings weighted rating from a 46.25 to a 48%. Okay, so it is now um it is now at 48%. It's the new number 62 album on the board at the moment. It is Has it moved up above someone? It's moved up above Kendrick Lamar, Damn, Spice <laughs> One, The Rida, and Jay-Z Kingdom Come. Three albums. Dial it officially better than Damn and Kingdom Come and Spice One. But only Jesse knows about Spice One because you got to. It's on the board. When you, when you, yeah, it, you it's, don't want to listen to that. <laughs> I wasn't saying all that. He just took it upon himself to do it because it was a running bit. And he was like, hey, I'll listen. And we put it on the board. We honored him. It, it's it, it's it's explained. Go to the board. What's, what's done is done. done is done. Now, how at me, uh, from all eyes on me, okay. very quick turnaround on this. Went up from a 7 plus to an 8 minus. Now, this nice. does not do change. Do we connect now? Um, I think we do connect. Did well, you give it an 8? Well, connect. I, I think minus? I give it an 8 minus. Oh, well, listen. It's black boy, white boy. Wolves and connect. You know? Um, yeah, so it doesn't change the rating. Uh at all, I'm, I still have a sixty-eight percent weighted. So okay, so but, nothing uh, changes on the board, but or not a sixty-eight percent weighted, but a sixty-eight percent average. Nothing changed. Nothing changed okay. on the board, but it did go up to an eight. So yeah, uh, that's the result connect? of the audit. Uh, yeah, that's the result. Playboy Cardi climbed a, 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 some slots, and you know, a pop song went up. Only one black song, boy, white boy, black boy, white boy, black boy, white boy. And, Only uh, one yeah. song actually got added to your takeaways though yeah, overall shooter 
yeah. in your audit. There was only one song right. you were technically quote unquote wrong about. Yeah, I was tripping. Okay, I was tripping, and I was All tripping right. on my how much I enjoyed other things. But uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Listen, that whole lot of red. I liked it when it came out, and it's just been growing and growing. I, it's actually I like it quite a bit. I look forward to us reviewing it one day. But uh, it helped his whole catalog. I can say about this Playboy Cardi, he seems like an artist where, for me personally, each album has gotten better. Okay. So. I haven't gone back to Dial It. Okay. I haven't gone uh, back to it. Um, but I wasn't really mad at it, if I recall. Was I mad no, at it? You are. I, I had curious. trouble. I had trouble wrapping my head around some of it, but I wasn't, like, put off by it necessarily. Yeah, look, Mool's, like, his his whole reputation on the show, it's like, you know, he's the elder statesman and all. He came in, he wasn't ready to doo-doo on Playboy Cardi. He just, he was curious. He wanted to know what, try to get inside this music and understand it, you know? He didn't come on here and, like, hold his gray pube nuts on Playboy Cardi. That didn't happen. He came in with an open mind, you know? And he liked some of the songs, so. I liked five of the songs. I mean, that might not sound like a lot, but... That's five whole songs, kids. He likes five plays, but leave him alone. I like more than five. Same way you should leave me alone. I like five songs on Illmatic. All right? I think think that's equivalent. All right? So, anyway, I guess you weren't effing tripping. It was just me. I wasn't. I wasn't. I've been pretty good, man. I've been, I really, I do a lot of uh, internal questioning when I'm doing these ratings these days. I mean, well, you should. Nice to hear. Is this a good point to mention uh, before we move on that I saw To Sleep With Anger? I promised them that I would see it. Yeah, you did. I did. I told them I would see it and I would come back with a rating. You were calling me anti-black for watching all the Marvos and everything else and not watching this 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 and black you know film. what? Anti-Italian, too. Anti-Italian because of uh, Martin Scorsese. What does he got to do with To Sleep With Anger? No, because you don't like those Marvos. Oh. <laughs> well, listen, Martin Scorsese. And you ain't black. But the cast of To Sleep With Anger is. Um, and folks, I finally have a rating. I've decided. Sleep With Anger. Immensely triggering film to Mel. Uh, touched a lot of nerves. But this is about enjoyment. And I enjoyed the nerves being touched in a way. And so I'm going to give this film... A flat eight. Shaking. To sleep with anger, folks. Check it out. I would give it a rap rankings weighted rating of 90%. Yeah, you gave it a 10. I gave it an eight. So rap rankings nine. Um, Check it out, folks. If you black like me and not like Mules, I think you'll you'll understand why Mel may have been triggered. Is great capturing. What was the was his name? Charles Burnett. Is that the director? Yes. Great capturing of just blackness, I must say. You know, um, yeah. So now I did lie to y'all. I did lie to y'all about what about that Danny Glovo though? Oh, Danny Glovo was great. He was great. He was absolutely great. Um, he was magnetic. He was. Uh, he 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 worried me. He made my my guts bubble as soon as he on the, on the screen. He made me nervous. But that was a testament to how well he played the character. But uh, folks, I know what you're saying. You broke your promise. I said I was going to watch Face Off, Bordello of Blood, Tupac Resurrection. Well, you know what? My car broke, and I'm sad. All right? So leave me alone. <laughs> I'm still going to watch them. But, uh, yeah. 
I watched what was important. I did my audit and I watched to sleep with anger. So yeah. All right. I was having tripping. Do I have to hit the music again? It's been so long since the segment. What what happens here? No, I think we're okay. I don't think we're, no, we're fine. We don't gotta hit I hate ending it with the music again. It's like we, we get it. You yeah, know, you get it. You get it. We get it. Okay. All right. So now well, we, we do have on. music. We do have music that you can play to intro our next segment. Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, emailed you some stuff. You did. Um, What's the deal with this? What am I playing? So the beat that I want to play is called HS006 Shotgun Shogun something. Okay. Well, folks, our next segment is This Week in Mools and Mel. So uh, Mools has brought uh, this week's... The, th- the, deal, the deal with this uh, segment, folks, is that the theme song changes every week. It's kind of just part of the show. I don't know. I like this it. This is I a like beat. Uh, I suppose the producer is HS006. Maybe not. Um, the beat is called Shotgun Shogun's Boomstick. Alrighty. Well, here's some of that boomstick. So they call him Samurai, huh? Yes. He got his martial arts training from the masters in Japan. If he's a Samurai, what the hell are you? This week, in Mools and Mel... This week in Mools and Mel. It's appropriately like Wu-Tang-esque. Yeah, man. This week in Mools and Mel. Welcome. It's this week in Mools and Mel. This week in Mools and Mel. Hi-ya! We coming and we bringing the files. We got the waves and MP3s and AACs. And we about to play you the songs of the week that we've been listening to. Wait, did we just go to like the desert? What happened? We were in like an oriental section of the world, but now I feel like we're in like Egypt. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> All right, that was the theme song. Yeah. They, Welcome they threw me to, for a loop. Uh, this <laughs> week in Moles and Mel. This week it threw me Mel. for a loop too because I was just skimming around on my computer for beats and I didn't <laughs> hear that part. But it was appropriately Wu Tang ish. So. I think I've asked this before. I don't want to offend you. I, you know, I don't. I really don't. Is is Oriental offensive? Yes, absolutely. What? On Google, it says of, from, or characteristic of I, Asia, no, especially East Asia. I understand, but it ain't about I think no then Google. describing music, it's fair, right? Maybe, you you shouldn't but, call a person that. I'm saying like that had Oriental flavor. Is what I'm saying. Like I the mean, music of that. I'll say this: Is the Oriental Trading Company still around? Can you Google oh. them? They will be the barometer as to whether or not it's offensive to use. Yeah, it says they're a direct merchant of value-priced party supplies, arts and crafts, toys, novelties, and school supplies. Are they still called that? Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but you can't call people that for sure. Okay. Well, I don't. I would never call a person that. I was describing it's an adjective to describe something from an area. Like, you know, if I'm wrong, call in 718 I mean, neither one of us, neither one of us really know what the fuck we're talking about. So uh, listen, I'm learning along with everyone else. I think shout out to Kina. She told me that the word Hispanic was problematic in like 2013. I was like, oh, word. All right. And I've been using Latino ever since, you know, or Latina. Anyway, uh, <laughs> didn't we just get someone recommended to our show because we didn't dive into co- we're not diving into culture war stuff. I don't care about no culture war. We don't care. I'm just trying to make sure I don't upset the uh, my folks on in the, from that community. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah. This week in Wolves and Mail. The stuff we've been listening to outside of the show. Yeah, we um, had this big week off, you know? We had a big week off. Uh, folks, I mean, we should probably start with you. I mean, I have songs, but... All right. Well, uh... What, what did you bring? All right. I got uh, two things here. I guess we'll start with some rap. Okay. So this is, I believe his name is Reggie Snow. Yeah, R-E-J-J-I-E, Snow. Um, he is an Irish rapper. Oh, he put out a Ireland. New, he put out a is new that, album. That was probably offensive, I'm sorry. That um, features MF Doom, maybe one of Doom's last verses. And... Okay. It's um, an interesting album. I don't even know if I really like it, but I thought it was interesting. It didn't sound like everybody else's shit. That's what I'll say about it. Okay. It was a interesting album. I'm I'm yet to give a opinion about the album itself, but I wanted to play some of the joint with Doom and you know let people hear the Doom verse and maybe it'll push them to want to hear the album. The production right. on here. On this album is really good, I think. Well, they'll be the judge of that. What's this? Cookie Chips uh, yes. featuring MF Doom. Yes, and, and uh, Cam Obi, who's on a Cam lot of the songs o. on this album. I think he's a uh, vocalist. Okay. Well, uh, I think, what, did you trim this already? I did. You can okay. play the whole well, thing. All right, here we go. I've seen since the last time Got us tickets for the show by the alibi And all the things, all the things, all the days that we scoring I could fly, I'm a dove, I'm a butterfly, yo I'm a butterfly, yo yeah, yeah. Twisting in the cup while the sunrise Sticky like the rain in the summer Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying Way up, high with a kite stream away Cloudy in my truck, sitting dumb high I know I'm gonna see the golden light of day it's inadequate, this elaborate floral display They pay for bad habits, go on moral decay To say with some forgiveness and it all go away Lay a plot to book a yacht out on the water today Poké, is it so compelling to rebel with all the yelling? Now it's overwhelming when you're swallowing melon, bruh, who you telling? Dumb lust, overflowing, I love stuff, hush Heart crushed like a bag of dust, bum rush Black beanie, freak out at night like Houdini Creep out the back and who could have seen a G? Easily, blue weenie She couldn't dig it if it was too teeny Bless her with the kundalini And plus the zucchini Always been a plan to push her heart melt Bird, it takes a steady hand and push his heartfelt words I heard you heard, trapped in delirium Thoughts of a queen to throw off your equilibrium A few jokes but the underlying fact goes Distillery, I hope to live happy ever after though Disaster's what I asked her for Now we stuck like plaster, yo I has to go. Twisting in the cup while the sun rise. Sticky like the rain in the summer. Twilight in the blunt and I'm gone flying. Way up high with a kite stream away. Cloudy in my truck sitting dumb high. I know I'm gonna see the golden light of day. Um, you better not ever tease me for liking small penis rap ever again. This is okay. not, this is, this is, M no, 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 don't, don't you You're dare try to MF say that wasn't. 
You're saying MF Doom was small penis rap? I'm not talking about MF Doom. I'm talking about the guy before talking about like, I'm a butterfly. Like, like I said, I don't. Uh, this is what I said at the beginning. I'm not sure if I like this album. However, musically, I think it's really well produced. And I think it's an interesting album. I did not say I like this album or this artist for that matter. I have not co-signed them. I didn't I say wanted... you liked it either. I just said don't ever tease me for liking small penis rap ever again. Why? I didn't say based on what? I never said I even like this. I said <laughs> let's listen to MF Doom. You you brought it in and it's I... MF Doom rapping over sounds like freaking uh, what's them cakes they be selling? Lil Debbie. The, uh, no, that ain't her. That's Hostess. The Twinkies. That, that beat was Twinkie filling. Okay. You don't like that beat? Nah. MF Doom was great. I thought it was an interesting beat. That it doesn't sound soft. like. Come on. I'm emo male, bro. Come on. You can't be playing that. I'm a butterfly. You can't be doing that. Like I said, I thought it was interesting. I'm it's not sure. You're if just I like trying to album. score points with the Wu Tang crowd because you know they expect you to, to be hard this season. I'm like, no, no, I'm being honest. What is it? You know? They, they like should've... I said. I, I clipped the MF Doom verse so we could hear the new Doom verse. Maybe one of the last I'm ones. I'm glad we'll you hear. did that. That was nice. Okay. Um, I said it was a well produced album. I did not say, yo, check this guy out. He's the man. I was not giving him the Sammy Maximin treatment, so I don't appreciate being treated like I did. Now you know what it's like to be male. No, okay. I don't to know what it's like to be male because I can go outside right now and I can hit the beep beep. On my keys. See now you don't. Get... You didn't have to do that. You know what that is? What you just did? That's that's a low blow. That's what that is. I okay. expect an apology right now. I can beep beep and pull my. No ass no out no of the no. We're not lot. going. We're not getting past this. That was very mean, and I take offense, and I would like an apology. No, it's not happening. Well then, you you know what then. Fine, because we got a show to do, so I can't be caught up on this. But trust me, folks, I'm not just taking this lying down. It's just I'm respecting the audience, so I'm gonna keep going. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna figure out how to get Mules back for this throughout the season. Um, what's this other thing you brought in here? Hopefully, this is some hard body, real hardcore stuff you didn't brought in. All, All right, right. Cause you... so this is dedicated to Mel. It's off <laughs> of an album, Bad Hair this, Day. This... Bad Hair Day by Weird Al Yankovic, a classic from the 90s, this album. Well, Weird Al Yankovic is a classic man. All right. But I take offense to this. This is one of my favorite songs, but we're dedicating this one to Mel, folks, as we get ready for this classic season. I don't accept the dedication. That's the thing about dedicating things to somebody. You never hear somebody be like, no, I don't want this dedicated to me. I don't accept this. So this is Weird Al Yankovic with everything you know is wrong. Uh, Here you go. Bill or Jim or Ed or Bernie or Steve 
triggered again. I'm triggered again. This What's is wrong, though. Don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk to me. Okay. Folks, this man, Mules, is a malevolent force on this show. Okay. And so I'm adding a new thing to my to do list for this season. I am I am going to try to get Mules to be a good person. That is that is my my extra goal. I don't even remember what the other three were, but this is the fourth one. Okay. If I can make Mules a good person and, and not a not an insidious, foul, uh terrible man. Why then am I I've not done a good person? Good. I'm not a good person? You're not you're not a good person. Based on what metrics exactly? Based based on you bring in a song where he come on, this is your this is your big season, right? You're gonna you're gonna come out swinging this season. What makes me a bad person? You're you will find out throughout the season. No, you you made a very you made a very (laughs) damning statement against me and said you're gonna turn me into a good person. No, (laughs) have you ever considered that maybe it's not me who's not the good person? Oh, here he goes. Here he goes with his let me ask you a question, lawyerly logic. Well, you know what, man? I'm not going to entertain it. If you're not a bad person, then I'm not a bad person and nobody's bad. Well, that's not How true. About there that? are bad people. No, I'm nobody between the two of us. Of course there are bad people. I'm just saying if you're not, then neither of us are because I know I'm not. But I think you are. Okay? And I'm going to prove it this season. On the way to making you a good person. I mean, I just don't, I think that your attempts are futile because I'm not a bad person. I don't think you could find a single person out there except maybe one of our former guests that would say I'm a bad person. 718-635-0743. Is Mules a bad person? (laughs) That is, that is what I think people should call in. and And it's funny. The one person who would call me a bad person. We know about them. We truly know about them. Shirts in the shop now. Um, yeah, okay. Well, listen, that's a good song, though. That's a good song. Shout out to Weird Al Yankovic. And honestly, I agree with him. Uh, part of growing up is realizing that everything you know is wrong. And it'll never be right. You To hope to figure out life is futile. Just, just, just live it. Just live it until you die. And that's it. You know? Um, so what did I bring today? Uh, I got two songs myself um, in the week off, everything. I wasn't listening to much. I was listening to Wu-Tang, getting stuff together for this season, and probably just listening to the sounds of my own psychosis and suicidality. But there are two songs I brought. One is new, and one is an older one from earlier this year that I've been listening to because it's one of my favorite songs of the year. So I'll start with a new one. Um this is a song called uh, Catching Feelings by uh, Holy Brune. It's a woman. Uh, I think she's French. I don't it's know. I, was... I, didn't, I didn't bother to mention the gender of any of the artists that I played for you guys. I, I was just, don't try to flip this. Like I'm, I'm only mentioning because like Holy Brune seems like... I suppose I didn't need to mention the thing. I was just clarifying because someone might hear it and be like, huh, I wonder what that is is it a group is it a you know that's all like holy brune is not a name you hear every day that's just, don't don't do that see this is what i mean by he's a bad person folks he likes to he likes to sprinkle these seeds 
you know, on mail and have everybody just, just on mail, you know, to, to help the seeds grow into hateful mail plants. OK, we won't allow that this season. None of that. Nice that all season six. So I'm playing this catching feelings uh, by Holy Brune. Uh, shout out to Paul's cousin who put me onto it. Baseline that boom, 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 boom. You know, that's a good, boom, good baseline. Boom, 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 boom. Sounded good to me. Yeah. You know, nice, nice, uh, soothing record for y'all. And uh, the second one is from this album, uh, The Artist Key. I think we mentioned him on the show before. He put out this thing called The Alpha Jerk, uh, like in January, I think. So Mel's um, listening to an album called The Alpha Jerk. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's just break that down a little bit. The Alpha <sighs> Jerk. And I'm the bad person. <laughs> okay. This song is called My Puppy from The Alpha Jerk by Key. Uh, and I think it's all produced by one guy. Tony Seltzer, I think his name is. Um, Key does a lot of these projects with one producer. And I like those projects because when they're done well, chances are you're going to like a large majority of the album. Um, so here's My Puppy. Yeah. 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 Damn. Hey, it's overwhelming. Before we fucking ride, I need that head just like a helmet. Damn. I thought we had an understanding. These niggas monkey and get judgment, and I slide a ladder. I'm in love. No, I'm not. They let me outside, so you know I'm fucking riding. Okay, now I think I'm standing. Okay, I'm just trying to focus. Tiny Dev Geek, and I'm smoking fear and loathing. Hey, think bitch that I'm with, mixed with a pony. Think bitch that I'm with. Wear my shirt, spend the night. Wear my shirt, spend the night. It don't feel good being broke, my dog. Talking to the folks, you gotta go by law. Wear my shirt, spend the night. It don't feel good being broke, my dog. This is true. Um, well, one for two ain't bad. Let's say that. Listen, no, my puppy, that's fine. My puppy, Key, is probably an acquired taste. I don't know. Those, I got to say, those are some whack-ass bars. Nah, listen. But I listen, agree, the butterfly bars are whack, He's Johnny Depp geeked, too. and he's smoking fear and loathing. Come on, man. 
There was a lot of. It sounded unfinished. Like there was a lot of bars just missing. Nah, that's just the unfinished, style, man. That's unfinished the phrases. Listen, you should know about that. That that smoking. I don't know about it. You ain't never been Johnny Depp geek smoking fear and loathing. No, it's, it's fake. It's fake. That's fake. That's okay. Fake. Well, I'm telling like you, it. this is this. Check out the Alpha Jerk, y'all, featuring hits such as My Puppy, Xylophone, uh, and others. So, yeah, I think I think we're done here. Do we have an outro beat? Uh, we don't. Do you have a beat? Yeah, I'll, I'll play something, whatever. Okay, let's see. Uh, so, miscellaneous uh, music. They said, where are you getting this? What streaming service? I'm like, this isn't a service. Mools and Mel have files, okay? This is how we do this. All right, let's see. Huh, okay, sure. Let's uh, let's have this take us out. Why not? Whatever. All right, here we go. I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series? One, Who will survive? Oh this God. has been This Week in Mools and Mel. Where we played uh, two songs each and uh, tried to figure out if Mules is a bad person or not. He's we not, don't know yet. He's not bad. This is a great song. This is great. <laughs> okay, here we go. They said, um, Mel, you just played that because you're very worried that the WWE is going to go under and lose to this stupid AEW. I think by the time yet this episode thing that you airs, WWE will already be out of business. The, the, the windows will be boarded up and everyone, all of your favorite stars will be in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> they asked me why they I'm depressed. Because they keep taking everything from me. My car, wrestling. We ain't got no Drake album yet. I <laughs> mean, come on. What's going on be, out here? Ain't going to be no Drake album. Lombodo, Lombodo I don't even, variant. Made yeah, sure L- Lumbo, Lumbar support variant is out there. Freaking Deltoid and everything. I, just, so, I don't even, folks, I don't even want the album to listen to the music. I want it because I want it to be out already and over with. <laughs> like, I'm sick of this. Kendro. Drizzo, all of them. Get out of here with this. Kanye, enough albums. No more albums. Okay? Mel. They're like, Mel, you got a whole show to do. Before we get into the meat of the show and the reason why people are here, um, Jesse told me that there was something that was going on last week on the record scratch when he went to listen to his appearance. The record scratch? I'm... Like something like what? Like it didn't sound like a record scratch on the Tupac episode. So I went back and listened to it. And it's like this like jumbled up audio. It almost sounds like it's being reversed. What? I didn't do anything different. I put the hold on. I've played Here's the rap rankings transition. This is the thing I put in in post every time. Here it is. Hold on. Right here. What was yeah, wrong? You said with that it? wasn't there, that it was something else. I put it there. Hold on. Let me, Listen to what's any, there. Let me, 
it was I listened to the whole I didn't hear that. I didn't hear anything different or like I didn't hear whatever he heard because I heard the episode. I listened back to get the the, 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 the the excerpts and long forms and everything. Hold on. Let me pull this thing up. This man, Jesse. Uh, Jesse's probably pulling one of his pranks again. Talking about it. everybody wants to make Mel feel like he don't do nothing right. That's what this is about. All right, let me see. Wait, what? Wait, there's Biden. Hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, no, I, I do hear something weird. This. Hold on, this is weird. Okay, this wasn't here when I uploaded it. Can you play it? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to play it. This stupid. This is what folks don't use Spotify. Don't ever use anything that forces you to pay monthly. Just steal everything. Uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Um, um, uh, that's John Cena. I don't know when we're doing his album, but. Yeah, uh, right right now we got to do Tupac. So the moment you're all you you uh, the, this is the longest part. One, I I, 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 I can't I, I can't talk. Biden. One, one, no, this is the one, new one. longest part. One, <laughs> the moment's coming. Uh, you've been waiting, and now it's here. The review of All Eyes on Me, the season five series season season. There we go again. <laughs> season five finale, and uh, yeah, this is the longest part. One, I think. So it is. We're making history. First, the, this was the first hip hop double album. Man, first, shut up, yeah. Mel. Get to the, the weird first, noise. Uh, the first part one that's long. long I'm telling you, it's not the record. And the first double rap. No, I heard it when I was rewinding. Like, it's going to be broken up into two. I believe you now. Why am I still talking? Is this what this show is like? And disc two on the. Okay. Okay. I. That's. It's fucking weird. Um. Is there any way to reverse that? Because that's like. Sounds like it's been put in reverse. Whatever it is. I mean, yeah. There's a way, but like. I didn't upload this, so I don't know. Oh, hold on, let me let me open that Audacity and like record the screen or the uh, record the audio that's coming. And then yeah, out of my sound card. Okay, hold on. You can't hear because I got headphones on. Opening the thing, so I was playing it through my phone. Okay. All right, I played it at like 1.5, and I'll just slow it down when I thought it wouldn't take that long to record. Okay. All right, I'm I'm bouncing it as a wave. Okay. Jesus, there's always something in this world. Now is <sighs> car breaks, moves is a bad person, and now this. I'm not a bad right. person. I don't Here understand where you even got that from. All right, I'm going to play the message thing. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This is Zoo Pack. I fake my death in a suit, but I have to tell the truth to let the world know that Rock Rankings is the best podcast on the plane. Y'all listen to it every Wednesday in Cuba. Zell's sick and eat a dick up.
Wait, what? I've heard that before. You've played that on the show. Wait, there's more. Hold on, there's more after that. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, I remember doing that. That was a joke, but... Okay. Uh... Yeah, you sure you want me to play this? Because... I'm hearing it and God, I knew I shouldn't. All right, here we go with this thing. I didn't do this. I did the. I swear to you, Mules, I didn't do this. Okay, I did the other one. You know, obviously that was a joke. It's like a voice, but I didn't do this one. Yeah, you did it last season. You had Tupac call into the show. Yeah, I know, but this I did not do. This is Tupac Bleasy. My warning, Corey Elms has escaped the realm of the dead. He's coming back for revenge. You might wonder how I know this, since I'm not actually dead and hiding out somewhere in the remote region of nowhere. But it's because my homegirl's cousin was on as a medium, and she told my homegirl's cousin that the podcast wasn't great. Dang it. I figured it had to be you, because I don't know any other podcasts that have as many wacky problems as you so beware. By the way, season five is a classic. I love you. Moves and male rap rankings forever. <laughs> All right, Mal, very funny. Corey Holmes. Dog, I did not f***ing do that. Okay. That's Uh, not even like a similar... The one I... This is like, this is yelling. This is Zupac. I faked my death in the suit, but I had to tell the truth. That was fake. Okay. This this is Tupac Bleasy. My warning, Corey Elms has escaped the realm of the dead. He's coming back. For okay, me. what is <sighs> not this? Not not this. Not this again. So Tupac called in. Jesse, very funny. Okay, did you give him like our like captivate login info and he like so, re-uploaded the audio or something? Straight. Hold on. Tupac called in, which he already did before. That was show, me. And he called in to warn us that. Corey Elms has escaped the realm of the dead and then goes on to say he faked his death and season five is a classic. I didn't. This is Jesse, clearly, because you said he told you about this, right? Yeah, he's I listened to the whole episode and that wasn't in there. He's the one that told me to check out. this. He probably put it in. This is probably Jesse, man. Not, very funny. Very funny, Jesse. Yeah, Corey Elms. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's back. No, Corey Elms is back. Did you hear? I heard the fake Tupac. That was not. No, I don't believe that. That's. Can you please correct that immediately? Can you get the original record scratch back on there, please? Of course. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. What is going on in the world these days? I mean, he's just playing a prank. I don't really, I'm not reading too deep into it. Jesse, good one. That wasn't even on the, the like, voice generator site. I don't even how he, know how he got that voice. He probably looked up voice generator. There's probably another one out there that does the same thing, but they have different voices. Oh, my God. No, it's think about the it. Realm of the Dead. Think about it. Corey Elms has escaped the Realm of the Dead. Why do you how, sound excited about this? This and, is not a good thing. And and he's escaped the realm of the dead. Assuming it's not just Jesse messing around. Because 
I'll tell you why it's not real. He tells us, and then he says he faked his death. How would he know that Corey Elms has escaped from the realm of the dead and then go on to tell us he faked his death? Well, you didn't hear him. He said that, what do he say? Like his homegirl's cousin's aunt is a medium. Listen, what do you Hold on. This is Tupac Bleasy. My morning Corey Elms has escaped the realm of the dead. He's coming back for revenge. You might wonder how I know this since I'm not actually dead and hiding out somewhere in the remote region of nowhere. But it's because my homegirl's cousin's aunt is a medium. And she told my homegirl's cousin that the podcast wasn't great. Dang it. I figured it had to be you because I. So his homegirl's cousin's aunt is a medium. And that's how he knows. Yeah, he's in Norway. He's not it's dead. It's predicated on the same fake phone call that you played last season. No, I know. I'm saying, look, this is fake. Obviously, I don't know where do Jesse went Tupac to do it. Tupac faked but... his death. It's up in the air. I don't know. What do you want? The world's weird, man. I, I can't know for sure. Look, this, this is Jesse. This is Jesse. That's that's all I know. This is Jesse. Can we? <sighs> he's taking this third member thing too far okay we're what are we here to do today in the longest part one we're here to do enter the wu-tang 36 chambers i don't know how we got on this christ this is so disorienting this is oh okay you want to get into this i do i certainly do i mean yeah of course that's what that's what i come here for I certainly don't hear come here to hear freaking my puppy. Hey, that's a good record. Okay. You just you don't you not you not lit. So I don't want to hear from you. All right. Here we go. Wu Tang clan enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers. Enter the Wu-Tang, parentheses, 36 Chambers, is the debut studio album by Staten Island hip-hop group Wu-Tang Clan, released on November 9th, 1993 by Loud Records. Uh, I know them. In the late 1980s, cousins Robert Diggs, that's RZA, Gary Grice, that's Jizza, and Russell Jones, Old Dirty Bastard, formed a group named Force of the Imperial Master, also known as the All In Together Now crew. Each member recorded under an alias. Grice as the genius, Diggs as Prince Rakim or the scientist, and Jones as the specialist. The group never signed to a major label, but caught the attention of the New York City rap scene and was recognized by rapper Biz Marquis. Rest in peace. By 1991, the genius and Prince Rakim were signed to separate record labels. The genius released Words from the Genius in 1991 on Cold Chillin' Records, and Prince Rakim released Ooh, I Love You, Rakim in 1991 on Tommy Boy Records. Both were soon dropped by their labels. Uh, Embittered but unbowed, they refocused their efforts on new monikers. The genius became Jizza, uh, while Prince Rakim became Riza. Riza discussed the matter in the book The Wu-Tang Manual, stating, Tommy Boy made the decision to sign House of Pain over us. When they dropped me, I was thinking, damn, they chose a bunch of white boy shit over me. Well, listen, uh, Jizza, we got your back. There's a drop for that kind of thing. And you ain't black. That's what you should have told him. Uh, RZA began collaborating with Dennis Coles, later known as Ghostface Killer, another rapper from the Stapleton Houses in Staten Island. The duo decided to create a hip-hop group whose ethos would be a blend of Eastern philosophy picked up from Kung Fu movies, watered-down Nation of Islam preaching picked up from the New York streets, picked up on the New York streets, and comic books. That's a nice blend of elements, I suppose. 
Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers was recorded at Firehouse Studio in New York City. The album was produced, mixed, arranged, and programmed by RZA and was mastered at the Hit Factory in New York City by Chris Geringer. Geringer? Geringer? Geringer. Geringer. Because of an extremely limited... Geringer. Geringer. Because of an extremely limited budget, the group was only able to record in a small, inexpensive studio. With up to eight of the nine Wu-Tang members in the studio at once, the quarters were frequently crowded. To decide who appeared on each song, RZA forced the Wu-Tang rappers to battle with each other. This competition led to the track Meth vs. Chef, a battle between Method Man and Raekwon over the rights to rap on RZA's beat. The track was left off the Wu-Tang Clan's debut album, but surfaced on Method Man's debut, Takal, in 1995. Takal. Gosh darn it, they did it again to Old Mel. When I say to call, to cow, like a like a tick from California, tick cow. There we go, tick cow, tick cow. Okay, if I forget again, then y'all can call in and and call me slurs if you want. There you go. Um, group leader RZA produced "Enter the Wu Tang" thirty six chambers by creating uh, sonic collages from sample uh, classic soul samples and clips from martial arts movies such as Shaolin and Wu Tang. He complimented the rappers' performances with, quote, lean, menacing beats that evoke their gritty urban surroundings more effectively than their words, according to Stephen Thomas, Errol Wine of All Music. Uh, the use of soul samples in various esoteric clips and the technique by which RZA employed them in his beats was unique and largely unprecedented in hip-hop. The gritty sound of Enter the Wu-Tang is due, at least in part, to the use of cheap equipment to produce the album. According to music writer Ben Yu, the minimalist means of production plays directly into the music's, quote, street aesthetic, saying, because RZA didn't have the best mixing or recording equipment, the album is wrought with a dirty quality. The drums have more bass and are more hard-hitting than they are crisp and clean. The samples have an eerie, almost haunting type of echo. And the vocals, because each member's voice is already aggressive and gritty, perfectly match the production. Although Old Dirty Bastard is giving co-production credit on The Mystery of Chess Boxing and Method Man is co-credited for Wu-Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to F with, critics and admirers universally credit RZA with developing his signature style. Enter the Wu-Tang ushered in a new standard for hip-hop at the time, or at a time when hip-hop music was dominated by the jazz-influenced styles of A Tribe Called Quest, the Afrocentric viewpoints of Public Enemy, and the rising popularity of West Coast gangster rap. The album's explicit, humorous, and free associative lyrics have been credited for serving as a template for many subsequent hip-hop records. With the exception of Method Man and Jizz's Clan in the front, every song features multiple rappers contributing verses of varying lengths. The verses are essentially battle rhymes mixed with humor and outsized tales of urban violence and drug use. There is some debate about whether the lyrics on 36 Chambers are properly classified as gangster rap or something else entirely. In a stylist magazine review, writer Gavin Mueller evokes the bleakness of the Wu-Tang worldview. The lyrics reach back to New York's own rock hymn. Dense battle rhymes potent with metaphors. Each Wu MC links his rhymes to crime and violence, allowing his preoccupations to surface subtly and indirectly, rather than spouting off overt gangsta-isms designed to shock. The hood imagery of the lyrics is utterly pervasive and uncompromising. Immersing the listener in a foreign land smack in the middle of Wu, uh, Wu I want to say Wu York. Yeah. Have they had an album called Wu York yet? They might. They, they haven't. Maybe you can pitch that to Rizzo. <laughs> sure. Okay. Wu York coming soon. In the middle of New York. There is no celebration here and little hope. 
Gavin Mueller, well, get your white it, well, ass out it's of a here, bleak, okay? Well, it's a bleak life, and the people who live it are bleak. <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing in Ebert. Okay, that was a real, that was a real, that was a real. Look, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong. It's just it's real. It's real. He's white. That's all. Um, Ebert, Do you know that for sure. That he's white, Gavin yeah. Mueller. All right, let's see. This Mel might be looking stupid out here. Uh, nah, this man's looking white, bro. Okay. Well, Sean, I mean, listen, it could be a Sean King situation for sure. <laughs> or we don't know. And he don't know, maybe. But what What do I we think got this here? Is him. What his do we his got bio here? says, that? annoyingly, a media studies professor. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah, let me keep. Oh, let me play Eber first. That Wait, music from Detroit was happy and it believed in love and it was cheerful and it was musical and now yeah. you get this this music that is so sad and so angry well it's a bleak life and the music about it is often very bleak shout out to the homie ebert rest in peace now that's a that's a good white man i'll say as a black man i'm gonna say that ebert he checks out it's gavin mueller i don't know about him uh anyway don't dox him it's it's, it's jokes man i don't know this man all right where was i um gavin mueller right yeah, Gavin Muir. All nine original Yo, Wu-Tang instead Clan. Of, instead of Daily Double? <laughs> Gavin Muir. <laughs> Listen, Gavin Muir, if you're listening, best of love. You're, probably, you're fine. Be- best of love, as Mel would say, best of love. Uh, all nine original Wu-Tang Clan members contribute vocals on Enter the Wu-Tang. Master Killer only appears on one track, contributing the last verse on, of The Mystery of Chess Boxing. But all the other rappers appear on at least two songs. Method Man and Raekwon are the most prolific of the group, featured on eight tracks. Though the performers have widely differing techniques, the chemistry between them is a key ingredient of the album's success. Part of the album's title originates from the 5%er philosophy, or 5% philosophy, known to adherents as the Supreme Mathematics, which attaches the number nine with the meaning to bring into existence. Because the Wu-Tang Clan was made of nine members, each of whom has four chambers of the heart, the album was subtitled 36 Chambers. Okay, this, I, I didn't know that. Being the total of the nine hearts of the members. In reference to the 1978 kung fu film, The 36th Chamber of Shaolin, that the group enjoyed watching, the clan considered themselves as lyrical masters of the 36 chambers and arrived onto the rap scene while appearing to be ahead and more advanced over others with, quote, knowledge of 36 chambers of hip-hop music when everyone else in hip-hop was striving to attain the knowledge of 35 lessons. I love this, 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 like, this lore. This is great. Uh, Also, while the human body has 108 pressure points, one plus zero plus eight equals nine. Only the Wu Tang martial artists learned and understood that 36 of those pressure points are deadly. Nine plus 36 equals 45. Four plus five equals nine. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Uh, the lyrics and rhymes of the nine members are considered uh, to be as 36 deadly lyrical techniques for pressure points. All of this is the basis for the album title, Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, being that nine members, four chambers, 36. However, this is just a theory. The true significance of the title is not definitively known. The first part of the title was taken from the 1973 film, Enter the Dragon. The group released four singles for the album, Protect Your Neck, Method Man, Cream, and Can It All Be So Simple. Method Man reached number 69 on Billboard Hot 100 uh, and number 17 on the Billboard Hot Rap Tracks chart. Uh, the track gains significant airplay partly for its catchy refrain, which flips the refrain of Hall & Oates' Method of Modern Love. Uh, yeah, the M-E-T-H-O-D, man. 
uh, Cream, C-R-E-A-M, if you're white, was the first new single uh, to be released after the group signed with Loud slash RCA. It was the Wu-Tang Clan's most successful single, reaching number 60 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 8 on the Billboard Hot Rap Tracks chart. Single topped the Hot Dance Music slash Maxi Singles sales chart. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan's Can It Be All So Simple. Did I say Can It All Be So Simple earlier? My bad. Um, it is Can It Be All So Simple. Featuring yes. Ghostface Killer and Raekwon was the album's third single. The single fair fair fail fit I, 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 I can't talk yet. The single failed to chart on the Billboard Hot 100, but reached number 24 on the Hot Rap Tracks chart in 1994. Enter the Wu Tang 36 Chambers was received positively by contemporary critics. In an article for the source, the Ghetto Communicator, is that this person's pen name? Yes. Okay. Wrote. The record is harsh, but so is the world that we live in. All right, Ebert. Who is that? That wasn't Ebert that said it. Who was that after him? But the world we live in is often very bleak. Um, Roper. That's Roper. All right, Roper. Um, the record is harsh, but so is the world that we live in. For B-boys and girls who come from the core of the hard. Seriously. Seriously, the core of the hard. It was 1993, dude. And that wouldn't fly anytime. Just say hardcore. Like the core of the heart. That's like people say the book of face. I'm I'm about to like throw my glasses. I'm very upset about this. This is the most upsetting thing I've read in maybe any okay. The ghetto communicator. This is the hip hop album you've been waiting for. Entertainment Weekly said, with its rumble jumble of drum beats, peppered with occasional piano plunking. Enter has a raw, pass-the-mic flavor we haven't heard since rap was pop's best-kept secret. Okay. Uh, Ture was less enthusiastic in Rolling Stone. Praising we know the about him. Sound. Do we not? Do we not, though? Do we know about Ture? We know about Ture. Oh, okay. Uh, praising the album's sound, but noting that Wu-Tang are more ciphers than masterful creations. In refusing to commodify themselves, they leave blank the ultimate canvas, the self. He added, this is hip-hop you won't find creeping up the Billboard charts, but you will hear booming out of Jeep stereos in Wrong. all the right neighborhoods. It did creep up the Billboard charts, but good try. Yeah, apparently we just we just read it, and they were on the charts to some degree. Uh, however, Enter the Wu-Tang had surprising chart success, so there you go. Um, despite its raw underground sound, it peaked at number 41 on the Billboard 200 chart and reached number 8 on Billboard's top R&B slash hip-hop albums chart. The album continued to sell steadily and was eventually certified platinum by the RIAA, that is the Record Industry Association of America, on May 15th, 1995. Over time, Enter the Wu-Tang became one of the most highly regarded albums in hip-hop. The album was originally given a rating of 4.5 mics out of 5 in the Source magazine in 1994. However, it was given a classic 5 mic rating later in a later issue of the magazine. I guess their version of I Was and Trippin', I suppose. Um... Similar to the source, XXL Magazine gave the album a classic rating of XXL in its retrospective 2007 issue. In the book Spin Alternative Record Guide in 1995, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers has a critical rating of 8 out of 10 from Spin. In 2003, Rolling Stone named the album among the 500 greatest albums of all time, asserting that East Coast hip-hop made a return in 1993. The magazine later listed it as one of the essential albums of the 90s and 100 best debuts of all time. The source cited Enter the Wu-Tang as one of the 100 best rap albums while also naming Protect Your Neck slash Method Man and Cream among the 100 best rap singles. 
Namel Yan because you know these days when these uh, when these accolades. publications no the accolades but it's when always it's it's when they turn around years later after thing is accepted as like part of the canon they're like oh it was always I feel like just stand on it you know like it's not like they shit on it you gave it a four point five in right in like you know it's close to perfect. Like, listen, but when you know what? No, do, I was effing tripping. Yeah, I was going to say, our whole show is based on being able to go back. And- right. No, it's not that they go back and change it. I think that's completely fine. But it's like, I noticed with a lot of these albums that are accepted as the canon, they go back and give it a perfect rating. And it's like, well, hold on. Do you actually think it's perfect? Or do you just recognize its value in hip hop now? Like, are we rating it on its value or on your enjoyment of the album? You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's why we have our own show where we do things our way. So MTV declared it among the greatest hip hop albums of all time. While Blender named the album among the 500 CDs you must own. Oliver Wang. Oh no. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Oh no. <laughs> oh no, no, it wasn't his net. No, what's, the, what's the wrong freaking, with Oliver Wang? Nothing. The notes, the notes, they like, they, the page went, it scrolled up. It's some sort of ghost. Maybe Corey. Yeah. Author of classic material, the hip hop album guy described it as quote or described it quote as timeless an album as hip hop has ever seen. Uh, publications based outside of the United States have acclaimed thirty six chambers as well. Australia's Juice magazine placed it at number forty on its one hundred greatest albums of the nineties, and Les and Rock Les and Rock Cubitables. Okay. Ranked it number 59 on a list of 100 best albums from 86 to 96. We don't know about them because we can't pronounce it. <laughs> we don't know about them. In naming Enter the Wu-Tang one of the 50 best albums of the 1990s, Pitchfork Media staff member Roley Pemberton summed Roley up the album's criti- That guy. We know about We know about guess him. It is, guess it is back. <laughs> Meek Mill's Nom de Plume. Yeah. Uh, summed up the album's critical recognition by writing... This is the sound of accidental fame. Something as unique and unusual as this record. No, is make him sound like it. Cletus the Slapjaw Yokel from The Simpsons. I'm tired of Pemberton. After he called Julio Santana a retard. Accidental fame. Something as unique and unusual as this record ain't supposed to find itself at the height of commercial viability. It's supposed to smolder underground, hidden from the view of mainstream America. You know, them left hars who surely would not be ready for such a challenge. But America was ready, in part because this one challenged convention, not listeners. Sure, it's sloppy drum programming, bizarre song structures, and unpolished song quality. <laughs> My bad. Sound quality. Disturbed commercial rap purists. But the talent was so inherent and obvious, and the charisma so undeniable, that it propelled the Wu-Tang Clan to the height of the rap game. Who boy? And today stands not just as the hip-hop classic that introduced the concept of obscure thematic characters, each member's name references old kung fu movies, but also bridge the gap between traditional old school sensibilities and the technical lyricism of today. <laughs> there you go. Roly, you did it again, pal. Great review. In a retrospective review, the certified Mool's <laughs> added this. The certified not homie, Robert Christigal. Yes, because we know about him. Uh, we found out for sure. Uh, what was it? The Pac it. review? We was it the Pac review? found out. Yeah, I think yeah. so. He was wildly. Uh, found the Wu-Tang Clan, quote, grander and 
quote, goofier than their West Coast contemporaries and concluded, expect the masterwork this album's reputation suggests and you'll probably be disappointed. It will speak directly only to indigenous hip hoppers. Expect a glorious human mess as opposed to the ominous platinum product of their opposite numbers and you will realize the dope game is in everyone's dead end street. Stop talking about stuff that you want the dope game and it's Robert Christigal, man. Uh, in 2010, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers was included in the book 1,000 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. I have that book, actually. Um, well, you heard it. Yeah, all right. Is there, like, uh, a checklist in the back of the book? I think there is, actually. If there's not, there are failure as an institution. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I don't want to have to put the check mark next to, like, in the pages, you know? No, no, you want yes. it in the back. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's a lot of info because this is part of the hip hop. Longest part you know? one of all time. This is definitely the longest part one. But a lot to all cover right. and a stupid prank by Jesse. So, Jesse, All right. Discuss personal experiences with the album. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, at the end of season five or, you know, in the middle of season five when we were teasing this thing and, uh, you know, this is this season, this Wu Tang season. This is my first time diving into Wu Tang. Never heard a Wu Tang album in full. Any other members, I believe. So this is is it. I've I think heard you might have heard songs Supreme, in passing. You may have heard Supreme Clientele years ago. I may have played it for you. Right. You may have. You may have done that as a part of our curriculum. Um, sounds familiar. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is a group that I've enjoyed things from in passing in my 28 years of life, always been willing to go down, just been waiting for the right time. But now we're doing, this is the right time. This is the right time. time. And you know, know? this season we're going to do in the main line, we're doing, uh, all 10 members. Eventually another member is added. So we have all 10 members of the Wu-Tang clan. Uh, as well as this album and Wu-Tang Forever. And on Patreon, we're doing Supreme Clientele. We're doing Takao 2000, only built for Cuban Links 2, and the W. So this will be as good an intro to the Wu-Tang catalog as can possibly be given. And there are plenty more places to go from here, unlike the Jay-Z season afterwards. That's right. So. Um, So yeah, your background was you hadn't heard this album, right? Knew about this album for many, many years, obviously. How could you not? You know, I'm familiar with the cover, uh, the the cover artwork. Um, You know, I knew it existed. I I knew I would eventually go down the Wu-Tang rabbit hole. How many songs from it were you familiar with when you finally did listen to it this week? Um, Protect Your Neck. Uh, Cream, obviously. Um... Let me, let me pull up the track list just to make sure. Uh, yeah, Cream, uh, Protect Your Neck. And I've seen the, the title, The Mystery of Checks, Checks Boxing. Is that what you do at the factory, the cereal factory? That's the Mystery the of Checks store. Boxing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I've seen that title, but I never heard the song. Okay. But, uh, that's really it. You never heard Routine Clan ain't nothing to fuck with prior to. Oh you know? right, yeah, that one too. Well, I always thought that was just a phrase. I didn't know that was like an actual song. Okay. So yeah, 
Um, so most of this is new to you. Yeah. And listen, folks, I admit that freely because I'm not trying to look cool. Like I know, I don't know. I'm here to learn. All right. <laughs> you know, I'm here to learn. I'm open to learning. The difference between me and these other whippersnappers is I'm not going to doo-doo on it on something I haven't heard. Call it old and washed and dusty. I, I want to hear it. I want to see what's going on. You want to hear it before you call it old and washed and dusty. What's your background info? Um, well, I'm from New York, so obviously can't really escape this group. Um, I don't know. This is like a weird one for me because it's one of those things that just like as long as I was aware of music and music artists and stuff like that for as long as I kind of paid attention to that kind of stuff, they've been there. So they first were like on the periphery and, you know, I'd hear like Method Man on people's songs and stuff like that. I don't know the exact moment that I decided to actually start going into their music, like as a group and as solo artists, like I don't really think I can exactly pinpoint when that was, but... Hmm. I know that like my interest stemmed primarily from like wanting to hear more Method Man and liking what I had heard of Ghostface and wanting to hear more. So okay. I kind of went into their catalog in an, in a weird way. I didn't do it like we're doing it right now. So, like, I might have went to Iron Man by Ghostface first. Then I might have went to to Cal 2000. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't going in any sort of order. So I can't remember exactly when I heard this one. Like, in what order I heard this one. But, I, I mean, this has been an album that, I think I've listened to it front to back maybe maybe like three or four times, like not as much as you'd probably think. But there are songs mm-hmm. from it that I've played maybe hundreds of times. Okay. So with Wu-Tang, especially like the depth of the catalog, you know... There's, I'm almost interested this season to find out what my favorite album is because I've never actually sat down to rate all of them and I think I know but I'm not 100% sure for instance when I first heard Iron Man I think I was telling you this on the phone for two or three years I had a copy of Iron Man that I downloaded that was missing the last four songs okay no it was missing the last three songs my bad it was missing the last three still funny but it wasn't until three years later that i heard the three songs that i had missed so it's weird it's like it's fuzzy but i know that i know this by the time that wu-tang showed up in the indie movie Coffee and Cigarettes with Bill Murray, I already okay. knew who they were, and I already had heard their music. 
by the time Wu-Tang Financial was on Chappelle's show, I was already very well acquainted with them. So it must right. have been sometime in high school. Okay. It's a bit of a blur when exactly it was, though, and what my starting point is. But this is not an album that I played front to back a lot like I did with like Iron Man, which I thought I played front to back, but I played front to almost back. <laughs> you know, that, that reminds me, actually, I guess I would have a bit more background info because growing up watching the Chappelle show, it was like my dad in sixth grade. I always thought it was like an original Chappelle joke when he's like doing that skit where he's like in the hospital and he's like, they put my balls up on a dresser and they just bang them. She's like, bow. <laughs> like, I always thought it was him being funny. Right. And then like, I finally heard this album. I'm like, oh, he was recreating the Wu-Tang the skit. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know? Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Okay. So <laughs> it was, it was great when I heard this on the album. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. That's what this is from. Very funny. I want to say uh, like, oh, two, oh, two, oh, three. I started actually checking out the albums. And of course, cause okay. he's in the news again. I was obsessed with the Limp Biscuit DJ Premier Method Man song from the Significant Other album, uh, and together now. Okay. Classic song. Well, you talked about it uh, many times. Many times, because I'm such a fan of the song. <laughs> if someone Easy. wants to like make a custom piece of art for me, real art, not that fake shit. Mm-hmm. Um and do a painting and it's like the video and it's like Fred Durst, Method Man and DJ Premier. I'd, I'd hang it on the wall. I'm not going to lie to you. Wow. Uh, shout out to Fred Durst. I hear he's uh, popping back up. He's on the back side. with the dad vibes, he says. Uh, yeah. So new album, Dad Vibes, coming soon. Yeah. But we're not here well, to discuss Limp Biscuit today, although he is a friend of the Woo. And the only dad vibes we're here to talk about are maybe Mel's dad, who's a great man, or Cam is like, who's also a great man, known as the father. Well, hey, we can tell his dad, too. You know, my dad is great, but uh, you know who else is great? Uh, Let's give it up for some of the Wu-Tang, some of the fathers in the Wu-Tang, great dads. (laughs) We actually have a drop for that. Uh, I got to find it because it's been so long. Um, And it's so uh, specific. Here we go. Uh. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being such a great husband. Thank you for being such a wonderful father. (laughs) There you go. That's to all the the husbands and fathers in Wu-Tang and and worldwide. That's right. Because all that said, and now this is the longest part one. It's the longest. I'm sorry, folks. It's time to... Sorry, it's just there's a lot. We, we were off for a week. There's a lot to catch up on. There's a lot to un to unload. You know, there is. So, yeah, and and it's just look. We're about to enter the thirty six chambers. We're entering yeah. the Wu Tang where there are thirty six chambers. Right. So yeah. Okay. Well, I'm ready to walk in. If you are, let's do it. Mules and Mel enter the Wu Tang season six. Right after this. 
Okay, Mules, I need you to follow me on this one. Just just trust me. I know this goes probably against uh, everything <laughs> you believe in, but it's a, it makes sense. The joke makes sense. All right. So, are, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What did Jesus Christ say when he walked in his house to introduce himself to his dad? Who's his dad? <laughs> By the way, I'm Jewish. Uh, God would be his dad. Oh, oh, what up, God? Well, yes. Yeah, you, you got halfway there. I was like, it's actually this. Yo, it's the God, God. <laughs> okay, good intro. <laughs> yeah, you know, there you go. <laughs> Listen, I I got clearly I've revealed that I got a pop out of like that uh that part in the in the in the, in the album where Ghostface comes in and <laughs> explaining how that boy got shot. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny, and he we're uses God a million times. We're not there. We have, oh, God, we have to first you. approach Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang yeah. sword style. Oh, all that, all of that. So. What do you say? Let's get into it, man. This Rav, I love it. It's the only thing in my life. It's the I only got. thing going. I'm looking around. I'm I'm looking at what's out there, browsing the different, you know, uh, outlets for entertainment, and I'm just not seeing. It's just not like it used to be. Maybe I'm getting old. Maybe, I'm getting, maybe old. I'm getting old too, or maybe they're just getting bad. You know, what's the, this principal Skinner meme? No, it's the kids that are wrong. You know, right? That's maybe. Right. Look, every I'm 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 down Baddington. Okay, listen. You know, my life's all messed up. I got to reply to Dan. He he sent me. Well, a if IG. you're down Baddington, then I'm up Goodington. <laughs> up Goodington. All right. Yeah, look, it's just, folks. I'm doing this rap, and I'm trying to not you know, drive off a bridge. So Dan, everybody else who I need to reply to, my mom, my brother, Sanga, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to do this rap. That's all. I'm just trying to do this rap. It's all I got. So you want to get into it? We have to. It's technically we're contractually obligated for the next couple of years to get into it. <laughs> Funny thing is we aren't actually contractually obligated, but we basically are because we work on like a, you know, we have our own mules and mail like honor system contract. It's just, you know, right. and, and a certain, it's almost like there's a syllabus that needs to be ran through before we even consider abandoning this. So that's right. Uh, so. You're stuck with us and we're stuck with you for the next several years. It seems it's, it seems that way. And so that's why we're going to have to track one, bring the ruckus produced yes. by Riza. Well, folks, it's been a lot of worry, a lot of concern. What's Mel going to think about these? Wu-Tang I'm officially going members? to say this right now. Okay. I first of all. Oh crap! <laughs> first of all, I don't. I don't give a damn what what ratings you give. But I'm I'm going to let it play out. I trust the process. Oh, good. Uh, that, I trust the seemed- process. Well, I mean, it partially worked out for Philadelphia. So, hey, maybe it'll work out for Rab. Trust in the process. Well, my finger slipped, which told on me. Uh, you have nothing to worry about yet, folks. This is a seven minus for me. Well, we know that seven minuses in Mel. No, stop. That's that is. You uh, researched the song, made sure that it was if it was acceptable to not like or if it was too <laughs> beloved to hate, 
And if it's too beloved to so hate, false. you give it that dreaded so seven minus. So false. Um, this is a notion that was put forth by Jesse, the third member, that the Mel seven minus is really like just like a. And it's a theory that I've ran with ever since. I mean, it was. It's a false you know, theory. Jesse, Flimsy. my my Rudolph Giuliani, you know, gave me some good <laughs> ammo to to. And I'm just letting the people know I'm spreading this information to our constituents. That's all. God. All right. Well, listen, I'll play it again properly. Seven minus for me. What is, what is this for you? I give this uh, Bring Daruckus. By the way, whole album is produced by RZA uh, with uh, what? Two production credits. Two co production credits along the way. Yeah. So this one's produced by RZA. Um, I give this one a flat seven. Ding me, baby. Okay. All right. Well, I think I think we're off to a good start, but things will pick up much more from here, in my opinion. Okay. well, speaking of good starts, Mel is, quite frankly, a slut for good world building and lore. You know, I love that stuff Um, when when it's pulled off, when they actually propose something that's interesting. Like the Wu Tang Clan, okay, with these, with these, with these uh, kung fu movies and just the way that these thirty six chambers. I got to say, I'm on board just off top from like just reading about what I'm getting into. So it comes it's, on. We got these it's atmospheric bites. though, right? You get this uh, Shaolin versus Wu Tang uh, film soundbite. Oh, come on! You know on. about it's... the Shaolin shadow boxing and the Wu Tang sword style. <laughs> if what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Do you think your Wu-Tang sword can defeat me? On guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. I, I gotta bring say... Bring the motherfucking ruckus, boom, right in. Well, but before we bring the ruckus, that that section is mildly erotic to Mel. Which is a good... Don't worry, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay? I mean, think about it. Do you think your Wu-Tang sword can defeat me? On guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. Okay, it's, it's a good time about swords. Okay, maybe Mel is a brain is just perpetually in the gutter. I don't know, but it's it's, it's that, erotic yeah. to me. But I enjoy it. I enjoy. I, that I wouldn't use the word erotic to describe it. I would use the words atmospheric. I think it plunges <laughs> you into this world immediately. Okay, well, it does. It successfully does that. And the beat and these samples in. are always. I'll just say throughout this album, are not just stuck at the front of a track they'll be reintroduced into songs uh in this song it'll come back up again later on you know riz is the master of this the master huh of the film dialogue samples in well you rap know songs well i'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing about this beat um the beat's fine to me uh it's good um and you say he's the master and i'm thinking about how like these samples that are like, you know, coming in and out. It sounds like, almost forms like a quilt. It feels like a quilt of, of samples underneath. It's like he's stitching all this stuff together. Yes. And, you know, you got like this, like this, is, I don't even know how to describe it. This ringing sound, like a, it sounds like the music you'd hear when a person's like creeping around in like a, a TV movie, like a TV horror movie. It's like these horn stabs, stuff cutting in and out. That and I, you know, yeah. And, 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 and I say all that to say, you know, this feels like a, a more sinister, dustier, more organized Quasimodo experience. Okay. Like, because when you said the master, I'm thinking, huh, 
Well, it's definitely good. But like now, so far on the show, we've probably done three distinct albums, this one included, where it's like the style of sampling is sort of like this. I would say this, The Further Adventures of Laura Quaz and, and uh, Mfu. Like okay. they all have that atmospheric quality to them. Right. Um, but there's a difference. Okay. Mm food is from 2004. True. Lord Quaz is from 2005. This is and 1993. This is right. So I guess he would be the master. The guy who introduced this, like the, the idea that you can weave, you know, film sound bites well, in songs. I mean, you could argue like there's a little bit of that going on, like a similar sort of thing going on with on the KMD album even mm-hmm. um which is MF Doom you could talk about De La Soul obviously Prince Paul very famous for his sampling uh the BC Boys Paul's Boutique very sample heavy album but these film samples really immersing you in the world and the ethos of the artists themselves right yeah it successfully does that because like you can come out the gate and be like yeah we're Wu-Tang we got 36 chambers and then the music just sounds like every other you know artist out at the time but luckily that didn't happen luckily it's not a gimmick it's a genuine appreciation right they brought that whole trunk of genuine appreciation with them into the studio you know so it doesn't come across as like hokey or just fill in space like this is as essential as the raps you know, a lot of times you hear albums like, you know, incorporating things like this. And I'm kind of like, all right, you know, I'm guilty of it myself where I've just like thrown some stuff in the beat, like stuff that I like. But it's like, all right, this should fill some space for like a minute or, you know, but like this doesn't feel like it's in here just to be here. You know, uh, it's a part of the story. Well, so, he sets the precedent too. this is track one of their first album. Right. So throughout the course of this season, we'll hear a lot of Kung Fu samples and not just Kung Fu, but, you know, as we get closer to like something like Cuban links, Mm -hmm. we'll hear a sample from, you know, something from like Scarface or the killer from John Woo, uh, who directed face off now. John Woo. I know John Wick. No, you got to know know John John Woo. I know John Woo. Um, you know, well, on uh, what's it called? Ghostface Iron Man like opens up with the. It's a, um, it's like a. Tony Stark. No, no, Tony but there Stark is. Tale? You do get that on Supreme Clientele. Supreme oh. Clientele opens up with. I can't remember if. Like Iron Man opened up with something from like an old black exploitation movie or if it opened up with like maybe dialogue from South Central but I think I'm getting that mixed up with a Tame One album. Oh uh, man. So look at this guy. He's like, "Oh, I got so much hip hop knowledge, I can't keep track of it." There's a lot of a lot of uh there's a lot of files in my brain. Mm. But right now we're talking Bring the Ruckus and this opens up with Ghostface. Um, I think it's an iconic Well, I mean, it opens up with, with RZA saying exactly oh, yeah. what well, you just said. Bring, bring the motherfucking, motherfucking ruckus. ruckus. <laughs> it's very amusing to me. And, and, and effectively aggressive. I like it. I, I, I feel think, like I, I think the ruckus it totally is being works. Rocked. Yeah. As a chorus, bring the motherfucking ruckus, bring the motherfucking ruckus, bring the, mo- bring the motherfucking ruckus. <laughs> it works because 
there's a total commitment to to bringing the ruckus <laughs> aggression that needs to be delivered to pull this off. So yes. yeah, I love Rizza on here, but the first verse is Ghostface, and the beat drops out a little bit for that Ghostface. Catch the blast of a hype burst. Boom. Beat comes in. My Glock bursts. Right with my Glock bursts. Leaving a hearse, I did worse. You know, he came in. He sounds good. I'll say, Ghostface, this is... He'll sound better on this album overall. And as he progresses in his career, I think his style and delivery matures a little bit. He sounds really rugged and raw on here. But I love that opening line. I think he sets it off nicely. Uh, Raekwon's up next. Well, Raekwon. the thing about... <laughs> um, I don't do this for every song, but this one in particular, just what with it kicking off the album and me getting acquainted with the members and their styles and everything, I did do the thing that I do occasionally where like, I rank the verses within the song. Okay. And I'll say this. I have, here, I'll tell you this. For me, Jizza okay. has the best verse on the song. Um, hold on. Let me scroll down to the bottom. I agree. He has I, the I best agree. verse on the whole song. That's just me. Like he came the it's hardest. He had the I got best. Here in my notes, he got the best lines. He got off the best shit on the whole song. Um, the I do like the beat. It's not one of my favorites on the album. Um, I like when it sounds like the beat machine is like overheating or like running out of memory then it goes back into that kung fu sample then it goes right back into the beat again i think that's cool um the chorus Ghostface opening line jizz's verse that's the essential stuff on here for me but raekwon and inspector deck were not whack by any means i just think you know they have better performances later on well i'll just tell you now um to me um it's actually jizza Jizz is like 1A, Inspector Deck 1B. Okay. Then Ghostface, then Raekwon. You like Raekwon the least on here? Yes. Okay. And, okay, we'll we'll get into it. I have have some some thoughts for Raekwon across this whole album. But um, Ghostface coming in here says a line where it's like, oh, I understood that reference. It's like, oh, shit, Wu-Tang Clan sparked the wicks in. However, I mastered the trick just like Nixon. And I'm like, oh, right, because his name was like Tricky Dick, right? Yeah, that was like his whole thing, you know? Uh, it just got me thinking. It was like, why would you, why would you like <laughs> elect somebody with such a, like a dubious nickname? It kind of seems like it's right there in front of you. Tricky Dick, I don't know. Anyway, Raekwon, I just wrote he was okay. He, he was, was fine. He was okay. I think it's he fine. does his thing on here, but there's not like a single line, in my opinion, on this verse that I'm going to point to and say, nah, that's, that's an all time right. quotable in Raekwon's catalog. It's just, and that's it's how fine. I felt. It's, how I it's felt. fine. Inspected that came in. He was my favorite thus far. You know, okay. I rip it hardcore like porno flick bitches. You know, I love that line. I roll with groups of ghetto bastards with biscuits. I love calling guns biscuits, so I pop for that. Uh, you know, the roughness, yes, the rootness, ruckus. You know, and of course, you gotta you'll, pop uh, for the no. You like biscuits from Ghostface Pretty Tony album? It's like track two. Oh, biscuits! Well, yeah, I, I love this. Trife to God. Quick aside, I gotta say something. Popeye's biscuits. They used to be better to me. Now I can't even get through a whole one. I don't know. Maybe I've just salty. grown out of them. It's not like a saltiness. It's just like the the 
the, the dry? D- density thickness of it okay. like it's just i just feel like i'm and this isn't new everybody knows about these things like oh you know you'd be feel like you're in the desert you need a drink it's not even that it's just like it's so much biscuit it's like how am i supposed to eat this it's not it's how i feel sometimes you're saying it's too it's too granular yeah yeah it's too like chalky and like Mm. thick it's it's not like flaky you know know how i feel about popeyes since that sandwich debuted and the rest of their food fell off folks you don't want to face it but they fell off they got too hype off that sandwich and and they and they let everything else go down and sandwich then, tastes like poison to me now too and now it this sandwich poison. ain't even hitting it just yeah anyway it is but the popeyes it's not the taste that's the problem they taste good i just can't get through well you know anymore. what's funny you can get through a kfc biscuit they're very airy but they're flavorless right they have like no you know? salt or butter on them they're just like <laughs> no very way. bland you know the 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 we need the airiness of the kfc bit kfc can just put some butter or salted butter on their biscuits and really and and right they get like a couple points off of it you know like they could go from a six to an eight you never know like just put a little bit of seasoning on a kernel dang it's just I, I kfc even though there are menu items there that are still good um and like i think their new sandwich is pretty decent mm-hmm. um the, the new crispy still chicken haven't haven't gotten to try i get like very jail food vibes from them especially from the sides and uh, it's like you know it's like hey warden can i have a honey mustard like no fuck you and, you know like they don't love you over there they don't love uh, you they don't love you anywhere well that's true there's no love, love you anywhere ain't no love not in kfc ain't no love uh Especially at KFC, especially at Popeyes, they treat you like they don't even want. I you. feel like the KFC biscuits are really airy because they don't want to spend money on giving you a hearty biscuit. Right? They're just they like just, you, fuck they're you. skimping. They're skimping, right. man. You know, and like who can blame them? As J Cole would say, in these times, you got to skip. I, but they were I'm skimping blaming. before these times. I'm blaming. Let me tell you, I, I got a note. It is about I was I went to the Popeyes like a few mornings ago, uh, a few mornings ago. That's a weird metric, <laughs> but first time in many months because I don't trust the place anymore. But it was just like, there they go. There they go censoring us again. Who who's their parent company, folks? You see Popeyes. Are they, are they one of them yum brands? No, they're part of like like entertainment brand or like. Restaurant Brands Incorporated, their own, the same people that own Burger King since the most shady thing in the world, the biggest fucks of all time. These people, it's ridiculous. Yeah, Restaurant Brands International. Yeah, well, let me go. tell you something, RBI. You can't censor rap. All right, they tried to stop me because I was trying to tell the tale of when I went through the drive-through. I let me try. I was saying it was one of those mornings where. It was like a few weeks ago, and I was like, I don't particularly love myself. So I just went in there because there wasn't, you know, just I, I, I just wanted to eat something. I didn't even want anything good. I just didn't want to think about being hungry. So I went in there, first time in months. I get to the drive-thru. It's like noon, okay? And I'm like, yeah, let me get one of them sandwiches. They're like, it's going to be five to eight minutes on the sandwich. Keep in mind, the place is just, you know, it's been open for like an hour now. So I'm like, what? <laughs> What do you, and I don't want to wait on Popeyes, a brand that has fallen on completely hard times. So I'm like, okay, well, let me try some of these new nuggets they're selling. You know, the nuggets they selling now. I'm like, yeah. 
So let me get in the nugget. You know what this man tells me? This man tells me, um, oh, my nugget's frozen. What? First of all, they not yo nuggets. Second of all, what are they frozen for? What do you even have at this place? What is? What do you, you know have? about this Popeyes? These are the same Popeyes that wouldn't sell you the sandwich after five p.m. Yeah, and, and the speculation was they had the sandwich. They just were tired of making it, you know, or you, they were, you know, trying to ration so they would stop. So it just, man. Anyway. I got ruckus for Popeyes, but this isn't the point of this review, and this isn't to bring the ruckus for Popeyes. Although they deserve all the ruckus, okay? It's about it's about this 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 track one. This and it's just just no, folks. I'm just trying to warn you. Don't go to that Popeyes. All right? They just they nuggets is frozen. They gonna make you wait for the sandwich that ain't even no, good. No, not their more. nuggets are frozen. His nuggets, yeah, his are nuggets. frozen. Yeah, my nuggets frozen. Like. I mean, I guess like, uh, well, you know, okay, this man takes pride in his work, I suppose. You, know you can look at yeah. it that way. Uh, who said that? The guy at Popeye's or Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining? <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You got look, anything man. for this uh, Bring the Ruckus? Yeah, be back anything to the else? Ruckus that needs to be brought. Yeah, inspect the deck. He comes back. He's like uh, stabbing up the pad with the vo- with the vocab crab. I scream on your ass like your dad, and and I, I pop for that. That's a great line. That's that's a that's just a that's a great line. Um, and you know I'm like, all right, they're heating up now. Like the verses, like okay, inspector deck, and then Jizza comes in. Okay, Ooh, this money and, verse. This oh, a money it's, verse. A, it's a money verse. And let me tell you, spoiler on this album, there are multiple money verses. Like I actually refer to them as perfect verses. They're perfect front to back it happens multiple times on this album but this isn't one of them but this is a good verse it's like yo i'm gonna reference one of my favorite 1980s horror movies on this jizz verse as well so you know i thought for that that creeping up on site now it's fright night fright night but then after it listen to me uh, all-time quotable is my wu-tang slang is mad fucking dangerous let me tell you about that when i first heard that I pop because I'm like, yo, this is a wild, like impromptu, like non rhyme. But then I realized it was a rhyme. And yes. like, not to be a rap nerd about this, but I guess we call this an internal rhyme. He's like, my Wu Tang slang is mad fucking dangerous. It's slang is dangerous. That That's the rhyme, you know? But coming after the line before, it sounds like he just like broke that the scheme. Like and he just, just broke the scheme, dropped the flow. Right. But... And just, just, just so he can say that, which is great. You know, but no, there still is a rhyme in there, you know, and, uh, you know, that was my rapper brain activated. And then this that, verse, man, then that more deadly than the stroke of an axe, chopping through your back, then you get like, that. <laughs> <laughs> Giving bystanders heart attacks. This is how you rap, man. This is how you rap. Okay. And this, you know what? It's crazy because Jizza, he's known as the genius. A lot of people say he's boring. They say is that? It, I mean, you have. I mean, to look, keep... I'm new to the Wu Tang. Don't let me come in here and start talking all crazy. But I you think to... y'all might be, y'all might be you, tripping. You have to keep listening throughout his career. His music is sometimes a little da- like I'd say like a little down tempo, and he's a little more like restrained in his delivery than some of the other guys. You know, when you're. Okay. But here's the thing: when you're in a group with people like ODB and Method Man, just like two of the great showmen in rap, in my opinion it's easy to be overshadowed as a personality, right? Mm. But you can't say that on this song that Jizza is boring. 
he brings no, the same level of intensity that everybody else brings. Right. And I'll, and I'll tell you something else, man. Um, there's a part when he's rapping, like, first of all, uh, the line, I'm more rugged than slave man boots. I mean, that, 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 I mean, you know, and you ain't black. So, so, so maybe they're not you mules, but anyone listening, if they don't like that, you ain't black. Um, although they probably shouldn't, <laughs> but that, that's a good line. You know, I think about slaves and boots and they're probably rugged. There's ain't not a craft, no shoes back then, but you gotta love that. I break loose and trample shit while I stomp above yep. in that ass. Cause I'm straight out the swamp. Like it's just, you know, the way they, like accent certain words and emphasize certain things and just like it's the i guess it's them wu-tang styles i you it's, know it's like the wu-tang chambers and it's the chambers i'm glad and that the we're already and, i think folks were off to a good start Wu is for the children and we know about mel he likes cartoons marvo <laughs> so if wu-tang is for the children we know about wu-tang mel's gonna love it well i'll tell you this this is this is one of the last things I had to say. There's a part during the Jizzaverse. So I'm trying to find it. I'm skimming this. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Okay, it's like... Hold on. Let me, hold on. This part. When the beat switches in that... Okay, listen. That was a wacky male part. And I said, this reminds me, I can only call this the music they play right before commercial when a kid gets in trouble in like a show. Overall, uh, these these little nuances, these little touches that RZA adds to his production caters to the wacky Mel sensibilities. Oh, look, bro, look. This is, I heard that, and I'm like, if they would have played that when 11th grade Mel's laptop was borrowed by his dad and Google autocomplete snitched him out, you would have heard that, and then it would have went a real to life game over screen, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. It's great. So that was I, I pop for that moment. I, I like listen, you kids out there that are listening, my fellow kids. I know how you love these beat switches. These aren't exactly beat switches that happen in these movies, but they're like beat, 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 beat asides, beat beat moments beat pockets like they're like a quick little two bar or one bar moment and then it come back. it's good stuff it's good stuff so the last thing i'll say is um when jizza says uh slip up and get fucked like suzette i was like who's suzette so i went to the bad website because sometimes the line is like i don't like i actually Be do want to know on there mel vet it with uh oh i other, know because especially wu-tang especially wu-tang songs because we know how white people love wu-tang is probably annotating all. There's definitely some some white boys on shrooms coming up with their own interpretations <laughs> of some of this stuff. You got to be careful. I got to be careful. I got to be careful. But uh, I actually got a pretty solid explanation here. Um, so the Suzette, it says Suzette was a prostitute in Jizz's projects that got banged all the time. Rizza said it in the Wu Tang manual. So he said, for a long time, everyone assumed that he's just using the term Suzette generically just to mean any old ho. But I actually do remember a girl named Suzette from Shaolin, oh and I God. do think she got fucked a lot. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey. That was very funny to me. Toxic, sure. Problematic, yes. Funny, absolutely. So that's really all I got for bringing the ruckus. I think the ruckus was brought. I could see this going up to like a flat seven for me in the future. You know, Ooh, this is my flat first seven, folks. Give it up oh, for this, look, look this brave soul willing to put hip hop on his back. <laughs> 
and give this a flat seven. Wow. Thank you for your your contributions and your sacrifices to this for uh, just this uh, formative genre for me. You know, you're welcome. You got anything else left to say about bring the ruckus? Um, no, I don't. All right. Well, we can move on. We're making good time. Our standard like first track, thirty minutes, something like that. You know, yeah. almost. Yeah. All I right. Don't, I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't sweat the technique, you know. Uh, I've only noticed this because you actually pointed it out once that like the first track in like thirty minutes. So I'm not saying you sweat the technique, but you notice the technique. They got the Wu Tang style. We got the Rab Tang style. You know, Rab Tang style uh, dictates that you must spend twenty five to thirty minutes on the first track of every album. Thirty six chambers. Fuck it. We'll give you thirty seven seasons. <laughs> You go over 36 and 36. All right. Because we got to uh, enter the next chamber. <laughs> Track two, Shame on a Nigga, produced by RZA. Um, okay. Six plus. We know about this guy. Folks, <laughs> we know about this guy. It was a false flag all along. A dog oh, whistle. Don't do all, this. Stop. And many. Stop doing this. Somebody going to throw a brick through my window and it's going to be your fault. No, nope, it was going to be, be on your fault. hands. You said the words, not me. I said the words, but you made the words sound worse than they are. I said the words and all that's going to happen is I'm going to be sitting down in my house because, you know, I can't go. You nowhere said the words. My car you is said, broke and I, I going to throw base. I'm going to start no base. They're going to throw the brick through the window and yell, Wu-Tang! It's going to hit me upside the head. I'm going to be bleeding. I'm going to call mules. And I'm going to be like, see, I told you. And you're just going to I'm going to be like, thank God you're alive. No, you're not. Because we know about you. You're a bad person. You're going to laugh at me. not a and, bad and, person. And you're going to make me get on the mic and do a rap with a concussion. Throwing up all over the episode, getting dizzy. It's going to be bad times. Sound like anyway. Biden. On, Biden on the beat. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, it's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, I gave it a six plus. What, what, what did what did you give it? I give it a eight minus. Wow, shame on a cracker for thinking that he's more blacker. <laughs> Where's my drop? Oh, we about to fill the random. <laughs> oh, I got you. All right, let me see, uh, Jesse. I gotta, I keep him in the folders that he sends, but I need to like break some, some of, of these off get into dra- the Some rap. of them get drafted to the main roster, though, right? You know? Because yeah, he brings in some some crazy stuff. Some um, shit is like, it's you know, it's destined for the big show, like this. About to feel the wrath of a greedy ass cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm feeling the wrath right now. So this is an eight minus for you, a six plus for me. Correct. Um. So it comes on, and I said, uh, somebody getting a beat. Because you know, whoosh, 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 whoosh. <laughs> which is great. I love the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Those this are, you one, know, good, good sound. Definitely a more fun beat, a little more up tempo than the last one. That boom, boom. Boom, boom. True. This is a, the tempo man's in the building right now. Oh, the tempo man. ODB okay. with a classic verse to kick it off, by the way. Well, I'll tell you this. He comes on and I said, my guy, the bastard. Um, 
And I love how he cuts off in the course. Shame on the nigga. Try to run game on the nigga. Woo, but I'll fuck you. <laughs> it's like he just cuts off. Very stylish. Uh, old dirty bastard live and uncut. You know, do you want to get your teeth knocked the fuck out? I said, no, I need those to eat my favorite greasy foods, Mr. Bass. Come on, this, this um, sh- you're, you're downplaying the showmanship that, yo. Oh, no, one, there's more, there's two, more showmanship three. from him later in the, in the song. I mean, there's, it's here already, but like later, it's, his second I, verse is, is the one for me. I disagree. I think he wow. leads off the song with the perfect energy when he's talking about that shoot, blow, how you like me now. Come on, that's classic. Don't fuck with the style. It's okay. good. It's good. It's not bad. Method Man is styling up next with I the wordplay. I said word he's getting methodical. And Gun the and delivery. I'm coming at you. First, I'm going to get you. Once I got you, I got you. You can never capture the Method Man statue for rhyme and rapture. Got niggas resigned and I master my style. Never. I put the fucking buck in the wild. The wild kid, kid terror. <laughs> I'm severed. The head from the shoulders. I'm better than my competitor. You mean competitor? Whatever. What's <laughs> That's, Listen, the, that's money. Come on, come that's on. money. That, that, Method that is Man, money. Method Man styles all over this thing. I like the piano coming in during Raekwon's verse. Yeah, these rapping on a falling you, down the stairs or like coming, spiral portal beat. Coming you off know? of ODB's crazy energy and Method Man styling and profiling, Raekwon's just like a fly little verse. That's all. It's, it's all. So far, he hasn't impressed me yet. Not to say he's disappointed me or he's been okay. No, I would say no, he has disappointed me, but not to say he's been bad. I just haven't heard anything that's like, you know, he's been getting whacked by the other members so far, you know, uh, and he's doing that some thing, stuff, man. There's some stuff coming up. No, it, there is some stuff coming up. Rest assured, folks. But what I, think is he, with rappers, I think he has the best verse on at least two songs on this album. I think so. I think so. If I recall correctly, that is true. Um, I just want to know what is with rappers and Voltron. Oh, well, why they, they always up, try to form like Voltron? Well, the guys in this group they grew up watching them cartoons from that era. Now, true. This is the thing. I didn't grow up on no Voltron. Right, you know, right. I, I'm I, that was a little after my time. I'm sorry, that was oh, a little you, before my you, time. Did you grow up on the Power Rangers? I did. I and, did. Uh, you know. What is Voltron again? Is that a Transformers? Transformer? Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really Voltron. get exposed to Transformers until the Michael Bay movie. Wait, no, that ain't Transformos. I knew it wasn't. Tra- no, Voltron was its own show. Man, I don't. I told you, I don't know. No, it's I fine told- to not know. I'm just looking it up. I thought Voltron was Megatron's friend. <laughs> they sound like they're related to each other. Voltron, Megatron. You know, Megatron walking in the building. Yo, what up, God? <laughs> Yo, what up, God? <laughs> Voltron's like affirmative, God. <laughs> Listen, it's just, shout out to Voltron, who's apparently his own thing. Fuck you both know? of them, honestly. Who gives Listen, a shit? They have no I souls. Hear that. They're the the the, the era. They're robots. Of, They're not real. The, the, they have no souls. Fuck them. <laughs> The the mechs, bro. The genre of mechs. The Transformers. The Voltrons. The Gundam Wings. The Power Rangers. It's like no, Power cool. Rangers are human beings. Well, no, they got the little. Uh, they uh, or maybe that was later. Don't they form a thing where they, they do? Like, but they're humans to begin with. They are. They are. They're the powerful Rangers, as Jamal once called them. <laughs> you know, shout out to them. I didn't really watch them growing up, but 
because we know about you. You ducked. You probably saw them and got scared. And they, your dad said, no, they're the heroes. But you got too scared. Who are those bug was, people? I, was, I did not duck from Who are the those bug people? Rangers. You were rooting for the putties and, and What's Rita her name? Repulsa. Rita, Rita. Oh, Rita. Okay. She was great. You were, I like Ivan Ooze, we know. Yeah, we know about you. You wanted the villains to say win. Her drip, right? Her, her drip you is great. Rita her to Repulsa's win. fits were amazing. She got that big head piece. We know about you. And we know about head, that. Come on. You know that big hologram man? Oh, uh, what's his Zor- Zorban? Zor- Zordon? I don't, I don't fucking remember, man. Zor- Zordon. Zordon is his name. See, I get confused because I'd also know that Dragon Ball Z, they got a Zarbon over there. You know who's right, the OG, anyway. though? Omek. He's the OG. Oh, wait. Do, 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 do. That's that Legends of the Hidden Temple. Wait, come on. Olmec is great. Now, he was. The, no, Olmec didn't scare me. The freaking Temple Guards scared me. Okay. Uh, I was always I was always thinking like if I ever got to do this and one of those I thought they I thought they kill you. Yeah, they kill you. If they grab if they get you that you're dead. But I thought <laughs> they know? killed kids for real. Oh, the way it seemed, they just appeared they in the like, shadows and they, they wrap just, you like, up. Grab you and they, they pull you, you away. Yeah, they steal and you. I, and, and like when I got older, I was watching old episodes and I'm like, they just let them touch kids like that. Yeah. You know, like they could have had freaking Larry Nassars in them daggone suits, man. You know, like it just seemed weird to me, but that's what makes them scary. Like, anyway, Legend, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I hear they're bringing it back. That a friend uh, of the show, Linus. Yeah, he posted it on his Instagram and I, and he said they were doing casting calls. I was like, yo, sign me up, man. We can I'll be, check it out. I'll watch it. Know. I'm still I, scared of those guys, though. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Shout, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, ODB comes yeah. back. I do like I said I like that kind of like piano thing that's going on during Ray's verse, yeah. but nothing he says on here really blows me away. Um, ODB comes back for another verse. That's me, the verse not, for me. That's it's my not verse. as it's longer, but it's not as classic to me as the opening because I think it's it's fun though. I I enjoy it. It's uh. a it's a funny verse. Listen, my friend Bastard came in talking about, you know, uh, Warriors come out and play. You ever burn me? I get into shit. I let it out like diarrhea. Got burnt once, but that was only diarrhea. Dirty. I keep shit stains in my drawers so I can get it fizzy funky for you. Murder, taste the flame of the Wu-Tang. Rah! Here comes the Tiger versus Crane. He's just, he's, <laughs> he sounds like an old dirty bastard. It's great. Okay. I wrote, it's entertainingly gross. Okay. Really, the reason this is a six plus for me, the beat was too happy for old emo male. I don't know. I wish, I wish the beat was more like the piano part, Raekwon rap. You gotta. I mean, there's gotta be some variety here. Mel. No, no variety is the spice of life. Ain't that what they say? You know. I'm, but I'm this is this you, is the like wrong Robert kinda... De Niro and meet the par- uh, meet the paros. Well, nah, don't watch me. Watch TV. Ain't that what rappers say? Is nah. This is it's just a little too happy. Maybe one day. I will, I will accept it, and it will. He's get saying accepted. shame. You don't like. You love shame. Shame on me. I am the nigga. Hey, I didn't say that. On. I just said you love I know, shame. He did. <laughs> what was the meme? Is like it's me. I'm niggas. Yeah, I guess I am. You know, shame on me. I think if it would have, if the whole beat would have been the the Raekwon piano falling down the stairs beat, then we would have had a stew going. All right. Shout out you to like the man. The beat, the rest you of like the, the beat. You just don't yeah, like no, it's, is it it's that cool. you don't it's just like, a little too happy. You don't like it on this album because of the roughness Perhaps. of this album? Perhaps. Because we know about you. You like you like how many songs on coloring book? Oh, don't do that. You know I don't like no coloring book. Oh no, what's what was the thing we did? My bad. What was it called? 
Acid rap? That's the one. How many did I like on acid? You talking like I think acid rap is a classic? It's a good. It's a good mixtape. What do you give that thing? Let me see. I'm pulling it up. I'm trying to remember. Season five mixtape acid rap. Seventy three percent. That's damn near classic. Damn near classic. I think it was a twelve out of thirteen, maybe eleven out of thirteen. But there's three three misses, you know. That's three strikes and you're out at the old rap game, you know. You you want something classic and you got three three missteps. Anyway, um, I'm not a big fantasy booker, but this is my last thought. What would have really been crazy if it was all bastard on that all like spirally piano beat? We could have really got crazy, okay. If this whole song was just him over that the part. The Wu-Tang Corp Forum is throwing, oh. they're throwing darts at you right now. Don't throw no darts at me, okay? Unless it's Dart Adams, because he's a respectable man. Jesse's, Jesse just, just docked me points hearing that. <laughs> you got upset. Jesse, you got to understand, Dart is a good man. Um. Oh, wow. Please we try just to got- understand that we do like him as a man. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we just got a message. Patreon, our new patron, the Surrealist. The, the Surrealist? Surrealist? Christopher yeah, Lynch? Yeah, Christopher Lynch. He commented on our State of the Ranking Season 5. He said, the Tom Holland diss was worth the price of admission alone. Patreon was the right choice. <laughs> Christopher Lynch, the Surrealist, and the Realist. Oh, the Realist. The realist, surrealist. <laughs> don't even ask me how, oh, sir. Man. Like you know, hello. Like we, sir, sir Elton John, sir realist, because he's the realist, the sir realist, and the surrealist. <laughs> the sir, wow, sir realist. Oh man, listen, we the the Rabtang clan is full of great people at this point. Yeah. Okay. We're building the roster out. We're getting our 36 chambers together. Thank you, Christopher Lynch. Thank you for signing up. I'm glad you're enjoying the uh, the stuff that we're offering there. This is the best news I've gotten in a week. <laughs> okay, so. I got to say that Tom Hollow disc was fire. Oh, listen, well, so was the Ho-Ho-Go disc. <laughs> you wow, thank you. Listen, Mules and Mel are, man, you wouldn't expect us to be known for our disc records, but, you, you know, we... I'm a we, different we, animal on the disc records. I'm not... True. I'm not as good of a rapper as I am a disc record writer. You know, <laughs> what does that say about us? I don't know, <laughs> but when it's this time, when it's this time, it's different. <laughs> yeah, we're bit, we're vengeful souls, I suppose. Uh, but not not to the Rab family, and uh, not to the Wu Tang Clan. At least not yet. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got for track two. You got anything else? Um, I like it a lot. This is true. You gave it an A minus. So I guess uh It's it's I like happy, you know? Right. Uh I like I like happy too. It just has to be a certain I like happy things, you know? <sighs> oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. I, I, I actually got a little nauseous there. <laughs> Let's just move on. Um yeah. We're moving on. Track three, Clan in the Front, produced by RZA. Up Folks. from the 36 Chambers. <laughs> this is a seven minus. Um, I guess I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. Flat six. Wow. Uh, Who's hip hop now? 
Uh, what Jesse, are the ratings? Yeah, yeah. Seven eight six for you and seven six seven for me. Okay. No seven minus <laughs> six. Seven eight minus six for you. Seven minus six plus seven minus. We know about you. I'm still. I got. I'm. I'm the leader. I'm a. I'm still got one point on you. Look, clan into front. Uh, I like it. All right, and and it starts. Well, let me let me start with the music. Okay, so let me tell you this beat. This beat. I said, uh, Fat Albert getting arrested for his Jello exploits. Tight beat. Um, there's like a roll call at the beginning, and I said, if Mel was the fucking idiot y'all think I am, I'd be like, where's Red Man or Papa Ron? I know Papa John, but I'm not the idiot y'all think I am. Okay, so I'm enjoying this roll call. Um, and I found a little tidbit on the bad website. I think it was good. Uh, Jizza did an interview with Brian Coleman, and he explained that the song came together because oh, no one Brian wanted... Coleman, who wrote "Check the Technique," uh, liner notes for Hip Hop Junkies, two great books, oh, one and two, really I good. That book we've cited you sent, them. You sent me that book. We have. Yeah. Well, we did. We did some citing of them on the Eric B. and Rockham right. episode, if I recall. Oh man, that go get like that book. Century ago. Go get that book. Yeah, get the book. book. Ryan Coleman, he he checks out. Um, not a Jizza told him. Yeah, no, not not a not a f word. Uh, Jizza said the song came together because no one wanted to rap after him. He said, "I go first on there." The guys would be like, "We can't go after Jizza. He's got too close. He's got to close it." And he said, "I got kind of tired of hearing that shit." And when eight or nine people on a song, <laughs> if you go last, you're gonna get cut on the video or the mix show. So I told them we got to switch it up on this track. I'm going first. And I wrote more like Jizza in the front. Am I right? Yeah. 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 So let me tell you, this Jizza, he's emerging as one of my favorite rappers in the clan. Three tracks in. My God. Now, I like this hook, clan in the front. Let your feet stomp. (laughs) Just something about it. Already, I got to disagree with you. I wrote in my notes, first things first. I have always hated this hook. And that has oh. not changed in nearly 20 years. Well, to be fair, I actually think I just like the first line of the hook. The rest of it, I just, whatever. But I just like playing in the front with your feet up. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I don't like the hook either. I don't know. It's, um, to me, the hook has always felt like lazy writing. Like, uh, oh, we need, a, we need a hook. It's like something in the front, something in the back. <laughs> Something to the side, something on the rack. Right. I mean, like, you know, it's hip hop. It's hip hop, baby. You know? no, 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 no. There's way better hooks on this no, album. Put your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care. You know, we're it's... past that. <laughs> I mean, I guess in '93 we would be past that. So, all right, all right. Well, I like Clan in the front, but uh, yeah, the actual beat, not the Fat Albert thing that started out. The beat, beat that he raps on reminds me a bit of that mash piano that that uh, okay, very off kilter. Jay Dilla, yeah, Jay Dilla, or that Quasimodo, uh, whatever he uh, was it strange piano, stanky piano, yeah, for, <laughs> stanky piano, yeah, strange piano. You know uh, about that? As far as this beat goes, I really love the beat that's going while Riz is talking for almost a minute and a half. Yeah, the, the at the beginning. But then when the beat switches up, I don't like the beat as much. The out-of-tune sounding piano and those dirty drums, it's okay, but like the beat that we're originally presented with is a lot more tantalizing. Okay, well... So yeah. I have the same problem with this almost that you had about the last song 
were you like that piano falling down the stairs as you described it right. on Raekwon's verse? Yeah. Um, so you I wanted wish, more of this first beat. I wish the beat, well, not I wanted more. I wanted Jizza to actually rap on this song. Okay, right. On this beat. And instead, when the beat switches, it switches to, in my opinion, an inferior beat and a weak chorus. And Jizza's verses are the only thing that's really worth writing home about on here. But I'll say this. Um, and I mean, this is, I'm not going to say that like, you know, cause I just came off of bring the ruckus saying that he had the best verse on there. It was a money performance. So mm-hmm. it's not like there's like this great leap that needs to take place between now and, you know, liquid swords or anything like that. But I'm not in love with this beat. I okay. don't like the chorus. And then that. What's that in your pants? Oh, yeah, human feces. <laughs> We're getting there. It's always rubbed me the wrong way. There's just enough going on that's rubbing me the wrong way on this one. But I've never, <laughs> I've never enjoyed this song. It's always been a skipper for me. That hasn't changed. Okay, well, you've been more acquainted with it than me, obviously, but... In my in my like ten or so times I've heard it in the, now this is uh, I like it um I agree the beat while I like the beat I did write it needed a little bit more spice maybe some of them you know sprinkled samples from track one the way he was doing that but I okay. like it makes me want to do drunken slap boxing uh, Jizza comes in and I said this is the kind of rapping I'm into when it's like the woo's coming through the outcome is critical fucking with my style sort of like a miracle on 34th street in the square of Harold I game Ella the bits caught a fits like Gerald Dean Ferraro who's full of sorrow like bleeding you know one thing fusing and bleeding in the other lines you know I like that Gerald Dean Ferraro I like the first know. verse way better than the second verse on this song <laughs> I'll tell you that much well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this in this in this first verse, there's a moment and I'll take this time to reiterate because we've played this often on the show. And I want to be clear. This is not rooted in homophobia. OK, I've explained on the show before. To me, pause is appropriate for any any just sexual innuendo at all. I use it for both oriented anything vaguely sexual because I'm juvenile. That's what it's about. It's not about being homophobic. So when he says, uh, <laughs> pass the bone, kid, pass the bone. Okay. I wrote, Pull. okay. Well, uh, um, this is, this goes into like the Wu Tang slang a little bit. Well, yeah. Bone is I've using context clues. Would that be like the blunt or the, you know? Yes. And it's the same thing. Like when you hear about them smoking meth, meth right. is method and they call method weed. That's why method man is method. weed. you well, know, smoking weed meth would like, also warrant a pull. <laughs> but, well, true. Yeah. In this in this review, at least, but um, <laughs> they have like their own language, man. And we're gonna like it. come to find that out the more we go along. Especially, there's a lot of nonsense language on Supreme Clientele. I mean, oh, okay. Ghostface himself has even come out and said, like, a lot of you guys try to ascribe meaning to some of this stuff. I just thought it sounded cool. Talking to you white boys on genius, you know? Somebody's got to address them. Why not the people who did it? Those are right. the best like people He who was like, them. I just thought these words sounded like cool together. It was just like some fly shit I was trying to say. Like, it was nothing too, like, nothing that intricate, honestly. 
And honestly, if it works, then, you know, because sometimes it doesn't, but if it works, then award him the same respect and appreciation that you award that boy Shakespeare who made up all them words, you know? Right. He was making up words. So here's the thing. Um, the other bit of audio I brought in, because he said, so stop, the life you save may be your motherfucking own. I'll hang your ass with this microphone. Um, it reminded me, and there's like a little noise you hear as he says that. And it reminded me, you know, in our time working together, we had a, a, a film soundbite or maybe like a commercial, whatever we got it from. I think you had like a, what was it, like an archive of just like commercial audio or something like that. Um, no, but we, no, we I threw it in. stuff, man. I don't you know. Do. <laughs> but in that, uh, that album we did, uh, he said that line, it reminded me of this. Take it easy. Remember, the life you save may be your own. You know, that part. And then at the end of that, it's like, dan, dan, dan. and the noise sounded just like the noise here. And I'm like, uh, uh, maybe they're related somehow. I don't know. Like, anyway, check, uh, was... check your email. I just sent something over. I want you to play a little bit of it. Oh, my email. This email, let's see, 8,750 messages in the inbox. Unfortunately, we won't be getting to this one this season, this album, because uh, it's Masticilla's second album. We'll be okay. doing his, uh, his debut, No Said Date. It's actually uh-huh. our season finale. Right. But this is off his second album called Made in Brooklyn, which I think is his best album okay. overall. Um, this is a song called Pass the Bone Remix. <laughs> and uh, it's one of the highlights of that album to me, honestly. All right. Well, I'll play a little bit of it. Here we go. Oh. Y'all niggas should have some of this shit right here, boy. This that good shit. Oh. Yes, yes, y'all. One, two, one, two. In a place to be. <laughs> Check it, check it, check it. <coughs> check it out. Oh. Uh. I was feeling lovely, pocket full of dough, a little drunk, reaction mad slow, thinking, should I step to the motherland and rep who? The Wu Chang clan, another thing, beyond the fam, I wanted to get ripped. Put my lips on a blunt tip It's been two weeks since I last sparred Stepped in the Grand Resort $25 fee plus ID But a brother like me Executive VIP Word Took a bar seat Had a tall glass of Hennessy and Peach Turned to my left Seen this chick she was slamming What you do kid? I examined her Pushed up Tried to bag her for her name What happened? I didn't have her Overwhelmed by a scent in the air Could it be? Yes Yeah Ha Startel to Garchamel, he had a bone, a blunt of that ill shit. I said, Pass the bone, pass the bone, pass the bone, kid, pass the bone. He passed it, took one pull, I was blasted, felt kind of stimulated. Fantastic. We approached the weak cipher. Did you surprise her? Tranquilized her, bagged her for her name and address, slid to the rest, achieved mass success. <laughs> was that a Al Green sample? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I love that beat, though. It's a good beat. Um, but yeah, pass the bone, pass the bone. I said, pass the bone, pass the bone. You gotta pass the bone. All right. 
Because I, I hear, I don't know much about that weed culture, but I know you don't want to, what do they call it? Like babysit it or you don't want to. I, I think, I think the, the arrow that we're in now has killed that off. It's like going to be personals or bust. Ah, okay. I Nobody's see. passing shit. Right. Cause they could be passing that deltoid or that, uh, whatever, Lombata. Um, well, I will pass it, uh, on to verse two. This is one of the, so I said verse two is perfect in that it's compelling all the way through. It's clear. It's effective. I don't think he wasted a single bar. Um, yeah, I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but I just think, wait, you don't think he wasted a single bar on this, on this second verse, the what's in your pants. Oh yeah. Human feces. Uh, that's not wait. You wouldn't say that's not wasting a single bar. No, it was memorable to me. <laughs> it was memorable. It it didn't come across like a bad line. It was very amusing to me. What? I don't even think do it's have, like a. Okay, maybe it's whoopee, a wacky mail. Maybe. Do we have the whoopee drop <sighs> after he said, drop. "Not a wasted bar on the song." We do have the whoopee drop. I don't know. I think it was a perfect verse, but here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, it, 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 you gotta love. You gotta love. You know. Um, you know. Uh, you ain't shit. Your whack ass town had you gas. Egos is something a Wu Tang crush. Souped up niggas on the stage get rushed. I don't give a goddamn on the shows you did. How many rhymes you got, or who knows you kid? Because I don't know you. Therefore, show me what you know. I come sharp as a blade, and I cut you slow. You become so pat as my style increases. What's that in your pants? Ah, human. F- How did he pronounce it? Feces. Feces. <laughs> it's funny. Like human feces. <laughs> bro, listen. Not a, a perfect verse. Not a wasted bar. I don't, bro, come on. Throw your shitty draws in the hamper. Next time, come strapped with a fucking pamper. How you sound, B? You better off a quitter. I'm on the mound, G, and it's a no hitter. Come on. You just, listen. Okay, he could have. You acted like he 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 could have. <laughs> you acted like he human uh, thesis the bed. You know, I don't think he did. If I spit that verse, if that verse never existed, and I spit oh. it, you'd be like flat five, maybe a four. Honestly, oh, no, I wouldn't have gave it that. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. Maybe, maybe knowing you, it would have got less of a pop because I would have been like, it would have been strange for you. I think this is a situation where, like, knowing you, I would have been like, that's a weird line for Mules to say. But I don't know Jizza like I know Mules. So for me, I, I don't assume it's bad writing. I assume he's having fun. What are other perfect verses on this show that we've covered so far? Oh, that's a good question. Um, perfect verses without a line wasted that you would compare to this one? Or is this uh, the best one of I- them all? No, this isn't the best one of them all. It just would belong in that category to me. Would you put this um, up there with Can I Live by Jay-Z? Well, I was actually thinking of a different Jay-Z verse. I think it's, was it verse two of Imaginary Players? I think that's a perfect verse. Would you put that um, up there with this one? It's just as good? It's it's not so much about the impact of it. Just like, does it hold my attention all the way through, you know, is it effective for the song it's on? Do like that's what a perfect verse is to me. 
it can be varying degrees of like enjoyable, but like, does it serve its purpose to a maximum degree? So you're putting this up there with Drake worst behavior. It's in the same club, you know, they, they in the club together. Human feces. Oh, wait, we just, thank you. Oh man. Saved by the Lynch. Christopher Lynch just <laughs> messaged us again. Uh, Oh, snap. Surrealist shout out at the end. Y'all are the goats. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lynch, I like you a lot, man. You you saved me from the hot seat. From the Mool's hot seat. It's just he might be my guardian angel. That that might be his uh his 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 role on this on this uh on this. Hey, throw his name role. into the Wu Tang generator. Give him a Wu Tang oh, name while he's here. Let's give him a Wu Tang name. Let's see. Wu Wu Tang Wu Tang. There we go. Okay. Uh, Christopher Lynch. Tough genius. Wow. <laughs> He's tough genius. I'll, okay. I'll put him ahead of rap genius, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Get them out of here, you know. <laughs> the surrealist, the guardian angel, the, the tough genius himself. He's, He's a great man. Patreon.com slash rap rankings. If you're not on there, what are you doing with yourself if you legitimately enjoy this show and you don't think we're a bunch of assholes? Okay, if you just legitimately enjoy this show, forget about what you think about us. If you want more, get more. You know, we we know about him. It's all there. He's a bad person. (laughs) Oh, here he is trying to to, switch focus away from himself. We know what's going on here. Listen, let's... Let's let's keep I I ain't got nothing else to say other than I'm looking forward to that Liquo Swords. Okay. Liquo Swords pretty good. Looking forward to Liquo because Jizza seems to be like one of the members for me. So yeah. That's all I got. Uh you wanna move on? We have to. It's just Okay. It's <laughs> contractually obligated at this yeah. point. All right. Well, track four, Wu Tang, seventh chamber, produced by Riza. Folks, six plus. We just. This is just how I feel. This is just how I feel, man. We go from perfect verses about feces, human feces, (laughs) back to the sixes. He's ducking. We know about him. I'm not ducking. I'm not. I'm not ducking. You you were ducking once upon a time, if you know what I mean. It's a good record, by the way. Oh yeah, ducking. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, seventh chamber, part one. Seven minus. Ding me, baby. That's not so far off from a six plus, man. All right. I He's... agree, but there's a reason. I would hope so. There's always a reason on this show. I know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we got more kung fu fighting. Okay, we yes. get right into the classic AOMF Romakilitate. Oh, you know? this is great. This is how you do skits. He's talking about, I'll buy you four more Kilitate. How about this, Mel? Is he fucking dead? What the <laughs> fuck you mean, is he fucking dead, God? <laughs> classic banter up top. But fair play. It goes on for a minute and a half, just like Rizzo. Well, I enjoy all of on it. On the last song. Oh. I like it. It doesn't kill the song for me in any way. But I wish this was tacked on to the end of the last song. Okay. Um, so on to the song itself. Well, hold on. I just want to say Ghostface got me weak. Like, I ran it back the first time I heard it. Because him saying God every five seconds is, man, 
utter the sentence, it's the guy, guy. Fuck that, man. <laughs> it's like, it's the guy, guy. He would nigga way in there with his fucking, all types of fucking blood coming out of his fucking, like, all types of all blood. All types of blood. Yo, there's, there's some you know. people who can do skits and they're not groan-inducing experiences. Not many, honestly. Not many. Red Man's not good many. at him. De La Soul's good at him. Wu-Tang's good at him. Uh, Massa Ace is good at him. Uh, if you consider, like, those MF Doom interludes and stuff. But, like, not ma- I hear a lot of skits. They're not very good. Not yeah. very good. This is how a skit should be done. It's perfect nonsense, as Asuka would say, you know? They got that little cream teaser going on underneath. It's... Come yep. on, it's good. And I and I'll say I learned something when Ghostface said, uh, "You know, word is bond. I'm coming to get my culture cipher guide." And they just, you know, and I'm like, "His culture cipher." So I looked it up, and so apparently, culture cipher represents the number forty in supreme mathematics. And I guess some listeners thought he meant like he was getting his Glock forty, but no, he was I guess referring to like a forty ounce, like a you know, a beer. He was like at the liquor store, the bodega mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's when he saw. Yeah. Uh, 40s and yeah. 40s and once, you know? So I love how they're like interweaving this slang and stuff. It's good. And you know, it's, it's just, I'm loving it. All right. So he's talking his culture cipher and supreme mathematics. Like, let me tell you, Mel summoned his Kofi, like, you know, Thor summons that Molnir. All right. I, this is that Kofi talk and I'm loving it. And I must tell you, Mules, they got nothing to do with nothing, but I was in the closet earlier today. And did you know there's a Koofy in the closet? I, I, I don't know whose it is. There's a literal Koofy. I've never held a Koofy in my home. <laughs> there's a Koofy in my bedroom closet. Like, at the very top. Like, I was looking for And I'm like, yo, is this a Koofy? <laughs> and it was. It was crazy. But anyway. Um, it was, you know what? It's, it's a sign. You found it today. Uh, the day that you started the Wu-Tang season. My God. Oh, you My a Muslim God. now. <laughs> great stuff. It's great stuff. I've sent you one more thing. Oh, uh, but actually, it's for a little bit into the song review. Okay. Well, um, we can get into the actual song. Um, so the song comes in, Seventh Chamber. And I'll tell you quickly about the seventh chamber that Brian Coleman, again, Inspector Deck, told him the meaning behind the title. He said there were 36 chambers that we were going to show people, and that was only the seventh. I did the ninth chamber on my album, and Jizza had the fourth chamber on Liquid Swords. This is and true. I said, this is delightful. I the love it. The fourth chamber is great. I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it. but it's I awesome. just love the orderless presentation of the chambers. Like... They're just skipping all around. Like Listen, the seventh you chamber. The dots. You gotta start, you know, you gotta tap in. It's great. I love it. It's lore. I love it. Like, why is the seventh chamber the first chamber we hear? And why is it track four? And then like why does Jizza get like the fourth chamber? And why is the ninth chamber on inspector? It's just I love it. I love it. Okay. There so, is a method to all the madness, I'm sure. Oh, listen, I would love to to maybe we start another day on, you know, the un 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 untangling uh, the clan or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, the, the actual song starts. The beat comes in. I said, it's okay. It's a, it's a peeking around the corner at the adult dominoes game type beat. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> so. say this. 
okay. on this one, just for me, Method Man and RZA are my favorite highlights from the actual song. Everyone's good, but Method Man and RZA stand out to me. Okay. And I, I just sent you this uh, Sean Price joint, that uh, insane redacted from a Psycho Award line okay. by Method Man, which he delivers with like a lot of gusto. Uh, this is a this is from Sean Price Master P, uh, his mixtape. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Absolutely. Uh, let's give him some Psycho Award. All right. Tribute to uh, the Method Man. Master P. Yeah. Of course. What song? What you listening to? Time. Y'all niggas to the left of my nine. Bust a shot, hit the cop, and that's a federal crime. But before I go to jail and do the federal time, eat my wife pussy, incredible edible dime. Petro said, fuck it, you can't do it again. Let the skin blow, fuck it, now I'm losing the frame. Sean Price is the best around. Niggas Ray Charles winning, doing the damn mess around. I will back out the iron and press this clown. I will smack fire from lion and wet this clown. No joke, rock him all law. Fuck a drive-by, drive-by me and I'm a pop at your car. Listen, push that crack, push that rap, good. When I push that lack, you look at that, hood. Wanna know who the fuck I'm signed to? What difference do with me, bitch? Listen to the tape, dick. Bitch, I give a fuck what you're thinking. Fuck your fault. I'm God. And bitch, you not. Yeah. And bitch, you yeah. not. I'll be that insane nigga from the psycho ward In, Insane nigga from the psycho ward Be that insane nigga from the psycho ward In, Insane nigga In, Insane nigga Be that insane nigga from the psycho ward In, Insane nigga from the psycho ward Be that insane nigga from the psycho ward In, Insane nigga In, Insane nigga uh, I also caught a uh, Reverend X soundbite Oh my God! That's what that is. Yeah, that like I'm God. The, the YouTube guy. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube guy. <laughs> you figured me out. You caught me red-handed. This is Mel at the end of the season when he like uh. <laughs> R- Rizza can be a mixed bag for me, but I mostly like him on this album. He doesn't go too far off the beaten path. Let's say. Okay. Um, I like his energy on this one a whole lot. Uh, I'm a fan of the beat. It's a cool song to me, you know? Um, I don't love anyone else on here, though. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, Method Man and RZA are highlights for me. Everybody else is good, but I'm not, like, in love with specific moments. Well, I I, re- I relate because... That's where the minus comes from for me because it's cool, it fits, no one's whack, but, you know, there's certain show-stealing performances on this one where, you know, I, I we're going to eventually do this one, uh, The Clips and The Re-Up Gang, We Got It For Cheap, Volume 2. And they've talked about the making of that mixtape and how they would hear a verse and they'd be like, I can't let this dude kill me on this one. So they'd go and write an entirely new verse. A lot of rewrites going on around that time. Um, and then we just, you know, heard from Jizza and Brian Coleman, and he was talking about like, everyone wanted him to close out the tracks, but this one he wanted to on clan in the front, he wanted to open it. Right. Mm-hmm. But no one followed him. 
Right. Um, there's just on certain songs, not all the songs. Sometimes it's like everyone's equally pulling their weight on certain songs. Some people kind of run away with it for me. I mean, that that's true. That happens. And, across... and can I say something about the Wu-Tang Clan in general? Sure. They always collaborate with each other. So almost like every album is a Wu-Tang album in the sense that, yes, the solo albums, you'll get a focus on that artist. But the Wu members are always involved in some aspect. So that's that real point, family. Yeah. Or but family, to that point, as Vin Diesel would say, it's like. I don't I don't always reach for the Wu-Tang albums. I go to the solo albums like that's been my main journey. You know, the group albums are cool. This one especially. But it's the the fact that this vibe is carried over onto other albums. And I think, you know, I saw Cam is like on Twitter earlier. I think he's starting to dig into the catalog here. And he was saying about Enter the Wu-Tang and Takao, the leap that's made following those albums in production with RZA, you know, specifically. But I'm just thinking in general, like these quote unquote chambers, right? Mm -hmm. The Wu-Tang albums are like, all right, group meeting. Like what's going on? Everyone good? Like, all right, let's go back out and keep dominating. But still in spirit musically, they're still somewhat aligned with one another, even though they're doing their own thing. Okay. So like I'm, I'm used to sometimes just hearing verses that aren't my favorite verses on the song because there's, it's always a family affair. All right. And it's what I like about Wu Tang though, is that I never know who's going to on songs like this. I never know who's going to steal the show. It's not an automatic guarantee that it's going to be anybody. Like I'm talking about RZA as one of the highlights on here. RZA as a, like if we're just breaking down MCing, he's towards the bottom of the list. In and terms I was going to ask you about that through this review. Cause like in my, you know, cursory, I think that's the word I want to use knowledge of Wu-Tang. One thing I understood is that like, I guess RZA was thought of as one of the lesser MCs. Well, it's like, just stick to making the beats. He's, sort of he's an acquired taste. I'll say that. And he has classic moments. Okay. But I've heard all of his albums. All right. You know, and too much RZA sometimes like vocally can be grating. And like I said, sometimes he can go a little bit too far off the beaten path. And okay. You know, you'll hear some classic RZA moments throughout this season. That much I can guarantee you. But oh, some on this album, yes. Spoiler I mean, there's me. on, personally on this song for me, this classic moments from him. But I don't regard him in the same stature as like Ghostface, Method Man, Raekwon, Jizza, even ODB. ODB is a, to me a much better rapper than RZA. Um. Inspect yeah. the deck, you know, like RZA might be like second from the bottom for me as a <sighs> rapper. Keep in mind, he's the creative visionary that brought these people together, crafted the sound and really, you know, like 
was the sort of the leader, de facto leader of this crew. Well, I mean, what were you saying? Part one. I mean, it originally started. It was what, was it him, Jizza, him, Jizza and, and all dirty. Yeah. So because they were cousins or something, so it's like, you know, I I will get to talk about RZA because like going in knowing it's like okay, RZA isn't like one of the focal points when it comes to them rapping. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, I don't know what everybody's talking about based on what I heard. But but you we'll know get what I'll say it. about RZA. I'll say What's two that? things about him. Number one, I'd say the weirder and like more esoteric of a person you are, the more you'll appreciate his rap. And I got the sense that it's like, all right, I might just be a RZA man because I'm a certain type of man. Right. You know? So like you have to have that certain malleability to begin with. And he's, he's like an acquired taste. Like he has these moments that like, I would compare him to a B movie as a rapper. <laughs> like we love killer clowns from outer space and the stuff, but we're not going to say that they're citizen Kane level filmmaking. Well, yeah. Filmmaking wise. No, but, but that doesn't entertainment, affect it's enjoyment. As as right. Enjoyment and entertainment, you know, and it's on a whole nother level because again, this musical landscape, especially the majority, the lion's share of what we're going to be covering is almost solely produced by him. Right. You know, so. I think Riza like is they we downplay almost the fact that he's not one of the better rappers in the clan because he's the creative visionary that brings it all together. Without his production, I don't think Wu-Tang is Wu-Tang. I would say it'd be like F because here's the thing, the analogy I'm about to make, like, I think Tyler, the creator, when they were more of an active, you know, stable was one of the better rappers in our future. It'd be like, I guess, if Tyler was one of the lesser rappers in our future, it would be like if he was Haji beats, right? You'd still have to be like, well, he is the creative vision, but, but you know, behind the whole thing. So, right. Yeah. And that's where, you know, he gets a lot of points. Yeah, I would say I came in expecting that, like a, a Haji Beats. And instead, I'm kind of like, I got more of a Tylo, where it's like, oh, right. yeah, this, I like this guy. I'll say one rapper. thing, too, about Riza. He's entirely unique. His style, like, there's none before him and none after him, in my opinion. Okay. And it might just be his voice, the way he raps the lyrics that he like employs, like the strange references. He's like I said, he's uh people have mixed feelings about him. At well, points I tell you so far, Mel I, and Riza Connect. I do too, but you gotta realize the Riza Connect, the beats never I'll never say fuck Riza because these beats are some of the most unique and striking beats in hip hop history. Okay. Kids, don't don't be swayed by that like video that went viral however many years ago where he was like making that beat. And it was like <laughs> I don't well, know. Oh, here comes the ice cream truck just in time for the Wu Tang season, but we're not doing oh. Cuban links yet. Oh man, the truck? Yep. It's a little early today. It's like seventeen minutes early. Yeah, it's oh yeah, I was about to say, okay, well here here you go. <laughs> Here it comes. Ice cream. How fucking original. 
This show is a delight because, you You're know, if you would have told me at the start of last season, that would be a drop. And like, why? I'd be, I'm like, how did this somehow get incorporated into the well, show? That and you didn't keep your promise. promise. Did, you you, did you rewatch, Mel? Promise. Uh, which one? The, the ice cream episode? No, the freaking apart, the apartment, the old lady. Oh, I did, yeah, I did watch the rewatch Dude, the old she, lady. When she goes in for the first time and she's sitting in the chair. Oh, man, <laughs> that shit's scary yeah. to this day. To this, because I think at the in the credits, like one of the stills as they're playing the, yeah, one of the stills is like her in the. That's why it's like burned into my brain. Yeah, bro. They got I got the extended version of this for whenever Can we I do. Talk a... to you real quick about an episode, by the way. That like I think it's season five. Okay. It's something like there's like a caravan and it's outside and it's like sort of like a gypsy woman and a mirror. Yes, with the it, it does she, the face, right? She yeah, has the, bro, that one has been burned in my head since youth because that one fucked up. I remember watching it and just thinking, you know, in my kid brain, like knowing I was wrong, but just like going with it, it was like, what is that on her? Like, is that like chili or something? Like, it seemed like food, but like yeah. now I know it's like she had like blemished. Like that was the whole crux of the episode like she wanted to be like pretty or something it was, it was like, like that tales from the crypt episode with uh leah thompson where you know she uh she's like a prostitute and she goes into the pawn shop and she like the guy wants to cast her face yeah it's in season one or se- season one i think mm-hmm. Tales from the crypt yeah listen folks if you if you new to this show, you Mool's and Mel. Mool's a big we're both horror fans. Mool's the horror encyclopedia, I would say. And we both enjoy that Tales from the Crypt and that Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know, those are two Any those are horror two shows. anthology shows are like I love the Twilight Zone, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Gotta love Tales it. from the Crypt, obviously. Tales from the Dark Side. Gotta um Hammer House of Horror. Uh fucking Love American Horror Story, aside from that apocalypse garbage that they did. <laughs> Folks, I mean, just come on. You gotta love it! Thing is, I would say if there weren't already podcasts out there that were doing the job, and I assume well for like there's Tales from the Crypt some or... pretty good horror podcasts. Check what out is it, the, like Cryptcast? Isn't that no, like a podcast? The good Tales from the Crypt podcast I listen to, that's still ongoing. They're in season five of Tales from the Crypt. So they have two more seasons to go. Um, it's Good Evening Kitties okay. is the name of the podcast. The Good Evening Kitties podcast. Well, so check if you love out. HBO's Tales from the Crypt, uh, check out that show. Um, yeah, there's that good. Out. There's good horror podcasts out there. I don't. Yeah, there's a The Twilight Zone podcast hosted by Tom Elliott. Another really good one that's still ongoing, even though it's only ongoing because he posts like one episode a month. But hey, you know. We can't all be rap. <laughs> can't all be rap rankings, you know. And I think that, you know, we we didn't do that as much as we like have a passion for those things. There was less to contribute to that space. Like it, they had it handled, they had it covered. Whereas it's like there felt like a gap in rap where people weren't. Talk- I'll talk about it later because because I got I got something for the fan. I got a brand new thing for the fan coming up later on in the review. But all right, well, yeah, uh, I'll tell them this. Can it be also simple? Uh, well, almost. I just want to say. Uh, while it's still loaded in, I was thinking about it. Uh, what what uh, 
Snoop Dogg told uh, Suge Knight after he left Death Row. You broke your promise. You're just like my nephew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, What else? Yeah. Oh, right. Such a horrible thing to put on a young girl. You know, (laughs) right. That episode in particular, because it's like, man, this is geez like she's just a little girl like right she's a kid like technically those promises aren't gonna mean shit till she turns 18 i don't want to spoil the ending okay let me save it for state of the rankings but like that episode would be an interesting discussion because the ending and i just rewatched it i was kind of like this isn't as happy of an ending as it's presented i'll tell Um, you what i want to do for the uh this is what I want to do for the Mules and Mel Halloween Spectacular this year. Okay. We always do one. We somehow stopped doing the end of the year show after one year, but we're going to do our third <laughs> annual. Yeah, because it was literally like, what, 12 hours or something? Yeah, uh, this is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to record audio commentary on a Are You Afraid of the Dark episode of Mel's Choosing and a Tales from the Crypt episode of My Choosing. My God. And we are going to record audio commentary for it and then put the audio into the video and then upload the videos on Patreon for you. That's the third annual special. Oh, this. Listen. (laughs) What did that idiot Kanye say? He was like, you know, one of my greatest. I said it before. He was like, one of my greatest regrets is that I can't see myself perform. I wish I could have been a fan of Rad. We can even switch it. If you want to pick a Tales. Because I think I want to do the thirteenth floor. Uh, oh, is that the one with the uh, the like? It's like the the little girl who's um, like she. I don't want to spoil it, but like, let's just say at the end, something with her face. Kind of, yeah. It's very Lynchian, I guess. You yes, could say, for uh, it is. This is one of my favorite episodes. For a, are you afraid there? So, if you want to pick an uh, Tales from the Crypt episode. I can yeah, let's rip do it, it like that. I can rip it from uh, one of the DVDs. We can record audio over it. You can put it in and post. And oh, listen, you guys will get a little double feature. That's gonna be one of the greatest Halloween specials yet. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you this um, just to make sure. I'm thinking about the same thing. Uh, hold on. Is it, uh, I'm going to put something in the Zencaster chat real quick. Don't worry, we're getting back to the clan in a second. The creepy um, looking, creepy looking, lurch looking dude? Well, well, yeah, I know about him with the long, like, Fabio hair, but yes. no, I just this is the yes. episode, right? Okay. Yes. All right. Yes, yeah. it is. That's a traumatizing, classic. traumatizing. Classic episode. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely traumatizing. Absolutely classic. traumatizing. It's, it's among the half dozen episodes of that show that I deem utterly traumatizing to Bro, show a that child. one the apartment one for me the dangerous soup one is traumatizing that one's fun you know? for me but i i don't know why i've always enjoyed it oh it freaks me out so much it freaks me out anyway um <laughs> wu-tang clan right listen i'm excited for this halloween spectacular we got the best spectaculars every well, you got a whole but... plate of i think 92 episodes of tales from the crypt to choose from right well i, I know some of my favorites we'll, we'll see but um, I'll say this, speaking of some of my favorites, and to bring it back to Wu-Tang and like RZA and like the members, in this song specifically, I gotta say, Raekwon, so far on this album, hasn't been very impressive to me. He still hasn't had a breakout moment. Now, going, it's coming. Spoiler, it's I'm, coming. 
I'm going to agree with you if we're just judging based on these first four tracks. Now, here's we the are. thing. We are. I've heard Raekwon's whole catalog at this point. Okay. We're going up. All right. We're going up. All right. That Cubo well, links, we're going up. Well, I'll say so far on here. I on guarantee album. it, as Denzel says. Wow. <laughs> Denzel says that. Rashid Wallace says that. Charles Barkley says it. Guarantee is the trademark phrase of a lot of people. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the boy the boy so far for me is just uh, he's laughing on my man Jizz. They said, Mel, you idiotic <laughs> You only like him because his name sounds like Jizz. And I said, no. I like him because his name sounds like Jizz, and he's no, been the best know, rapper we in the know clan why, so far. We know why Mel likes Jizza. Because Jizz is the genius, and Mel is AP history Mel. Oh. Actually, I never – did I take AP history? I took AP English. AP English language, rather. And then I took AP English literature. I took AP uh, psychology. I think those were the only three AP classes I took. I would have took more, but I was an academic. AP psychology, and he's looking at them. <laughs> oh man, listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I can out here. Uh, in terms of this life, I'm milking this hoe. This is my show, Mel Cal. You know, to to cat Mel Cal. I tried. Um, Inspector Deck. <laughs> uh, I've enjoyed him so far, but I actually wrote, "All right, calm your hippity hop down." There was something about this verse that was just very like, you know, um, I don't know. I leave the mic in body bags. My rap style has the force to leave you lost like the tribe of Shabazz. Dare to compare, get pierced just like your ear. The shooby doo wop pops strictly hard where I'm like, okay. All you right, like, like the shooby doo wop? I like the shooby doo wop. I like the shooby doo wop. Wacky Mel couldn't log in for that no, one. No, I, I did. I, I like this. Do you like human feces? <laughs> <laughs> I I do I I do like the the, the shooby doo wop, um, Ghostface is cool. And the thing that I took out of this is I'm like I definitely hear the action Bronson. Like I see how action Bronson took his whole style from him. Like yeah, he's a biter. Like the vocal this, tone and this like, is this is what like you'll hear him on here and on a few other songs. Like even this next one coming up where that sounds more like Ghost than the intro. Like. I would not even be surprised to find out that like some of these songs were recorded maybe a year later, mm. you know, okay. like because they're the ghost that I know. He, this is like, yeah, he sounds like I'm on here. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, ah, okay. I see why he pressed see, action with Bronson. Bronson. Bronson <laughs> when he came out, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't listen to this guy. Cause he sounds so much like Ghostface. It right. wasn't until the Mr. Wonderful album where I finally don't think he sounds like him anymore. Okay. Like he stopped sounding like him in 2015, but the 08 to 2014 stuff, I couldn't shake it. So I couldn't listen to him. Look, I but, remember when they had like the little, the little tiff and like Ghostface got on camera. I got the screenshot of him like bending down, like me mugging in the camera. <laughs> That was a classic moment. It was classic. It was, it was, it was great. But I, I honestly yeah. think that situation was so needed. It humbled Bronson, and I think wow. he stopped sounding like Ghostface. It was a miracle. Like a Ghostface, miracle. Ex, 
he exercised it from Bronson's like voice or vocal tone or something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I think after that he did. And listen, he kept his career. He's fine. Ghostface is fine. Like it was a it was a teaching Look, moment. I like I like Ghostface. I'm sorry. I like Action Bronson. I love Ghostface. I got to ride with Ghost on any occasion, but I've grown to like Action Bronson. I have. Listen, Action Bronson, I like Action Bronson. I'm learning about Ghostface in real time. But when that situation popped off, I remember thinking like I went to like compare them and I'm like yeah, he he. This is yeah. This is ghost. He took Ghostface's whole thing, and plus, you know, and you ain't black, so I had to ride with with Ghostface anyway. I mean, I wasn't riding really anything. I'd stay out of it because it wasn't in my business. But like in my well, brain, in the mail catalog, and, uh, I wrote it down as like, okay, Ghostface checked Action Bronson uh, justly, dude. And I it took me three, four years to like your old Droog, who I like a lot now, but uh, yeah, I remember that. That was when he came he out, Nas. he sounded so much like Nas. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't listen to him. It was only yeah. until like, God, like I feel like for me, like 2017 when I'm like, Oh, he's actually good. And he doesn't sound like Nas to me anymore, right. you know? And that just comes with time and finding your own style. I think finding your own voice. Look, one of the sweetest moments as a rapper, as a as an artist, is to find your own voice. You know, so like, he was just he was just helping Action Bronson get there. That's all. Um, yeah, I'll I'll blaze through the rest of this. Um, RZA, uh, I gotta say, he says you getting stripped from your garments, boy. Run your jewels, ho. The meth got me open like fallopian tubes. You know I had to hit. Um. And I said, I thought he was a bad rapper. And we talked about this, like, you know, however many minutes ago. Because, right. like, I'm, I'm enjoying this verse. You know, quick to stick my Wu-Tang sword right through your navel. Suspenseful force being brought through my utensil. The pencil I bring strong winds up against you. I'm like, he's flowing. I like RZA. RZA's good. Come on, like, the ruler zigzag ziggala. You got to love it. It's good, good, good stuff, you know. Um, and I'll say this. <laughs> uh, you know, we just we just got off, off of this in the end of season five. Pac said, all right, new drink. Well, I got I right, new drop. Uh, old dirty bastard is giving me one of the drops that I may unfortunately have to play throughout this whole season. Um, this is what I'm gonna play when they think because I'm whippersnapper Mel is sweet out here and they can talk to me any kind of way. Okay, <laughs> that, that's 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 what I'm gonna hit them with because I'm, I'm tired of it. Boom, yeah, boom, yeah, um, yeah. Boom, this is this is boom, a song where boom, you know we know about you. Well, I just, my final note was like, I mean, Jizz is good. You know, I understood the slit a nigga back like a Dutch master. I don't smoke, but I understood that reference. I know you, you bust it open, you take the guts out, and you. This man you, said you bust it open. You, you bust it open, but. <laughs> the bars. <laughs> um, yeah, and talk about it's provocative. It gets people going when you bow. Now it's all over. Moons, yeah, pink hearts, yellow and moons, clovers. orange stars, and green. I'm like, I don't. That just sounds dope. I don't know what's going on, but it's great. I just and, see a young, a young, young dro in Atlanta, and he's just like something, something unlocks in his mind. Oh man! And then he starts coming up with uh, a colorful and they interior said, vehicle, Mules. interior design. Bob. Young dro doesn't know anything about Wu Tang. I said words, so you didn't Don't hear the young so dro short. review yeah, no. when I played that song, the sample Method Man that young dro wrapped his ass off on that one. There you go. He doesn't know anything about Wu Tang. Shut up. Yeah, shut shut up. Where's uh, <laughs> where's Don Lemon? Hold on. 
<laughs> he was so mad in this clip. All right, here, here we go. This is moves to y'all. Come on, man. Shut shut up. Shut That's up. Right. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah. Where's so, where's the homie at the bodega? Oh, oh P.O.? That's his name, P.O. Yeah, where's the little yeah, homie? P.O. Shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. <laughs> he is the little homie. Where's shut up, bro? Where's... Is it, did I put it in the stables? No, it's here. It's here. Yeah, shout out to him. Although <laughs> he's like, well, anyway, here you go. Shut up, shut up, bro. Shut up, bro. Shut up, my nigga. Shut up. Can I just say before we move on, like Jesse shared some video like last night. It was like some mess going on in the Bronx, and it was extremely entertaining. Like this car was trying to evade the police, crashed into a bunch of other cars, and like got away. And I decided in that moment, I mean, I've always felt this way, but I'm like, I love New York culture, but I wouldn't survive there. I'd be eaten alive. They would eat me alive, but I respect the just rawness That's why we say and authenticity. We know about you. We know I about don't. you. I don't, you don't because I'm not built for it, but I appreciate it. There is a level of honesty. But and I'll say this. I'll say this to, to your credit, right? Okay. I was built for it. But I didn't have a choice in the matter. I just woke up one morning as a live human being and was like, oh, I guess I'm born. I guess I'm a (laughs) a boy, a child. And (laughs) I live in New York. And these are my parents. And it's like it wasn't fallout. I didn't like craft the character ahead of time, you know? Right. So I didn't have a choice in the matter. So like while I'm proud to be born and raised in New York, it's not like I picked it and like a preload screen that came right. up. Mules is a native New York. He's not one of them transplants, folks. You know, he didn't get tired of living in Podunksville and and go to New York and start writing uh, hipster articles. That 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 no, didn't. Happen. I was born in Manhattan. You know the the New York City. So when he and, checks me, when he says I ducked and all that, I can only fight back for but so I much, didn't duck, you know? but here's the thing. I never had the option to duck. Right. It was not it was what else am I what do I know other than this? Right. So yeah. Listen, but I've this, never I've said it before, I don't duck. <laughs> but you have been duck in before and I've ducked different. I've duck in, but I've not ducked. You've duck in, but you've you have not ducked. I've never ducked. Okay. Well, I got someone's say gonna is- kill me one day, and they're just like gonna roll the footage over all these times where I say I never ducked. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna end up like Lucky in Trespass. Like, oh know. man, Trespass—that's a season four. Yeah, it's season four. Man, we're in season six now. But hey, it's perfect because we're gonna uh, go back and think about the past with this next one. Oh well, yeah, let's do it. Um. Yeah, track four, really, it just, I, I wish I liked the beat more because I like the verses just fine. But you don't like that? You move boom, on. Boom. It's, it's like, it's cool. Boom. I just, it could go up, honestly. It's six plus right now. It could go up. You move haven't on. accessed that chamber yet. It's possible. Uh, the thing the about chamber's chambers is still locked. There's, maybe you'll understand when more chambers, you get to the fourth It's like chamber. a video game, bro. Didn't right. they have, they, Wu Tang had a video game. Well, I think, yeah, they did for PS1. Yeah, Shaolin um, style. <laughs> so you think about like Resident Evil. Sometimes you go through a door and then there's a locked door, but you got to go right. through Right, you got to go through the rest of the game and then you come back and it thing. unlocks. That's and what I was going to say. And then you have to go back and go unlock yeah. it, you know? Right, this chamber is locked right now. 
And then but that's maybe fine. Like, oh, you you got to find the key. You got to get the key. And the key that's will all. be found this season. That's all. Yeah, it has to be, you know. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but it most likely will be found. It would be a shame if it wasn't. Let's just say exactly. that. Let's say that. And uh, with this track four, unexpectedly, we went on an odyssey. We talked about a bunch of stuff. Track four, this is going to be a classic track four. Maybe the best track four of you. I don't know. But we, we were done with track yeah, four. Where are, where are track four heads at? I know a track three. I know one track three head. Uh, My friend that? Billy. He's like, yo, track three. Oh, always yeah, got you told me about that track. He three. was, he was telling me like, wait, can you go on food and liquor? Is, uh, is kick push track three? <laughs> let me see. It's not track three. Is it? Uh, let me check. Um, Lupe Fiasco, food and liquor. No, it's track four. Dude. I remember he was so pissed. Cause he's like, they fucked up. Like, why is kick push not track three? Like he was so mad, dude. He was like, he blew it. Like, he blew it like that. That was his one chance, and now it's over. Like <laughs> his one chance to get his track three. Wow. So I know my friend. Shout out to Billy Kincaid. Uh, he is a track three. Like he need, that track three is crucial for him. Wow. And he feels like it's crucial to consumers. I gotta say, I'm going through the rest of Lupe's catalog, and I it seems like yeah, that was his last chance because none of his other track threes stand out to me like that. I mean, go go gadget flow. Sorry. Yeah, it's just... Anyway, yeah, listen, shout out to Track 3s. Shout out to my Track 4 heads. Food and liquor stores. Every time I press play on that album, it's like, food and liquor stores. (laughs) Oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He said that needed to be cut out, and Track 3 should have been kick push, and (laughs) it was... It's just nothing made sense from that point. Oh, so it should have started with that. What is it like? Chili, we miss you, or whatever it is. Yeah, I guess. If I could open up these walls, or is that? No, that's another. That's another. That might be a different album. Is that the cool? Yeah, I think that's the cool. Chili, chili, free chili. That's okay. Um. Anyway, we're we're not doing the cool. We're doing the the cow to cow to woo woo. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Track five. Can it be all so simple? Slash intermission. Uh, this took a second to figure out because there were many different track lists, but it seems like the original, this was tacked on to track five. So this is produced by uh, RZA. And I'm going to give it a seven plus. Mules and Mel Connect. My God. Seven plus. This is, uh, this is a good one. I, good one. I, I made it on here. my Wu-Tang playlist that I've, I've just started. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. I put, is this an anecdotal mules and emo Mel classic question yes, mark? It is. It, it is. You know, everybody's talking about the good old, good days. old days. That glad, that glad night. night. You know? you know, that classic, a classic woman, classic woman. Rizzo, you know, talking about 79 and 87 were the nostalgia style for him. You know, shit, God, polo shit. Everything, everything was lovely. And I love how it is. It's like, man, what the fuck you nigga? Ah, <laughs> I thought that was very funny to me. Uh, it Man. reminds me. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> there's a friend of the show, Cameron. It's it's Van Buren, you know. There's a video of like uh this dude from like, I don't know, ten years ago, like interrupting this reporter 
and he's like, uh, I'll just play it. Like, and they fade back to the studio. Anyway, the guy looks like Cameron, and the way Riza ends, he's like, ah, it reminds me, of, I'm the nigga, hey. And they're like, yeah. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? Yeah, can it be all so simple? Yeah, so we get this. Um, yeah. Uh, really low-key, smooth, reflective, sort of sounding music. I think the simple but effective bass line, um, you know, this anecdotal rapping. I got to tell you, Raekwon's first verse on this shit is classic. Um, Yes, it's good. It's good. It's the first time on the album where I'm like, all right, okay, now, we, now we're cooking. This, this Raekwon, he's cooking now. It's money. Um. Like and I and I want to make a note. I don't to be clear. I'm not no like that trauma. 1993 exoticness. Come on, listen. It was the year I was born. Oh, and speaking of that, 1993 exoticness. Know what I'm saying? Let's get technical. Where's your bone at? Get up on that shit, I. Right? And you know, also in the beginning where the dude is telling Rizza because he's like waxing poetic about the good old days, and he's like, "Yo, smoke that bone, nigga." And Rizza's like, "Yo, man, yo, I'm doing it, God, I'm doing it, man." Paul. No, you know, we've clarified just... the bone situation already. <laughs> I know, but it gets funnier. They just keep doing more things with the bone, and it's great to me. Um, anyway, enough from Juvenile Mail. Raekwon, I want to be clear. I'm not trauma-porning him because I don't want it to seem like, oh, once he talks about his like tragic upbringing, now he's like he's good to Mel. No, it's not that. It's just this is the verse where he finally connects. Started off on the island, a.k.a. Shaolin. Niggas wilding, guns throwing the phone dialing. Back in the days, I'm eight now, making a tape now. Ray got to get a plate now. You know, ignorant and mad, young, wanted to be the one until I got blah, 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 I felt blah. one. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, my pops was a fiend since 16, shooting that. That's that shit in his bloodstream. Come on, bro. Mel, we haven't said it in a while, but is this audio cinema? Yes. This is audio cinema, you know? Absolutely. I mean, bro, he shot. I mean, I, I think it's where he's I, talking about the implication, right? Pushing the, the big end. joint down south, you know? Well, gotta push the big Jetting joint. Jetting to Palmetto. <laughs> Shout out to Meadow Soprano for no good reason, but just I was thinking about it. Uh, listen, point a gat at his mother's not, and it's like, yo, Ray, don't do that shit, man. Don't do that shit. Did he shoot the mom? Hey, it sounds like he just. This is, you know, this what is the, to, look, I ain't from this mafioso I ain't business, judge. you know? It's, yeah, you know. These are the Wu Gambinos. This ain't Childish Gambino. <sighs> um, I will say, second perfect verse on the album here from Ghostface. Um, I love his verse here. His verse is also really good. Uh, come on, man. It's just talking about, you know... Wanting to get up out the streets, wanting to just rap, you know, get land big enough so he can plant his own cess crops, you know. And I, I've really, the line this is poetry, but for now it's just a big dream because I find myself in the place where I'm last seen, you know. Like, listen, that's that stagnancy. That I mean, I get emotional. I've been stuck in Peorio for so long, but I, I felt that, you know. Oddly, Times has changed and life is strange. The glorious days is gone. Everybody's doing bad, you know. He's emo Mel was was activated for this Ghostface verse. This was a Mules as a pizza delivery guy in 2006 classic. Oh man! For some reason, I used to drive around. To, this is one of the songs I would listen to in my car. Oh, he's so simple. Oh, Bringing man. that Italian food to Ooh. people who are tipping me like eighty cents. 
In like one of the richest suburbs on Long Island. Oh, that's 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 a shame because here in Peoria in the suburbs, I get pretty good tips. Can I just say, like, you know, I had my bad days on the job, but the second my car went down, I just started missing my job. I was just like, I miss, you know, like leaving the house, being somewhere outside of the prison of my own brain in this room, you know, and it's like, anyway. Uh, this isn't. This isn't. This is, the, uh, this is supposedly the comeback season for this guy. What I'm just saying, man. It, well, this is the perfect song to be emotional about. All right, okay, emotional during. So yeah, like the beat. It's wistful. It's eerie. It's good. Um, There's this weird, like alien UFO kind of sound yeah. buried in the background of the beat that yeah, really yeah, makes yeah. like the vocal sample. The can it be that it was all so simple? <laughs> Yeah. And just the song in general, very haunting to me. Haunting is a good word, you know. And Haunter is a good Pokemon, one of my favorites. Uh, anyway, yeah, haunting definitely. And uh, yeah, seven plus, you know, it's up you my like, alley. You like the low key kind of cloudy day kind of beat. Oh here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Riza is showing his different chambers at this point. Um, oh man, listen, juvenile males bag for Paul. Getting carried away. Listen, I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the Dusties. Okay, I'm trying to score brownie points. You know, aren't they like uh, they got that fragile masculinity? They're probably homophobic. They, they probably Mel's not eat, homophobic. They probably wouldn't I'm eat just, brownies, honestly. A weed brownies, maybe. Oh, maybe some weeds. Yeah, maybe some yeah, weeds. Some of them weeds, some edibles. Um. Anyway, so song ends, and we get like another roll call. I really appreciate this because it was a great like. It felt oh, like the tutorial. Dude. Like he breaks all the members down and what they are. I loved it. I was I, sitting I in wrote, my. I was grinning. When Method Man <laughs> I, I is running it. down who everyone in the clan is and what they do, and like their aliases and stuff like that, it's great. I said it's some real Mules and Mel talk. Yeah, uh, from Raekwon here. Um, the shit is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. I love the world building, the integrity, the DIY spirit, etc. Um, all I got to say on that point and to transition is, um, at this intermission, I like to ask, is there, does there already exist some kind of like, I guess, like Buzzfeed type tests where they ask you questions and then at the end they determine like which Wu-Tang member you are, who your favorite would be. I'm, I'm wondering sure. because I'm just wondering, cause like, as I'm journeying through the Wu-Tang, you know, chambers for the first time. Like, I, I wonder, like, does me gravitating towards, like, Jizza and Old Dirty and Inspector Deck and, like, Meth, does that say anything about me? Like, the, what's the message board called? Did you, the Wu-Tang board? Oh, Wu-Tang Corp. Yeah, Wu-Tang Corp. Let me know. Like, I want to hear from you. Is it, like, a tell of some sort if I, like, gravitate to certain, like, or do certain types of people gravitate to certain members? Like, have you noticed or anything? I just think this is interesting topic look i don't know raekwon said right now right now we still we still feel like we ain't get what we want yet when we get when we get when we get a little props and really really get the way we gotta go then when you know what's on you know what i'm saying because right now i ain't bragging or nothing but yo the rab the rab got something rab got something that everybody want to hear that's right because I know right. I've been waiting to hear. You know what I'm saying? 
I know it doesn't down until we get the goal. Got to keep going. Got to keep going. And Classic on that shit. note, very inspiring words. Very inspiring. Um, so we will keep going with track six, The Mystery of Chess Boxing, produced by Riza and Old Dirty Bastard. Um, another seven plus for me. Folks, uh, I'm glad that Mel didn't pull a shame on or redacted on this one. <laughs> oh, come on, man. And you ain't black. Um, Flat eight. Ding me, okay. baby. I will honestly, I can picture myself meeting you there one day because this is the best beat so far. I got to tell My you. My favorite beat on the album so this, far. I said, oh, baby, we're about to go on a run. Wow. And that, ooh, ah. Ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Tempo Man checking in for the first time since Shame on a Redacted. Um, let me just tell you, Raekwon, he did it again on this one for me. Let me see. Let me see if I have any notes. Rough like Timberland, where? Oh, yeah, yeah bro. I said he's officially clan, here. Cruz is out there. Yeah, I said he's officially here. He had to get a running start, but he's here now. He's here. He's to me, he's the best, followed by ODB on this one. I was surprised. I like Meth, but uh, he's just really doing the, like, styling over the chorus. And we get, you know, You God, who I think has good delivery. We get Inspected Deck, who I think has some good energy. But Raekwon's where business really picks up for me. And I love when ODB says about, let's go down to the hip-hop store. Uh, listen, and I've coming been to the hip-hop store. Wow. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold on. We got we got the drop. We you know the wolves have been waiting. We got the drop for his long wait. Here you go. Right. And I've been waiting, baby. <laughs> so yeah. Um That's a Mool's disembodied classic. <laughs> Talking about the hip hop store. Listen, the hip hop store. Who are the who have been patrons of the hip hop store? Queer we all dirty bastard. Didn't uh Wayne say he go to the shopping cart full of hip hop artists? Shopping cart home? full of fake hip hop artists. Hip-hop artists. You know, he went to the hip hop store. You know, he went to the hip hop store, but he went in the back where they got all the they found these people were trying to sell them some knockoffs. Oh, this is like the clearance aisle. Yeah, so <laughs> my God. He's like, these hip-hop are all the fake hip hop artists. Hip hop is great. It's one of the greatest things. We're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to celebrate it, analyze it, and keep, um, keep the keep the stuff alive. And you know, you know what's crazy? I'm going to talk about this right here. As a matter of okay. fact, I checked out of the hero films. Nothing against them, but I'm just oh, the, I'm the, over the Marvels. Yeah, my final real hurrah with them was the summer that the, the final. Yeah, the Avengers and the final Nolan Batman movie. And for the record, yes, I preferred the Avengers. Even though I'm a DC and Batman fan, like Batman's my number one guy. But we know about Chris Nolan, okay? He's a fuck. But that is not the point. The point being is that... Do you know how many times I've had to see ads for Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah, that's getting ready to come out, I guess. Yeah, Every, like I guess just because like on YouTube and stuff like the ads that they're serving me up are all Suicide Squad. I don't watch anything on YouTube that would suggest that I'd be interested in this 
other than the fact that John Cena is in the movie and right. like maybe they're trying to like market it to wrestling fans. So I watch some wrestling stuff on YouTube, maybe, maybe. because I've watched some once upon a time in Hollywood related content, Margot Robbie being in this movie, like the algorithm has determined that I care about this movie. I don't. The The shark looks cool. If I'm being honest, the shark looks like the best thing in it. I want to know more about the shark and less about everything else. I wish some of the ads featured more information about what the shark is, how much screen time, you know, what's his deal is the shark, you know, I want to know more about the shark, but I'm not willing to watch this film to find out. And I've watched so many trailers for the fucking Suicide Squad. And you know what? I haven't seen a damn single trailer for the new M. Night Shyamalan film, Old. And I'm thinking, oh, this is what I want. I want Old. How come they're not trying to get me to see Old? And I'm just thinking about this media ecosystem where, like, you know, Drake's last album album comes out and he buys up all the ad placements on Spotify. So every playlist has, like, Drake's picture on it. Like, where you're just, everywhere you turn, you can't avoid certain things being marketed to you, even if you're not interested in it at all. And the more stuff like that is aggressively pushed and shoved down people's throats, the more stuff, like, old is just, like, barely promoted, just, like, kind of comes and goes. And people are like, oh, whatever happened to that film? Oh, it's on fucking DVD now and VOD, like... You could rent it or you could download it even. It's online now. Like the the disparity between the amount of marketing that the Suicide Squad movie has gotten in relation to, quite frankly, every other movie. Are there other movies coming out or is it just M. Night Shyamalan and Suicide Squad? Are there other ones too? I haven't heard of them. Boss Baby 2. That's another one I've been seeing. Boss Baby 2. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Boss Baby 2. I'm not an irony boy. Okay? So... Someone level with me here. What's going on? They're just serving us the same shit. Everyone's seeing the same things. And we need some original content out here. That's why Rab is doing what we do. And even though, yes, we do first listens, and they do very well for us, they bring new listeners, the fact of the matter is we got to keep the legends alive. We got to keep these classics alive, like the Wu-Tang, because we're just being served ads of the same shit. They're not advertising this. It has to be kept alive by, you know, word of mouth and people continuing to celebrate and to break down and analyze this music and make it relevant, you know? Speak on it, boys. Speak, Speak on it. On it. Like you, you know. You, 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 and you I think, like, them. again, like, we look at the verses. Like, I love that people are talking about the locks and dipset this week. Like, because that's not being pushed to you via... Viacom, Clear Channel, iHeartRadio, none of those conglomerates are trying to push this to you. Right. You know? You know. So it's really a group effort, too. We all have to do our part, and that doesn't mean we all need to make podcasts, but we all need to find some way to keep this shit alive, whether it's just, you know, sharing this show or writing articles or making documentaries and interviewing these artists, you know, there's so many different avenues that, you know, we can keep hip hop alive and well, even if, you know, like the interests of the conglomerate is not to do that. And is to just, you know, treat it as like a, like in like a corporate 
piece of the, like a, just some sort of thing that you can market and merchandise and, you know, just kind of leech off of and provide no actual value to. Look, man, at the end of the day, we're just trying to be the change we want to see in the world because we, we look around and it's like, how is it that y'all don't get bored with the current state of hip hop and what y'all are doing to rap? You know, it's it's just the same stuff gets pushed. Same things for the same reasons. You know, we sh- we got to keep the old stuff alive. We got to highlight the good new stuff. It's somebody's got to do it. Why not Mules and Mel? Okay. That's why we do this. Um, but yeah, this one is just, this is an energy fest for me, man. Um, this is, uh, and I think, dude, Ghostface verse on here for me, my favorite Ghostface verse on the album so far from a delivery perspective. Like this just sounds like it could have been recorded 10, 15 years ago. Like he sounds fully formed on this one for me. Um, and I love that digital mandolin sound in the beat. Oh, that's a digital mandolin. Yeah. It sounds like it. It's interesting though. Um, I like it. I mean, the beat to me, sounds like I said, it reminds me like it's, it sounds like a spa, but I'm a kid and I'm in there with my game boy color and some lifesavers. Whatever having a lifesavers. The, the, I liked, the gummy, the gummy. I like, yeah, I like the gummy lifesavers. I think they might still be around. I haven't seen them in a long time. If that I recall correctly, they, they started tasting a little chemically recently. They did. They did. The, the taste isn't how they used to. And be. they had like a weird, like filmy, like it was weird. Yeah, it was like, like oily, dust filmy sort of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what was going on. I got to say, though, and this is what keeps this one from being an eight plus to me. Okay. Because re- this one really gets me going. Masticilla, he closes this one out. He's a guy we played. We played past the bone remix earlier. He's a guy mm-hmm. I've honestly grown to love, and I really like his rap voice, or at least his rap voice, like as it matured. But on this one, he doesn't do it for me at all. Um, I feel like he does not float on this beat like everybody else seems to know how to do. Like the, everyone the flow else is like, isn't as um, you know. Uh, tight tight as everyone yeah, else like, is that's kind of what throws me off about it i've never been a big fan of this verse i was thrown off flow wise but i got into it because i mean and my note was he takes his name pretty literally based on this verse because like his the approach he took the concept it's very like seems like i'm watching one of those kung fu movies and he's describing this like pressure point technique or something it's like you know, he's talking about, you know, looks like the work of a master. Evidence indicates that a stature merciless like a tear is hard to capture. The flow changes like a chameleon, plays like a friend and stabs you like a dagger. The technique attacks the immune system, disguised like a lie, paralyzing the victim. You scream as it enters your bloodstream, erupts your brain from the, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, I right, hip hop, man. But then I'm like, I started thinking with this beat. Like the very like you know oh, feel yeah, like I'm in that. one of those like meditating rooms in like a kung fu movie, and like you know he's in my brain like I'm mentally going through the techniques <laughs> like I like it I like it the flow is definitely not like everyone else's but I like his approach my favorite person on here was 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 old dirty though uh, Raekwon definitely showed up he was here but dirty. Come on, you know, here I go, deep type flow. Oh, he's I'm never you, he's get got this classic, low. classic lines on this one for me. Listen, listen and the I'm delivery, bomb and shit. the energy. Boom. 
I love how he sings before he comes on that. Oh, just comes in and styles his ass off. So much showmanship from him. Like Ray had the tightest flow to me, but Dirty definitely killed it. Like he ran away with it from a showmanship perspective. He ran off. I said he ran and off. And yeah. Ghostface so far spit the best verse that he's spit on the album. So, I mean, this um, is a winner for me, man. Yeah, I just want to say when you did that <laughs> imitation of him coming on the coming into the verse, you sounded like that man, uh, what's his name? Hacksaw Jim Duggan? No, well, him too. Yeah, oh, yeah, but no, okay. Uh, Greg Reporter on Disclosure's song when he goes like, Hold <laughs> it on. Yeah, that's what I thought of. But, um, shout out to yeah. Gregory Porter. Shout out to Gregory Porter. He wears like this head piece that I really like. It's, it's, it's dope. Um, yeah, Old Dirties is just, I'm, I'm loving him on here. You know, gotta get up and be somebody. Grab the microphone, put strength to the bone, da da da, into the Wu Tang zone. Oh my goodness. It's, he's all By the way, Bailey. Guys, just, just to prove our point. Uh, to what we were discussing just a few minutes ago. The Kanye West Donda stream is happening right now, the second one apparently, because oh. the first one wasn't enough. And we're sitting here and we've, we're in the chambers. We don't have time for this. The guy who gets off on holding the world hostage. We K- know about him. Kanye is trending. K A Y N E. Oh, his plastic still say Kane. Yeah. All this, and they still calling him Kane. How does it feel? <laughs> Angelo coming back for the crown. Oh, no. Listen, Angelo. The, the sad part about Angelo is the fervor with which I ran out of my house to record it, thinking I had something. Like, I never record, like, in the middle of the day. Like, I ran. I think I was on the phone with you, and I was like, yo, actually, let me call you. And, like, I ran out there. How, and did how it recently had you have... When did you hear Voodoo versus when did you go and record that? I had heard Voodoo in 2016, I want to say. Okay, so it was... So it was like a year later. Okay, you just were like, got I got, like, I figured him out. Like, It wasn't it so much I figured him out. Like, I knew it was a cheap imitation. Oh, but it like, was the beat. You found a beat that sounded yeah, a beat that reminded Voodoo-ish. me of that. And so I so just... So that's what came to mind. <laughs> I mean, listen, we all know about who in the world knows... Actually, we don't. We don't. We don't. Well, I was going to say we to. don't, but like, yeah, no, it was bad moment. But listen, that Dondo stream, all I got to say is, oh, fuck, fuck this motherfucker. Oh, that's Kanye West. Oh, get the fuck out of here. You know about him. He said, Mel, that's his mother's name. Don't rab it. Don't rabify it. Okay, fine. Donda. The Donda stream. Okay. Sorry. I'm not interested. Um, yeah, I mean, all I have to say is a, a vocal sound. Don Doe reminds me of when um, Big Boy says, playing the king like Don Doe on uh, Chonky Fire. <laughs> Chonky Fire. Always been a funny song title to me. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, like the Chonky Fire. That's, uh, is that... AT Aliens? No, it's the outro. Is it it's the outro? Yes. Why did I feel like it was like track three or something? Because we know about you. I will allow that. Yeah, I would say, yeah, because you know about me. Let me see. Clement I. 
It's not track three. That's what Billy would like it to be, but it won't right. be that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll ask, no, there's like a vocal sample or something in here. There may be one of the members. It sounds like the, uh, the dude beating the drum in front of the yo, yo, yo kid. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah, that's really all um, I got to say. Speaking of which, that track three, like, mentality definitely creeped into our three albums, the pop shit we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm my approach was, my personal track three approach was always, like, if I'm lucky, I get the first three songs. If I don't catch them in the first three, they're I probably going to I think that is the, the philosophy, is, like, you get the first three songs and you better give them, like, either the biggest hit that you've got that they haven't heard or the song that they most already associate with you at track. Right. You know, um, not to talk about us too much, but I feel like we didn't finally get that three track sequence until the third until will it play in Fiori? Yeah. I don't know. The first two albums. Oh my God. Okay. Before actually before we move, this is my last thing. I have been holding this, making notes about like remaking the note over and over since season five, episode one, when we did, nothing was the same. And I was reminded yet again, I finally want to get this out. <laughs> so Ghostface or not Ghostface, Inspector Deck's verse in this song, um, which is dope. At the end, he's like, you know, uh, rebel to the grain. There's no way to barricade me. Steamroller niggas like an 18 wheeler with a drunk driver driving. There's no surviving. And I was like, oh, perhaps, you know, we know Drake is a Wu-Tang fan, but did that influence his line on Connect, you know, when he's like, uh, you just want to run over my feelings like you're drinking and driving in an 18 wheel, you know, that whole thing. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's a good call. That's a you know that's when the Drake standum pays off, folks. It pays off. But that, that's album, not the point I wanted to make. On the album with Wu Tang Forever, where on the intro he's talking about I sip the pora and listen to Capadonna. Capadonna. Talk to him. You know, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would say it's probably the, yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm reaching there. But the point I want to make is it has nothing to do with Wu-Tang. It's actually about that album. But I meant to say it. It was in my notes, and I guess I never got to it. And it's been bugging me for some reason. Probably because it's one of my fa- I know, I know the reason. It's one of my favorite lines on the whole album. And I never got to mention it. There another was the same. So I'm not trying to make this the Drake report, but just really quick, in Connect, when he says, um, uh, used to say, you could be whoever you want, believe in yourself. I show up knowing exactly who I was and never leave as myself. I think that's a great line. And that's all I want to say. Okay. (laughs) I feel like a giant weight has been lifted off my chest. All the goodwill Um, that you've built up with the Wu fans has officially (laughs) evaporated. You now need to start from square one again. Oh, God. Oh, man. You must re enter the chamber. Oh no! I got to start. I lost like I lost my final life. I got to restart it back in the first. You lost your chain. progress. The oh, the hidden temple. You know they came out. They grabbed you. Oh, they pulled man. you away. Right. Oh god. Well, with that out of the way, I suppose uh, we can move on if you if you if you're ready. Yeah. All right. Track seven. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to f with. Um, and I what? checked. That is the actual title, right? Uh, come on. Well, no. Here's the thing. Like the file I downloaded. I know and on it is, sp- but it's because you, I don't think you could put "fuck" on a uh, the back of an album back in the day. Okay. I don't think well, you I'm can just now. reading. I'm just saying like that because that was how it was written. 
It wasn't censorship. Well, actually, here's well, we'll get into it. Wu Sang Clan ain't nothing to F with. Produced by Rizzo and Method that. Man. I don't call it that. That's fair. Um, produced by Rizzo and Method Man. I went back and forth. I couldn't decide until I mean I had to decide, but uh, six plus. This is gonna be bad for you. <laughs> this is gonna I'm be sorry. very bad for you. This is an iconic song over the group. I know it is because I knew the phrase before I knew it's it was in a song. every set list they ever do as a group. I'm I'm sorry. It's over for you. <laughs> it's already over for me, bro. Change your change your address. Broke. Change your name. Change your address. I think we're gonna have to put you into witness protection after this one. Flat eight. I think my reasoning will be reasonable. Here's the thing, man. Starting with the title and then the rest of the song, and trust me, I downloaded multiple copies to see if I was tripping. Did censorship mail get a hold of this one? Why is this like censored? It's not censored. All the versions I got were censored. Do you need? But me to it's send censored. It to you? Like certain words are. Like not everything. It's like. Is the word "fuck" censored? Um. I think like sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't like, it's very weird. And I'm like, is this just like a sound design thing? Like, are they just putting sound of it? It was like, I'm like, just like, why are they not saying the word? They do. No, no, I don't mean the chorus. I mean like the verses, not the chorus. I know the chorus is uncensored, but like parts of the verses aren't. And I don't know why. Is your version like that? What you'd have to tell me what was. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. This is here's here's my version. Here you go. Tiger style. Tiger style. Yo. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. There's no place to hide. I step inside the room. Dr. Joe, prepare for the boom. Bam. Oh, man. Ah, slam. Damn. I'll be tossing and forcing my style is awesome. I'm causing more family food than Richard Dawson. And the survey said you're dead. Baby flying guillotine chops off your fucking head. Mister, who is that? Hey yo, the who is back? Making niggas go bro bro. Like I'm super jack. Me fear no one. Oh no, here come the Wu Tang Shogun. Get up to my ear drum. Put the needle to the groove. I get screwed and I'm forced to fuck it up. My style carries like a pickup truck. Cross the clear blue yonder. See the China Sea. I slam tracks like quarterback sacks for Mel T. You know what, Mules? I don't know what you're talking about. 
I don't either because I just scrolled down in my notes and I realized I was thinking about protect your neck. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what's your reason? You said you have a reasonable explanation for why Wu Tang Clan. You just heard the song. I just heard the song. Oh. God so you never dang. wrote. So you never wrote notes for this. No, I did write notes, but like I had in my notes, the censorship took me out of it. But, but there I is think no censorship. There isn't. There is on protect your neck though. Okay, but this isn't protect. And your this neck. isn't protect your neck. But I'm saying I think I must have like wrote. I I don't. Oh, I done messed up. I done. I messed up. This is the season that you're gonna prove to. I everyone need the R truth drop. I need the R truth drop. That we don't know my about bad. you. My fault. My bad. I'm sorry. You just heard this the entire song. It's a great just about song. the entire song. RZA killed this shit. He interrupts Inspector Deck to say straight from the motherfucking slums that's busted, okay? Method Man very rarely gets outshined on a song and is the worst part of the song. But the the what an oddity that we have Method Man who's perfectly fine, but oh my god, RZA killed this shit. He's just the Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. And you fucked with them. And then you couldn't even provide a reasonable explanation for yourself. I'm disgusted by this. Oh, God. No! You just heard the song. What do you have to say about it? What are your... Why a six plus? You just heard it in full. We just played the full song. What do you think about it? You just heard it. I know I'm wrong, but I ain't gonna let these niggas come and treat me like I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week and I was fucking tripping. I'll see you next week and I was fucking tripping. I could be. I said I was going back and forth. It's just it's just one of those it, where it just didn't, There's no back and forth on it this one. It didn't connect that's like, with me. I'm that's sorry. Like giving, it's that's it's like not giving, bad. That's like giving freaking Big Papa a six plus. Well, I didn't give Big Papa. Well, we haven't done Big Papa yet. But it's not a six plus. We haven't done that. Big Papa? No. Or am I confused? You got me confused. I'm thinking of hypnotize. Just leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. I'm young. I'm flustered. I'm, I, and my life's falling apart. Just let me. A I'm six sorry. six plus for Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. It's a, it's a, listen, With folks, no explanation. Folks, with no folks, explanation other than it's censored, which it's not. Folks, no, it's not. It's not. I was thinking to protect your neck. I'm sorry. Listen, folks. It just, it just didn't connect all the way with me. Keep in mind, you don't feel that. Keep keep in mind that. Please, yeah, that undo dog, that that undo dog sample. I know it's cool. That doesn't get listen. The beat's good. The beat's good. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing. You don't like that? I think I liked it before when I thought it was just a phrase. What? I'm sorry. Like I don't. Hearing it in like as a song, I don't know. Look, you honestly, thought it was just a phrase. I did. I didn't Where do you know. think the phrase would have originated from? I don't know. Maybe just it was like a slogan of theirs, like a catchphrase. You know, I don't know, man. It's just this is the worst. I'm saying it right now on the air. This is Mel's worst song review because he has no explanation other than no my explanation is it just didn't connect with me i'm sorry it's a six plus one day it could connect keep in mind please 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 keep in mind i didn't hear this song 
until nope. like for the first survey time says, until like a few weeks ago. Survey says you're dead. Fatal flying guillotine chops off your fucking head. Okay. Well, listen, here's the thing. You referenced that in part one. You know, that, that right. fatal flying guillotine. But I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not saying. You don't like that. In, you don't like that. Mind. Why try and test the rebel INS? You don't like that? You don't like the rebel INS? <laughs> Folks, this is about enjoyment. Okay. You didn't. You it's made up a lie. You a said fake song. things. I didn't make up a lie. I got confused. You heard Young Buck? I need to get the sound bite. Sometimes a nigga just be confused. I was this, confused. Okay. This was the big season six performance that we were all it was being touted earlier at the end of the Tupac episode. But we do, in fact, know about you, uh, and the shirts are available now. I'll get it. The shirts I'm, are I'm, available I'm, now. I'm sorry. The, the, uh, the Thunderous Killer was telling me to make sure I put the, uh, the garbage can out front. I... Folks, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to f with. That's fine. I don't mean to f with them. I just you did though. Give me, give me some time. If it's meant to be a seven for Mel or an eight or a nine or a ten, it will this be. Was a, just this, give me. This was a screw time. job. I this heard it. A, I, I, this folks, was a screw job. A screw no, job. it's not. No, it's not. You you will know. You wouldn't know if it was an actual screw job for Mel because my tone wouldn't be like this. It just didn't move me it's not bad it's not a bad it's a six play it's right there it's it's like right there just i heard it like 10 times in preparation for the review but i can't save you you listen then don't then don't save me don't try to save me let me get shot up by the wu-tang stands but it won't be there won't be guns okay it won't be guns it's gonna be some legendary weapons Folks, I suggest I, that you invest is, in some armor. I am walking the path of the Wu Tang for the first time in my life. So, this is just how I'm feeling right now. It's just my thoughts. It's what I was feeling at the time. As of right now, it's a six plus. Jay can't it may, it He's may not never on any change. Of these it may never change from a six plus. It may change from a six plus. But you gotta understand, I'm not doo-dooing on the song. But what are your criticisms of it? It just didn't connect. I played it a bunch of times and I was trying to get into it. You do know, you sometimes like, do you like when you play beat? a song, it's cool. Do you like the chorus? Cool. Not really. Not not really. Like, I don't think it works as a chorus. So you fucked with them. That's the problem. Now I can't save you. I can't save you. Like I said, I liked it better when it was a phrase. Like, I don't think this works as a chorus. It was a me. it was a song before it was a phrase. I know. It's where the phrase comes from, this song, apparently. But listen, you know how you don't like clan in the front? I don't. The clan in like the front. that chorus? Clan the front does not have the reputation that this song has. Well, sure. I'm just saying dab- though, this might dabbling. be my clan in the front. You're dabbling with dark energy here by giving this a six plus. <sighs> the chorus wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Um, because I think we know about you. You think they are something to fuck with. I don't. It's not that. I don't think they're fuck withable. I, I should not... have I should have the login to Melly and Rap as well, in addition to Jesse. 
because this would be tweeted immediately and it would you know i up. see this i see this going down a very dark path what's gonna happen is this show i just come in here i try to express my thoughts five years from now mel is gonna be dead because they the wu-tang people got a hold of me and they stuck this sizzling thing up my butt and <laughs> and like you're gonna be sitting in your house and it's like man did we did we enable this like is this our fault it was just rap opinions you know and now look at mel you know it's folks it's not a bad song it just didn't connect with me personally, who I am as Mel. That's all. That's all. I know because you. It didn't connect with you because you are. You don't take this threat seriously. You think they are something to fuck with. I which think I they don't. would respect my honesty, and I don't think I'm effing with them. Riza, what do you think, man? In fact, by me giving this a six plus, technically, I'm not effing with them. I'm not effing with it. They ain't nothing to eff with, right? So I ain't effing with them. On this wow. particular track. Wow, you know what they say, Riza. Be careful what you wish for. You know, those the monkey's paw thing. Remember, Mel? It's there like, you go. There you, know, you go. You say there's nothing to fuck with, and then all of a sudden people aren't fucking with you. You know? That's that's what that could be what's going on. You know on what? Here. Mel, you're absolved. <laughs> <sighs> he did exactly what he was told to do. I'm the one in defiance. I'm the one who's possibly gonna die. <laughs> Because I'm fucking with it. I love it. Well, I like it a lot. Oh, man. What's you know it? what? He's like, our, Riz like, yo, Mules, you fucking with it? I'm like, I'm freaking with it, okay? Eight. Just, just eight. If I was fucking with it, I'd give it a nine. <laughs> this song review is definitely a male Can I do that? moment, you know? Destined like, to be brought up for the next three seasons. Uh, it's the new Illmatic, the new Tribe, <laughs> the new uh, Guilty Until Proven Innocent. It's the new. Uh, it's the new shit. You know. You know what never gets brought up? How we basically like agree that the Chronic is pretty good, but not a classic. They never talk about that. They just they never talk which about means that. they must agree with us in some sense, maybe. No, and that's it's why because they, they it. it's because they is me and I'm the one crafting all these narratives. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Uh, listen. listen. Wu Tang clan. My notes are I got a wacky scenario. This beat sounds like we were just talking about are you afraid of the dark alley it feels like i'm in sardo's magic shop Love and he's playing place. this is a great place he's playing it out of a boom box but the catch is once it goes off i find that i'm deaf and now i can only hear things that come out of that boom box so basically i just play music all day long so i don't go crazy from the silence like that was the trick of this boom box in the shop like it has the best quality of any boom box on earth but if I'm not hearing anything out of the boombox, I can't hear anything. That's what this that's what this beat sounds like to me. Um, and uh, yeah, RZA, he another good verse from RZA. He reminds me of Heavy D when he's like, "Oh man, I slam jam," you know, because it was a verse on uh, you know, jam. Here comes a man, huh? damn, who goes stands? You know what he was saying on the Michael, the Michael Jackson. Um, when he says, I'm causing more family feud than Richard Dawson, I was like, why do you say feud like that? Like somebody from Baltimore. Feud. He's like, family like, feud. Yeah, feud. <laughs> Richard Dawson. You know, Some I like more it. family feuds. Yeah. yeah feuds. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, 
You know, he says, uh, Dag on um, Inspector Deck, you know, uh, I slam tracks like quarterback sacks from LT. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a moment where they think Whippersnapper Mel doesn't know. It's like, LT? No, I know JT from Degrassi. He got a penis pump and he got stabbed up. Rest in peace. But no, I know LT. It's Lawrence Thomas. Okay. What? So I, I no, it's not. It's Lawrence Taylor, Mel. What? Oh, my God. Who's Lawrence Thomas? <laughs> yeah. That was not scripted, okay? That was an honest. Oh you don't my remember? God. You don't remember WrestleMania 11, Bam Bam Bigelow versus? Okay, Lawrence you gotta Taylor? cut me a break. No, I do, which is why you gotta cut me a break because you know I know who I'm talking about. Lawrence but for some reason, Thomas. I thought it was Lawrence. T- this is this is bad. This this is a bad. This is a bad review for Mel. You were right. This I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm You're in trouble. In, not only are you in trouble. But your claims once again turned out to be false. <laughs> that you would be coming back swinging on this one. This man is looking like he's looking like that boy in City for Conquest when he had when the guy had the shit on his glove. He had like the fucking ether or whatever on his glove, punching him in the eye. You you're looking like him on the ropes. I'm like, I still got it. How many more rounds are we going, moles? Moles, I can do it. How many more oh, rounds? God. Oh my god. You can't even bro. see straight. <laughs> this is this is the single like this is the worst I've made myself look ever on this show in So Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with is edited. There's numerous censorship <laughs> across the song for god. some reason. Random curse words are just edited out, but not on the chorus, but also not on the verses. I guess just not at all. And then uh <laughs> And then, of course, quarterback sacks from LT. You know LT, right? Lawrence Thomas. <laughs> Folks. What am I do now? It's all fucked up now. I just... Uh, I've, I've, I've cooked myself in this one. It's over. Can you become a mid-carter is the question. Because we know about, you know, you're, you're being jobbed out on a weekly basis. Can you become a mid-carter? Could you become like a a utility guy, like a good hand? Do you think it's possible? I don't know. Simple Google search would have told you LT. No, but I do. I know he's Lawrence Taylor. I didn't know that, but like I did. I I was just my brain was. It was an honest mistake. I knew who I was talking about. This song needs to be audited in the, between seasons, 100,000%. This is an audit-worthy song if there ever was one after this what, review. What else can I say? After the, all the edited words and Lawrence Thomas, it's just... Well, here's one thing. I'll say myself with this, and this is a thing that I noticed, and I've heard, I've also heard Sakal so far. Look at my voice cracking up. <laughs> I heard to Cal, and, and and so this is this is not a false claim. I think Method Man is he likes interpolation. I think he's prone to interpolation. Sure, okay, because he his verse he's like the meth will come out tomorrow. tomorrow. I mean, like that one yes. song, you know. And then later on in the verse, he's talking about you know, um, what do you say? I'll uh, tell you that meth will come out tomorrow. Uh, the listen, if you listen to Bulletproof Wallets, there's some. Uh, it's a long-term storytelling. That's all I'll say. If you know, you know. This song. Oh, okay. 
Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find out, I suppose. Um, you won't, because it's not this season. We won't be doing it. And we know well, about eventually, you. Eventually, I'm saying. We know about you. If eventually, it ain't Adam I mean, Levine, I ain't, it ain't worth my time. That's the Melvin That's the Melvin <laughs> that's way. Not the Mel, it's not the Mel slogan. That's that's not my <laughs> motto. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely swimming on here, though. You know, I'm loving the flow. Well, with more Listen, Listen, let's just move on to the next song. And see, fork in see the whatever credibility you got left. Okay, that is the legend. Niggas asleep. Yeah, yeah okay. In fact, I'm a hard act to follow. You know, niggas is like, oh my god. Nice. We heard you the whole song, Mel. Shit. We heard it because you made a false claim about it. Okay, <laughs> we don't need to discuss it anymore. Coming it's been... from the RZA, which is short for the Razor, who make me reminisce true like deja vu. I'm rubber. Niggas is like glue. Whatever you say. They heard it. They heard the you. whole fucking verse. <laughs> Not the whole thing. They didn't you know the whole the whole thing because of the supposed editing. We wanted to hear it. We all wanted to hear it. He downloaded multiple copies just to make sure. No, but I did. A pro- I meant protect. I'm. I was mixed up. I was jumbled. It's not the I next was, song, Mel. It's, it's not it's, the next song. It's late, but like I was, I was thinking. I wasn't looking at my notes when I said it. It's because it's. It was in my. It was in. My, it's just, just, just. Where's that Biden drop when you need it, man? For real. No, that, this ain't. This is worse than Biden. This is cognitive decline of a, of a much worse. Do we have a any much worse? Do we variety. have any drops of Vince McMahon's recent conference calls? <laughs> Oh, hold on. I'll just I'll just create one. Ready? Censored. Just I'm sorry, y'all. It, I just I did bring something. Okay, this isn't even about me. I won't make any more fool of myself on this record. Uh this isn't, about, this isn't about, about me. Uh, this no, this isn't I, what I'm about to say. This isn't my analysis. I've already I can't talk anymore about this song. I've ruined myself by uh, any credibility I have about this song. I acknowledge that. But RZA is yelling about America and the globe and like the world and colleges. But anyway, there's some stuff here for Method Man. He's, he's talking to that uh, uh, abstract, better known as Complex Magazine. And uh, I just want to read this because I thought this was uh, yeah, you caught that. <laughs> Yeah, um, this was better. This is this was just this was fun to read. This is a very Mules and Mel like thing. Reminded me of, but he said at that point in my and at that point in time in my career, that's all I wanted to do. It wasn't like bang out as many as we can at this time. It was like, yo, what time are we going in the studio? I'll be there. I got one fifty in my pocket, in my fucking pocket. He says, I'm hopping the fucking turnstile and I'll get there. And he said, uh, you know, things didn't change overnight. It was still a grind. We saw the pitfalls. There were a lot of shit going on. We had to whip some ass on the way up. That's real shit. And we were getting treated like second-class fucking citizens. I love the alcoholics, but when we went out on the road with them, since they had a video getting burned on MTV, Cali, and all that, they were getting more love at the end stores. They had displays up for them and shit. All we had were them little stickers they were giving out to niggas. We knew it would be a grind, but it was a whole lot better than what we were doing before that. I hated hustling. That shit was a pain in the ass in itself. You didn't just have to worry about getting locked up. You had to worry about getting shot by a jealous ass nigga that just wants your spot or getting stuck up by niggas that don't think you carry it. Motherfuckers make you shoot them. I'm serious. Motherfuckers will make you kill them because of the simple fact that they pressure on you in the hood. It's like we ain't eating. Ain't nobody fucking eating. It's just bad. Hip hop saved a lot of niggas, man. 
everybody from the block just started working at the Statue of Liberty. One dude got in and brought everybody from the hood in that bitch. We did concessions and sold food. They wouldn't let us touch the registers. The girls would touch the registers. They knew that if they let them dudes touch the registers, the fucking inmates would run the asylum. We talking like five years of my life up there. I was working. I was a working nigga. You know, and I was a working man, you know. I just, I loved reading that because it's like, it reminded me, it's like, I don't feel so bad about my journey in hip-hop anymore. It's like, yeah, I didn't make it, but like working was a part of it. And some people make it and some don't. You look at the people now, they just pop up out of nowhere, you know? And it's like, who knows what they did behind the scenes, but they're TikTok people and they just, and it's overnight. I just saw they're remaking She's All That, but with TikTok people. Seriously? Yes. Oh, dear. Oh. It's well, like all TikTok watching. people, it seems. I won't be watching that. Um, look, I'm not saying all of TikTok is bad. I've seen funny things there, but it's just the culture of it. Something about it, I think it's 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 it's. We need to investigate it. We need to we need to think about it more. But yeah, I just wanted to read that because like that that spirit of you know struggling and 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 trying to gain respect and 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 get ahead and you know it's just. Come on, man. I went on the Can't Sleep tour. We did the Matum. Like, I relate to this, you know? So it just... An audit will be done on this Please. record. It's necessary due to the uh, lack of integrity of that. Bro, it flipped back. Road, and, believe me, folks. It was a 6+. plus. It was a 7-. minus. It dropped back down to a 6+, plus, then a 7-. minus. And if Lawrence Taylor has a Twitter, I would like you to publicly apologize to him. I will. I will do that. I will, I will literally, do, I'll write it in the notes. I will write it in the notes. Apologize to Lawrence Taylor. Yes. For calling him Lawrence Thomas. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry to Wu-Tang Clan and Lawrence Thomas and hip-hop. And you know what? Apologize to the Wu-Tang Court message boards because they're probably... Nah, because they're just a bunch of marks. I'm not apologizing. They have, no, they have your location. Nah, I ain't afraid of them. Okay. I'm afraid of the man who inspired them, Wu-Tang themselves. They're nothing to F with. It's not Wu-Tang Clan form members ain't nothing to F with. That's not the song. Okay. All right. You know what? I just looked ahead. It's okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. You got anything else to say about track seven? Yeah, I heeded the warning, but did Mel? I did. Or did Mel heed the warning, but killed. did I not? Call in. It was, a, it was a test. RZA was putting forth a test. Did I pass the Shaolin test or did Mel? Listen, I'm, I'm about to get all my hip hop. He lives in the back. Chicago area, by the way. Why are you? Te- what's the, you're a bad person. You're trying to get the skewer put up my butt. Bad person. Okay. Let's move on. I said the Chicago area. Yeah, that's still too. They can triangulate from there. You know, I, I say where I'm from all the time. They know where to find me. Okay. You, you told them my freaking street address on the pod episode. It's over for me. I didn't tell them your street address. I can hear the skewer. And I, I hear it now. Where did I say your street address? You did. You said, you said it in the pocket review. No, I didn't. Or, or it was either pocket or born Sino. It was one of them. I, didn't I got say the note. Address. I got the note. Cause I was supposed to take it out and I forgot. And I was like, whatever. I didn't say it. I rabified it. You did ratify it. And I was worried. Anyway. <sighs> Let's move on. 
I'm about to. It's time for me to get my hip hop credibility back. I'm about to glow up. <laughs> this next song is, I would say, with with my humble knowledge of hip hop, should vindicate me because it's much bigger than the previous track. Absolutely, it's there. I mean, listen, this song is up there with Juicy, in my opinion, is like one of the top five most iconic hip-hop songs of the 90s yes so let's get into it because i it's 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 comeback season for me track eight cream produced by rizza folks seven plus nine minus ding me baby you love it i like it bordering on liking it a lot and honestly it's just just give me give me time to accept that it's that it's never going to be like remastered or polished probably. Cause it's like, it's, it's the dirtiness is what makes it right. You know, but I kind of, I kind of want it cleaned up a bit. Like, I don't know. No, like just you, by the way, you officially have to stop talking shit about Raekwon now. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I stopped back in uh what was oh, it? We, know, we know, but this, but this one, you got to fully give it up to him now. You got to. Okay, look, this is All what right. I'm going to say. And some this people prefer, man. listen, I'm not going to be mad at you if you prefer Dex Verse on here. At I all. do prefer Ma- it. Many, many people do. But I got to say, to kick it off, just that, just that I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times Time side. side, staying alive was no job, had second hand, moms bounced on old man, so then we moved to Shaolin land. That's just. I said, that's how you start the tale. That's what listen, I wrote in my A notes. young you. Rocking the gold tooth, low goose. Only way I begin the G off was drug loop. And listen, that line, okay, that has always stuck with me. No question, I would speed or cracks and cracks weed. and weed. The combination, the combination made, made my, my eyes, eyes bleed. bleed. And I look, young Mel was learning, bro, because when I first heard that, it was a drought three. Right. He was like, "You hit me with that combination and make my eyes bleed." And you know, I heard this, and I'm like, "Oh." got it you know so like i'm, I'm connecting a, the dots this is you want to talk about a perfect verse with no wasted lines this is a perfect verse with the no wasted lines of course we Ow. have the classic chorus cash rules everything around me cream get, cream, the, money. get the money dollar dollar, dollar bill, bill y'all yeah and then we got classic. inspected deck with in my opinion perfect e- verse equally perfect verse equally exquisite verse by <laughs> inspected deck and I have some archival audio here. I have a bunch of archival for this one because it's green. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. Um, it is green. First, let's give us a little bit of this, um, what's it called? Brain cell, I think. Oh, the cunning linguist. This is cunning linguist brain cell, which samples a line from Inspected X verse. Okay. Here's hear a little, a little bit, bit of it. it.
manifested in an egg, developed in the womb, born out of a moon belly, first day of doom, crying out like you wanna be put back in there, maybe later in an incubator for more care, alone, get to your home and your crib set, put behind bars and you ain't even lived yet, going through the play bins, when will this fate end, parents can't make rent, money from the safe spit, got your building blocks out, making a house, mama with a cheese block, setting traps for a mouse, you watching. Her same loving hands that absorb pain Kill, you're learning life's more than a board game Still better line up the cubes in your boobies tight Piece the puzzle together, there's holes in your views of life Only for sure thing is years, but you gotta fight Keep the wind to your right, or hit the pin flying kites Walk up the rectangle steps, take a seat on the bus. That pack, pack, that sack, meal for your lunch. Four corner blackboard makes you act bored. No use paying attention now. You face it suspension. So I remember you having me listen to that album back in uh, uh Piece of Strange. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Great album, I think. Uh, very dense concept album. A lot of reading material associated with it. Uh, one day we'll do it. Not today though. Uh, but that living in the world no different from itself. So many classic yeah. quotables on this song and this beat, man. That the listen. It's just this this shit is damn near perfect to me. My only knock on it at this point is become it's just as classic as it's ever been. It's a little played out for me. I've heard it most of my life at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't go like flat nine or 10 on it, but it's still I mean, great. That's kind of how we felt with uh, Juicy, right? Uh, juicy. Yeah. And I think Lose Yourself too. Yes. Yeah. Um, but this hasn't, well, Lose Yourself is different. That you, Like this never pumped me up. You know what I mean? This was like, this is just a classic. It's different. Like, it's still a classic, you know, but I've heard the beat so many times at this point that like, I have to stop to appreciate it again because it's become so commonplace. It's been freestyled over numerous times. Um, perhaps most famously, I have this, the locks and Biggie freestyle. I think Mace is on here too. Um, over cream. And this is, you know, since the locks are topic of conversation right now, figured I'd bring it in. It's one of the more celebrated mixtape freestyles of its era. Uh, we could play the whole thing, honestly. Oh, all right. Here we go. Yeah, you know I had to get bad boy up on this piece. You know I had to get bad boy up on this piece. Big shout to my man Pump Daddy, Notorious B.I.G. One time. And I love my niggas, not my bitch. Locks pop the clip. If the rap game was the dope game, I'd be a chick named Low Kane. Selling Montego on my own plane. Moving with entrepreneurs who run the law. Coke sniffing bitches holding fours off the wall. Back to reality, my mentality is fatality. Niggas.
is making way over their salary. I fake way out, like a 50 state layout. Thugs meeting up in one city to have a spray out. Cartels bringing their coke, having the way out. Kingpins is crowned, blunts is lit. And yo, styles don't exist, so a sale ain't shit. Jail ain't shit, God will just teach me quick. If they put me in the cell, then my ghost will drift. Hold my inf, feel my soul giving me strength. Top the gap, ain't squeezed precisely. Where them niggas at? Them faggots are shysty. See the problems that you way too nice. Please, where that coke at? Fuck where it might be. Don't be like me, hard-headed and stubborn. When my gun burns, much hotter than sunburn. You got one turn, I suggest you show. Me the stash to the cash and the blow. Yo, wherever I go, my crew is true to swarm. Got stripes in New York like Yankee uniforms. When I was born, I know I make the world darker. The age of 15, tote gats, quick to spark. you like Bob Barker. If the price is right, lay your ass down for spite. Anybody, all right? Went from eating no frills, cereals with food stamps to Armani materials. Rembrandt, I got cats to spray for me, honeys that pay for me, money that lay for me, mommy pray for me, cats that spray for me, honeys that pay for me, money that lay for me, uh, mommy uh, pray for talking me. Talking to me, doing shit for you, try God, cause after one in your cabbage you as good as retard, Mr. Big Staff, too cool, I did this to you, Whirlpool, Maxin, lounge to the end, elevator, next stop, Tony and the friends, while y'all still fucking with them twins from class, I'm out Vegas, trying to strip Stacey Dash, fuck police talk, black, I don't do shit New York. Too many super cops, nigga. You can have these blocks and these hoes with them cheap ass parasupos. Get some new clothes, then I let you front in my Porsche and give J head to your squeaky voice turns hoarse. Four minutes and 25 seconds to your end. You know it be the kiss, granting your last wish. Everybody wanna know who the locks is. Cause we ain't spitting nothing out but that hot shit. Burning trees, sipping mo, eating lobsters. Up in the Oriental joint using chopsticks. Soon we gon' rock gators. Hit bitches from Barbados, and all y'all players gon' hate us. Cause everything we do stay getting overlooked Now y'all be shook cause you're dealing with real crooks I can't lie for a while y'all catch was on us But now if you can't beat us, join us He's trying to blow live with the salt and the brunei In it for the cheddar, Gucci slip-ons and sweaters Black M5 with the headers Andrew Mark be the leathers Mark hats with the feathers Whatever, good fellas huh. oh, oh, there it is Yep, I guess Mace isn't on that one But uh yeah. Was it supposed to cut off? Um, I, I, there may be a longer version of that, but oh, okay. Uh, maybe maybe I'm thinking of Mace and the locks on something else together. But either oh, way, okay. Um, classic freestyle. Sounded pretty good. Classic song. Classic everything. I mean, it's cream. Well, I'll say this just. Cause yeah, I mean it. It is a classic. It's a. It's part of the canon. It is, you know, beats grimy, the piano, the vocal samples. I will say that the vocal samples sound like Mel's uh, grandpa, aka Thunderous Warrior, when he's uh, you know, groaning after eating them hot Polish sausages. Yeah, yeah. Um, Raekwon, of course, comes in, starts this, the record perfectly. I read something I didn't bring it in, but like. One of the members was like, all this was like a true story, like the whole verse. Um, it's uh, Inspector Deck. The verse, though, this might be my verse of the album. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being emo, Mel. No, Mel, I'm telling it's you. It's one of the verses of the life. You're, you're, not, you're okay. not alone. A lot of people will stop because, you know, when it comes to the Wu-Tang Clan, like, I feel like... Inspected deck sometimes will go overlooked. 
Uh-huh. And this is a verse, for example. There's many others that we'll cover throughout the season, but this is one in particular that people will point to, and it's like he had the verse of the song. Like, and this is one of their best songs, if not, you know, their most iconic. So what does that tell you? You know, I really think him and Raekwon are like probably on equal footing for me because Raekwon leads it off perfectly. The immersion from the moment the song starts, like it's just great writing. And then Deck comes in and he has an equally great verse. That I would I wouldn't say it's if the Raekwon verse is like an eight, this is a ten for me. Like this is, I give both it's one verse, of those things. I give both verses a nine, bro. It's I peep at the shape of the streets and stay awake to the ways of the world because shit is deep. True. Life is a shorty shouldn't be so rough, but as life the is a turn, shorty went, shouldn't be so a, rough. That's a quote a, I've heard. That's an all time hip hop quote. So, like when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's what that's from, you know. But as the world turned, I learned life is hell. Also true. Your bones are back. Smoking bones in the staircase, though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess. I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed, but I'm still depressed, and I ask, what's it worth? I didn't think I was gonna cry listening to Wu Tang. <laughs> but it this is like happened. when I cried listening to Juicy, and I was like, I thought I was over this song already. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah, you know, and bro, the end of the verse, leave it up to me while I be living proof to kick the truth to the young black youth. But Shorty's running wild, smoking sets, drinking beer, and ain't trying to hear what I'm kicking in his ear. Neglected for now, but yo, it got to be accepted that what? That life is hectic. Classic. All truth. All just the truth is in here. I, and I, it's the one of the verses of the life. It lines up with my entire life experience. Does the song make your Wu-Tang playlist? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There are four songs from this album that make the Wu-Tang playlist. How many have that you I, discussed that I've officially so far? started? Um, two. Oh, interesting. Okay. Two? Maybe three? Hold on. Let me, let me pull it up. I think three. I just remember we uh, did one that. Uh, well, we know what you think about Protect Your Neck already. They're censored. It's not censored never, words. You know, if you it never have it. Okay. Future. It never have it. Uh, we, yeah, we've discussed three of them, including this now. So there's one more to go. Um, yeah. Uh, last thing I want to say is uh, Method Man was saying, like, you know, he hung out with this dude, Raider Ruckus, I guess. And uh, like he was always putting these acronyms together, and you know he was saying uh, we had words like bibwam, which means bitches is busted without a man, and all this other crazy shit. Raider Ruckus was so ill with the way he put words together. We would call money cream, so he took each letter and made a word out of it and killed it the way he did it. Something like that had never been done before, as far as a hook or even a way, uh, even a way of speaking. This is just showing and proving that we paid attention in class when we was kids. You can't do shit like that unless you got a brain in your fucking head. You got to have some level of intelligence to do something like that. Wow. It you takes a certain, certain level, level of intelligence, intelligence. to listen to Wu-Tang? It takes a certain <laughs> level of intelligence to create, uh, what are they called? Anagrams? Uh, acronyms? Acronyms. There you go. Yeah. He says, the best acronym for a word that I heard was projects by Killer Priest. He said, people relying on just enough cash to survive. 
I think that's pretty good. Uh, and he's the one that came up with basic instructions before leaving Earth, the acronym for Bible. This yes, ain't no fluke the, shit, the man. Album. Yeah. So, it's a, so I say all that to end with this. I've got an acronym. Okay. Rabo. Rabo? Rap Rabo. R-A-B-B-O. Rap analysis beyond basic oration. My God. That's what we do. Rabo. It's Rabo style, you know? Wow. That, so that's don't even ask me how. Rab is short for rap rankings, but it's also short for Rabo. Rabo. It's just rap analysis beyond. We're beyond all of the other types of rap analysis. Okay? I paid attention in class. You heard what Mef said. <laughs> all right. And uh, with all that said, I ain't getting the cream, but I hope to one day get it as a result of this show. We know uh, about you. Why do you got to know about me right? What did I just say to make you know about me right now? This is a man talking about the cream. I, you should know I ain't got none. Yeah, you know that. But, but you, what about me wanting the cream from the show means you know about... But let's move on. Let's just move on. Can we move on? We have to. Contraction. Okay. Right. Track nine. Method Man. Produced by RZA. This is the fourth and final song from this album to make my Wu-Tang playlist with an eight minus. Oh, good lad. Good lad. <laughs> This is my second. <clears throat> Sorry, it's too much of that method, man. Um, oh, wow. Uh, listen, see. I got it. This is my second favorite song on the album. Okay. Eight plus. Ding me, baby. Nice. Well, this has the uh, the famous skit. Uh, the famous, been, the very famous skit. That I've been flipping. I flipped it in the audio trailer on the RSS feed. You know, um, and this this like tortured skit is basically my group chat. If you want to know what the group chat's like, it's just banter like this all day long. Um, and before, like, you know, you just listen to it. You know, I want to say shout out to my dad for biting. Actually, dad, you're a biter because you never you never cited your sources when I was growing up. He said this to me and I thought he was just a genius. I thought he was just the most hilarious man. When he was quoting the part where he was like, you know, I sue you, sue, <laughs> sue your butthole clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. And he said that to me one day and I was like, wow, <laughs> like, that's crazy. Uh, who, who would think of something like that? My dad's amazing. And then I come here and this and it's like, oh, man, you was just you was just taken from Wu-Tang. Um, you know, and then the Chappelle skit, like I found out like, oh, he was quoting this skit, you know. But that made sense because we knew Chappelle was a Wu-Tang, you know, fan from all the different moments on the show. Yep. Um, but yeah, this skit and then but the song itself, this wouldn't just be an eight minus off the skit. The song. No, the song, song is, is great. Listen, OK, the most bounce, I, most energy so far on the record for me. I, I came to a realization album. while I was writing some notes on this one. OK. You know, when I was saying, like, it's a little muddy for me, like I can't exactly pinpoint when I got into Wu-Tang or the first time I heard a Wu-Tang member, uh-huh. I I figured it out. Okay. Give him a little bit, but you could fade it of that, the Riddler. Oh, a Riddler, one of my favorite villains. All right, let me see. The the Riddler. Oh, from Batman Forever. Yes, sir. Is this Method Man? Yes, sir. Ooh, I've never heard this. All right, here we go. Did cross worries puzzling yourself? 
I got your mind twisted. Unrealistic wavelength draining all your brain strength Inflicted crosswords puzzling your doubt Questioning your own mental health, yeah It's like a maze within itself, yeah Check the grimy, slimy, slimy Criminal individual me. Searching for the dark night Lurking in the shadows of the city Hero with Jiggy My crime committee Robbing every coffin piggy bank blind Take a journey through the mind of a red line. Time felony offender, demented, brain cemented, mixing the blender, illusion, mass confusion, question mark, closing, what, where, why, who's in, quiz, time to ask yourself who it is, shiesty be you know, underhanded biz, invaded brother's wigs, can I live, corrupting, bringing all the misery and suffering, pain you couldn't cure with the buffering, rotating, ridiculous, rapid fire riddle, back get trapped in the middle of the red blood. So, the whole time he was doing that, I just pictured him in the Riddler suit. <laughs> dude, I got this soundtrack for my ninth birthday in 1996. I was obsessed with Batman Forever. We saw it in the theaters. We went to McDonald's for the the Bat Burger and the cups, the glass cups, which I'm staring at right now. Still own them all to this day. Um, like, I was obsessed with Batman Forever. And... Wow. I got a bunch of CDs for my birthday when I turned nine years old in 1996, and I needed the Batman Forever soundtrack. So that must have been my first formal exposure to anyone in Wu-Tang Clan, I would imagine. Huh. So I, I think okay. I figured it out. Uh, that said, let's get into this M E T H O D man. M E T H O They've been listen. All right, shame on a redacted. Yes, okay, and also this. What do you call it? Mystery of checks boxing. Sure, okay, we know about them. All right. The Tempo Man was in the building, but right now the Tempo Man is running in place, ready to fly, just break through the wall like the Kool-Aid Man Exactly. to this M-E-T-H-O-D man, okay? And no, yes. he's not Sam I am. Listen, interp- Interpo Meth, as I'll call him, he's interpolating all sorts of stuff. He does patty cake on here. You know, yeah. don't eat Skippy Jiff or Peter Pan. Any Sam I am, don't eat green eggs and ham style. Hit your little Dr. Seuss. Come on, the yeah, good doctor? Dr. Seuss. You know, he's just he's fun. bro. The Tweety Bird, hold up. What I taught, I, I taught, I taught, put his hat, you know, over there. But I think you want to talk about styling, you want to talk about right showmanship. Bro, come on, this is like in the dictionary next to showmanship yes. and styling. Yippee, yippee, yay, yippee, yah, yippee, yo. Like Dex said, this ain't your average flow coming like raw. Like, Roman Reigns was in here. He's, bro, it's. What about the hey, 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 hey. That Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's you just, can't yeah, see the, it, but I'm doing all the Hogan poses. The ear. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the freaking. Yeah. Not, <laughs> the flex, everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, all right. it's, it's just the styling on here is. Is just it's it's great. It's great. 
It like, is great. Here's the thing. Ain't shit being said. <laughs> no, but that but that's the beauty of rap. Because but even we just that, heard Cream. We just heard so much right. being said. We know we, he can rap. Like, we're kind of lyrically. still processing what was said. Let us now bounce around and enjoy the styling. And this is the this thing. This is about styling. I love lyricism, but I think I love styling just as much. Oh, listen, you got to love styling. The marriage is when they meet, you know? Yes, for sure. You know, but this is this is styling for sure. It, it, like, I got, my st- I got my people. It's like I put them in my quote-unquote ill technique category. Yeah. And then I got my people that I put in my, like, you're the way you rap, like, your delivery is not necessarily, like, awe-inspiring necessarily, but your words carry a lot of weight. Right. Right. Like, you might not be super technical or really, like, dexterous on the mic, but your lyrics are really good. Right. You know, and I hold them almost in equal regard, I think. Like, I love a good lyricist, but I also love, like, an M-E-T-H-O-D man sort of deal where it's just like, oh, this is pure styling. You gotta love it, as we say on this show. If you listen to this and you're not having fun, and fun is such a, but you gotta be moving at least, tapping your foot, something, you know? I, I was trying to figure now, out. I'll say, and I'm glad because this is a good time to bring this up. I, we, we were a little like confused. I guess I have the international version of this album. Yes. So that has the skunk remix of this, and it's not as good at all. The, the skunk mix. Not a fan of the skunk mix, but it being taken off the actual, this is a 12 track album as it turns out. I never knew with the ghost face Iron Man. I said, it took me like two, three years to, uh, it took me two, three years to find that I was missing three tracks from it. In this case, it was, I had two extra tracks that didn't need to be there. Right. Well, um, it saved it. It really did. <laughs> well, listen, we were almost both in the doghouse of hip hop. Uh, well, no, uh, I gave this an eight plus. If I don't like the remix, if I don't like it, I don't no, like I mean, it. The album as a whole, because the fact that you got to cut off some stuff, but it did. It yeah. helped. It helped. It definitely helped. Because um, the extra two tracks at the end were not takeaways for me. No spoiler, because. We're not doing them. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. Um, what What was, uh, I don't know if you know, I, it sounded familiar. Whatever he was interpolating during like the bridge, like, you know, I got fat bags oh, of skunk. Yeah. I got white out dogs and I'm That's, about to go get Oh, wait, I think it. it just hit me. Is it a, um, she got, is, is, that, is that what the song, is that the song I'm thinking of? It's I know I didn't really just say words there, but like yeah, it's a classic. It's that, sound, that sounds like a Yandi leak. What you just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear he still didn't drop his album. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly appropriate. Uh, yeah. Um, All right, back in the gimp suit, dummy. Go back in your room. <laughs> Lights out. <sighs> Better luck tomorrow. Oh goodness. Uh, zoom. I hit the mic. Like boom. Wrote a song about it, like to hear it, here it goes. That's that in living color, right? 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, come bro, on. This is wrote a song interpo- about it. Like, here you go. This is the interpolation man, Mel. He is. He's the method man, but his method is by interpolating things. (laughs) Yeah, and he does it well, you know. (laughs) I'm going to do a flip with that in women color. Uh, We got to nail down this. uh, And I'm about to go get lifted. Come on, we got to nail that down. It's on the tip of my tongue. Right? We got to nail it down. Just do a Google search. I, how am I Google search it? I don't know. Oh, wait. It. Well, hold on. Let me go to the bad website. They probably know. Maybe look over there. They probably going to be good for something for once. Let's see. The bad website. Uh, oh, my God. This is, this is, uh, what's this? I wrote this rhyme <laughs> after I heard the Michael Jackson song, Come Together. It was a remake Come of together. the Beatles song. Come together. Right. It just fit perfect with the whole beat and everything, so we put that shit down. Come together. That's what it is. Yeah, he got Juju eyeball. I'm not I'm not really <laughs> on Beatos. I'm not gonna I'm not listen, the Beatos stands, we know about them. They chase Austin Powers and almost killed him. We know about them. Alright, we know about them. They nearly killed Austin, so we're not really hundred percent on board with them, but I got to tell you, I've never really been on board with the Beatles. I'm not an anti-Beto, but I'm not a Beto. Bro, it's it's documented that don't they were saying me. some pure don't nonsense. Try to, don't try to beat on me, okay? They beat themselves. Look, okay? if you want to come in Cape for, uh, he got toe jam football, he got monkey finger, he shoot Coca-Cola, be my guest, okay? Listen, you want to Cape for circle jerking in a room, okay? Talking about we all wank together. And that's some British shit. I don't really relate to British, you know? I'm not on board with their agendas. So I'm I have watched Smut with the homies, but we ain't never we ain't never <laughs> So when I part. hear songs like Come Together right now over oh, come me. On, man. I can't ever since they admitted they wanked together, I can't hear that song the same way no more. I'm no Beatles hater, but I'm no Beatles lover. Not with songs like "Come Together" on all over me or something. We don't hear that. We know about that. We finally know. They took freaking acid and they just jerked it all over each other. It's disgusting. All right, all right, all right. Come on. The mayo was shooting everywhere, bro. The homophobic hip hop listeners. We got them in the building. We're doing Wu Tang. We can't scare them off right now. They said, "Mel, why do you care about the homophobes? They're loving this. They're they're loving the." They're loving, like, you know, they're loving the the idea that these guys, the Beatles, weren't all they, they were made out to be, you know. Um, yeah. Listen, uh, you know about them Beatles. <laughs> they should have been called the Beat Offs if they like doing that so much. Uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a flip while it's in my head. Is he reference that in living color? Because that's one of my favorite skits from that show. I think it was a David Allen Greer. Uh, yeah, what was what, what the song I messed up on track six? Uh, <laughs> Mel tried to review track six, made us all look stupid. Ah. <laughs> there you go. There you go, folks. You're, you're uh, about 10 per, 10% of the way redeemed. <laughs> yeah. Um, the audit needs to happen before it's going to happen. The audit will happen. The The audit will happen. Um. Yeah, but this is just this is styling of it. You know he's styling when he can get away with saying super sperm. Okay, you know 
The man, the man was popping me everywhere. Pause. Okay. It's Don't just, even ask him how. We know about. We were just talking about them Vitos. Listen, the Vimos. Listen, Vitos. The Vimos. The Vimos. <laughs> yeah, the Vimos. The Vimos. Uh, John Walker, Paul Harrison, Johnny James, and Trent. Trent English. The Vimos. Yeah, there you go. No, Listen. the Vimos. The Vimos. The Vimos. Oh God! Well, hey, they—I'm sure they'd love the super sperm line. You know how like the American office is much better than the British office because we know about them. We know about the Brits. What I if? What if you know? I'm just saying. What if the Beatles were like they re like a reimagining? They're a remaking of them. We get four of the modern stars and make them the be- the Beatles. <laughs> The new Vito's. Same songs. You know, maybe like update the production a little bit for the times. You know? I mean, fuck it. Who would know? be the, the members of the new Vito's? Definitely Harry Styles is one person I have my eye on. Uh, okay. Harry would Styles. Ed Sheeran be in there? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran. We got two more. Wait, no, two they're more. not. They're, those people are British. We gotta find Americans. That's oh, the American Beatles. Well, yeah, because okay. it's like the British version of The Office. Who do we get? Right, Who's our John right. Lennon? You know, our heartthrob, our our uh, main man. John John Mayer. No, that guy. We know about him. He's racist. Yeah, right. But wasn't John Lennon racist too? Yes, yes, he was. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. you got John Mayer as the new John Lennon, uh, <laughs> as Paul McCartney, the true talent. Uh, who do we get? Benny uh, sings. Benny sings, right? Oh, oh no, he's, he's not. Man. He's not American. Fuck. Oh right, he's uh from uh, Netherlands. Ne- he's yeah. Dutch. Um. Okay, never mind. Uh. All right. Uh. Fucking Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy. <laughs> okay. He's talented. Uh. Um. Okay. Now, uh, George Harrison, Ryan Leslie. What? <laughs> we listen. We can't be all white guys this time around. You know, it's the new era. The new and, progressive Beatles. Yeah, right? and, and fucking fucking put Willow Smith in there too. Fuck it. What? As, oh, Willow. Yeah, I Willow. Love Will. Not no Willow. <laughs> okay, Willow Smith, John Mayer. Um, oh, you know say? what? No, 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 because no, he said racist things about black women specifically. We can't do that. Okay, so we oh, need okay. a white woman. Uh, a Maggie Rogers. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. She's beat. What about ass. that Phoebe Bridgers? Everyone, Phoebe likes. Bridgers. There we go. Phoebe Bridgers, okay. John Mayer, um, John Mayer. Sorry, Maggie. You almost made the. You were Ryan in the Leslie for one second. Ryan Leslie, <laughs> Maggie. You made those comments about podcasts. Made me very angry. Um, oh, man. Okay, so <laughs> Ryan Leslo, and you know okay. we got uh, fucking Patrick Stump. All right. The new Vitos. The new Vitos. They're doing the same songs. Just, dude, Patrick Stump and Ryan Leslie as a production duo might actually kind of (laughs) rock. You look in the mirror. (laughs) They do that come together. He got toe jam football. He got monkey finger. It'd be great. Yeah. Nah, John Mayer can't be talking about monkey fingers at all. Well, no, he John Mayer is gone. We need He's John replaced. Mayer out of the. Oh, who's he being replaced with? Yeah, you replaced him with uh, a woman, right? No, you put no. Phoebe oh. Bridgers 
is going to be. And uh, so Rigo's. you replaced the black girl, woman with. Oh, no, no. So we, you uh, you accommodated the racist. No, we like, got to get the racist out too. We got to get the racist out too. Who are we replacing? Who are we replacing? John Mayer gets replaced with. Uh, uh, who's that boy that they like? Uh, should we put Charlie Puth in there? Charlie Puth. He loves the Beatles. I'm sure he does. Yeah. All right. Put Charlie Puth in there. Charlie Puth, man. And you know what? Add Jack Harlow because the new Beatles needs a rap verse on every song. Ah, right. The new New Beatles, you know? Or, you know, Black Beatles, maybe we get only Race Remmerd and Gucci do verses on it. Are Race Remmerd still a thing? What's going on with them? No idea. I don't know what they're doing. Slim Jimmy, Slaley. I know Slim Jim, you know? Who? I know Slim Jim. I know uh, who? I know Lee Jeans. <laughs> wow, they still make Lee Jeans? I don't know, actually. I don't wear jeans anymore. I just wear sweatpants now. I wear those Jogos. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. I'm, I'm late not... to the party, but like, yeah, they're pretty comfortable. Pants uh, aren't comfortable. I don't, I don't do fashion stuff. The pants are just um, not comfortable, you know? I sit on my yeah. ass doing rab all day. I was driving around delivering food when I'm not sitting on my... If you're sitting on your ass all the time, you got to do better than denim rubbing up on your skin. It's not good for you. Right. You know, unless it's that Japanese denim, you got to holler at Lupe. But he ain't put kick push in track three, so he's not going to talk to you. Things didn't pan out. Boy's talking about that new yay, a slapper. All right, listen, don't don't kill the new goodwill you got from all these good freestyles you've been putting out. Who said that? Lupe. Lupe said that, a new slapper. He's just trying to get a job. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. He wants to go back to the ghostwriter. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Alright. Uh, what are we doing? Where are we? Oh, right. Method Man. <laughs> Jesus. The Wu-Tang um, Clan. Yeah, he, he kept interpolating. You know, he was talking about uh, uh, Dagon, uh, what was it? Um, what do you do? What was the other interpolation he did? Oh, yeah, the Tootsie Roll jingle. How many wigs does it take? You know, he's fading motherfuckers like bleach. It's good. You know, and he ends with, you know, through the third, your soul have just been taken through the 36 chambers of death, kid. I have a, I have a theory, and, by the way. Okay. This song sets so many expectations for Takao. That is that, okay. That when Takao didn't have this kind of energy and it's a much, much more like dusty, blunted sort of album. Yeah. It hit people the wrong way because they were expecting an album full of this. Man, I know what those expectations are like. I'm sorry they were disappointed. But uh, we'll get into that next week. Uh, for now, all I'll say is about Takao, chambers. I, I thought it had been a while since we had heard from our good friend, Mr. Kill. And uh-huh. I asked him if he wanted to come on for 36 Chambers. And he said he would love to, but he's going on vacation this he's week. On vacation. And this vacation, is like, all I ever you know, it's summer vacation, vacation with the family. Family first. <laughs> all right. El Padrino, Mr. Kill. RLC. Family okay. First. So we already know. And I said, so just out of curiosity, I could get you in next season. Or when you come back from vacation, you can come on to do Tikal with us. Are you a fan of that one? Because I know not everyone likes this one. And he said, I got to be honest with you. I don't think I've listened to that album since it's come out. (laughs) And uh, on that note, we'll be seeing Mr. Kill next season on Rap Rankings. Oh, man. Oh, God.
Man, I miss Mr. Kill. Well, dang. Sorry, Wu-Tang. Well, uh, spoiler alert. He'll be joining us for Mob Deep's The Infamous, another New York classic from the 90s. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be happy to see him. Um, yeah, listen, I'm, I ain't got nothing, nothing else to say. I came out of 36 Chambers of Death. I was I was stumbling out like uh, that Wiz Khalifa video. He's like, you know, the, the pops run, the paparazzi's running on him. He's like, oh, damn, yeah. nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt coming out the chambers. Um, but in a good way. So, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, you want to move on? We got to. Okay. Track 10, Protect Your Neck, produced by RZA. Flat 7. Wait, so you gave... Hold on. You gave Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with a 6-plus on the basis that were, there were edited lines, and then you said, no, I was talking about Protect Your Neck, my bad, but you went on to give Protect Your Neck a flat so. <laughs> Well, listen, it's fine because you're lucky. This is another one that's held in high regard. You'd be in a lot of trouble if you didn't like protect your neck. I think you protected what your I neck. Meant, what I meant was I protected my neck, but what I meant was this would be even higher if not for the censorship. It's a flat seven. Okay. I give now. this one a seven plus. And I have some archival audio from a little Wu-Tang Clan documentary. Um, there's a little bit of performance footage of this one in there and we get uh, some of the clan weighing in we got uh, rizza we got odb and we got jizza the cousins are in the building all right oh here we go He attacked the mic, he'd take, get on, he attacked the mic like, like chess moves, you know? And then next thing you know, he gone. Everybody get on it and then strip the track and then I rebuild the track around everybody. So I caught the advantage right there to really feel it because they killed it to the original track that we used. But when I had the chance to, to deal with the science of making sounds and putting the right sound, the right person's voice and the right feeling, the right term, I'm saying, in other words, if we mix it over, that's when it came out like that. We knew it was going to hit because it was too many of us. People didn't understand it at first, you know what I'm saying? We even took that and tried to shop it. You know what I'm saying? They understand it at first because they think, hey, a bunch of black guys, uh, they want to be uh, Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, uh, you know what I'm saying? That's how they took it. But watch me now. You know what I'm saying? And when we did Protecting Night, came out back, I knew it was going to be that, that, that joint that's going to make us rise. It took years to build. It's, it's nothing that just came overnight. It's like Wu-Tang, it was just something that we just grew into. Like I said, from from 81 and 80 and 79 with the Kung Fu flicks and us applying mathematics because we study mathematics. We deal with Islam and all that, you know, and everything just build up like one by one. You know, the brothers we grew up with, like Method Man and all of them, we all from the same projects. 
we brothers from the same projects that got together to work on one project to escape the projects. You know, not only just move out, but just escape the things that we were subjected to from just being within the project. So it was something that just, it was a concept, but it was built over years. It just didn't come overnight. It just didn't, yo, let's hook up, let's do this, let's do this, let's do that. And it's Wu-Tang and it's just one big thing. It's like, it took years to build. There's a drop in there I had to get. <laughs> I forgot. He's like, uh, He's like, look at me now, or like, oh, watch ODB. me now, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this was their debut single, as we talked about in part one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gotta tell you, man, I gotta tell you, I think once again, Jizza might have killed this shit. Um, to me. That's all. Let me see. He has the cleanup on this one, too. His seventh verse. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'll get there, because I got something to say about Jizz. Lyrically. Okay. Lyrically. I think Meth had the showmanship, and the energy was tied between ODB and Method Man. I think Inspected Deck had the flow. Not Um, only did he have the flow, this is a classic opening line here. Well, your name here tonight on Zencaster is uh smoking Joe Frazier. Yeah, smoke I smoke on the on mic, the mic like smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor. Listen, <laughs> there's just certain lines that just like they stick around. You hear them a well, lot. The, the the line that stuck out to me is you know because it's my favorite my favorite guy swinging through your town like, like your neighborhood, neighborhood spider man. <laughs> so uh, tick tock keep ticking. Yeah, come on, man. Listen, he's talking about Tevin Cambo. It's, 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 you know, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Um, clearly, you, give it a flat are, seven. Let me ask you a question. Are you woo pilled yet? I think so. Yeah. You're not. I, you're, I, I was woo pilled. Woo pilled from the uh, lore being explained to me. You're not just like from part one, honestly. Right, but you're not. <laughs> just, how do I put it? You're not fearing the rest of the season. You're anticipating. I was never fearing it. I was always anticipating it. Right. I was. I was like, okay, yeah. You were. I was like, you were right. It's gonna come down to the production. You know. That's what I was telling you because, like, you either these beats are different. Riz is different. You know, he traffics in a lot of those minor keys that we were talking about. You know. Right. You know, I, but there's I like something the undeniably. Oh no! Wait, no, no. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I said I like the miners. Yeah. Oh no, man, no. listen. No, we know about no, you. Oh no, no. Okay. Uh, but uh, lots. Listen, lots to talk about on this one. Um, for me, though, this is another one where Raekwon kind of falls to the background for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he fine. He's fine, but like, there's there's highlights on this one for me, and he doesn't he doesn't he's not included in the highlight reel. No one's whack, but he's not he's included in the highlight reel. He's he he'd been like yeah he he kind of went back to the background of it. It's like that's fine you know, though, because here's the thing: it's good to sometimes step aside and let other people shine. Some beats are going to speak to someone 
more than another person. And I know right. being in different configurations of rap groups throughout the years that like sometimes someone comes along with a verse and you're just like, I'll just add what I can. Mm-hmm. And it's not even all the way like, you know, everyone has to be on board with the beat to an extent. Sometimes you want to play your position. And but it's some like of them about... are like, oh, this is my beat. I'm going in on this one. As opposed right. you to just, like, you just, your goal is to just not bring the track down. Yes, you know? but not every, you don't go into everything looking to kill it, especially if someone does their verse first and you're like, wow, that's a lot to live up to. I just won't get in the way of things. Right. And it um, always comes down for me to the beat because there's some beats I hear and I fall in love with and I'm like, whatever anyone's doing on here, they have no idea what I'm about to do to it. Where others, it's like, this isn't really my, like, I'm cool with this beat. I can do something to it, but this wasn't my choice. Mm -hmm. And in that case, it's usually like someone else is going to steal the show on that one. And it's my job to just lend to the vibe and not fuck up the vibe, basically. I mean, speaking of this beat, said this beat makes me feel like uh, right before stepping foot in front of the rabid wolves they call classmates to do a presentation. Well, you, you heard beat. some of it in that concert footage. There's like certain like kind of like strings in this beat that I really yeah. like, but they're like, it's a sample and it's kind of low in the mix, but it's still, it's layered in there enough that you can hear it. RZA is a, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a really like, the the level of layering and detail and yet like the roughness and the rawness of it, like those two things kind of coexisting together and the fact that it works, he's really like a fucking magician. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> it's interesting to me that, uh, um, that wasn't, yeah, old dirty bastard sounds so normal, based on how I'm used. In what the interview him. footage or on the song? No, I'm with the footage too, but not on the song. Okay, like he's not as like whacked out as I used to hear, which is not a bad thing. Like he's fine, but it's like he seems very you know straightforward in his delivery for once. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the line: "The old dirty bastard is dirty and stinking." That's uh, you gotta love it. <laughs> that's great. Um. First things first, man, you fucking with the worst. You do know? you think this album um, is doing a good job of introducing you to each member and showing you what they yes. have to offer? Oh, 100%. Between the actual like breakdowns during the intermission and like everybody, I feel like everybody out, gets like, to, to have a highlight on this thing. Yeah. Um, look, shout out to Ghostface for capturing how I felt all 2015 with the lines for crying out loud, my style is wild, so book me. Not long is how long this rhyme took me. Okay, you know? That's how I felt when I was, when I was yeah, you know? Uh, RZA, I said he snapped. I was told he couldn't rap. But no, he snapped to me. I think he snapped. You know, come on. You know, this man talking about, I ain't never heard the word buckus, but he's a buckus style. Um, you know, t- the ruckus 10 times, 10 men committing mad sin, turn the other cheek and I'll break your fucking chin. You know, like my clan increased like black unemployment. I mean, he said he's wearing Aeropostale. Did they have Aeropostale back then? Yeah, it was 93, dude. 
Yeah, see, I don't know. I always assumed this was like a late 90s, early 2000s brand or something. You were only like seven months old at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I just, I don't know why I assume that. But, uh, yeah, feeling mad, you know hostile, what? You know what? I don't see around anymore, me. by the way. Hollister? No, Bum Equipment. B-U-M was the name of uh, the... I remember that, yeah. I miss Bum. <laughs> I miss Bum. Uh, I'm sure that's what all the sex havers were saying uh, when they were quarantined. I wouldn't know anything about that. I bought a artificial bum because I ain't got time for this. Um, yeah, what is it? Oh, right, Jizza. Uh, this man transferring from the artificial bum to Jizza just doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> Jizza with his verse, verse maybe verse maybe verse is on distant list. This is. Also, 2015 film. All right, these dude, dissing I'm these labels. You, I'm. I, I gotta tell you, with this, with this, uh, with this Jizzo verse, I was saying in my notes, Mules and Mel know, the, like we know the fucking vibes. We know, we know about them. All right, this is for Mules and Mel. This is for misconduct. <laughs> dare I say, the Wu Tang of our time. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, uh, I say yes. Wu Tang. <laughs> it was a very daring statement. I couldn't even say that with a straight face, but it wasn't. Niggas so stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors. They're scared to death to pump these. First of all, who's the A&R? A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar? Listen, this, don't is, know the this is Wolves and, and Mel on their crusade against the fucks. Yeah, exactly. He's looking for a suit and tie wrap that's cleaner than a bar of soap, and I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. And think Matter about fact, it, bring Mel, out the girls. This is their fight. debut single. They already talking crazy. They're I already, it. they're already. Listen, they already peep that this shit is these 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 fucks are not to be trusted. Yeah, they we're know. gonna do it. We're gonna do it our way, the Wu Tang Sword style. That's right. Ain't no other style necessary. We know the labels are shady. You know, we know about them. They've been shady forever. So it was it was great to hear the disgruntled uh, former artist in me was was popping for that verse, um, and yeah, you know I protected my neck. They got a flat seven, That's pretty much all I got. So yeah, um, you want to move on? It's by law I have to. So yes, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, track eleven, tears, produced by RZA. This was a late addition, but seven minus for uh, Mel. This one went down for me. Oh, man. This used to be an eight minus. It's a seven plus now. Ding me, baby. I realized for me, as the kids like to say, it's the beat for me. Oh, so you like the beat. This. I think they outwrap the beat. And maybe yeah. why I didn't notice it at first is because th- these are story raps, yes. first and foremost. They're story but raps. the delivery of um the verses, especially the first one, RZA, and the beat yeah. is why I didn't yeah, RZA's delivery and the beat itself being sort of like upbeat. That's why I didn't notice how tragic of a song it was at first. So the sample like, is after laughter comes tears. It's an old soul record. Uh-huh. After laughter comes tears do, 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 do. that's all from the original sample i have uh, two examples here as to like how this has gone on to endure 
And the first is by Kendrick Lamar. We got to fade these two after about 30, 45 seconds because we cannot get flagged on these two artists. I know about them, let me just say. So here's Kendrick Lamar featuring Punch and Absol. What's it called now? Oh, the Punch guy. This might be my first time ever hearing him rap. All I ever do is, all I ever see is him. Well, tweet. we're not going to listen to the, the whole record, so. Oh, okay. Well, then I won't hear Punch, but here we go. West Coast Wu-Tang uh, by Kendra. DJ Backpack raps with gats in it. Don't get your cap killed by the black menace. K. Dot thoroughbred. Move like a militant soldier. On point like a pyramid. Forced to be reckoned with. Fuck with the best shit. Like the strongest manure. I'm ready when you are. This is it. I'm in the lab cooking up all day. Fuck them up all day. Like a nympho. I've been dope since S. Curl waves. Trying to convince hoes I got good hair. Knowing damn well this chemical's there. I'm in the hood with the 17 year olds that's on hood patrol. And they want stripes so they shoot off bikes. And you know, any moment you can lose your life so kiss your kids and hug your wife or whatnot yo i spawned with a dragon he tried to throw a flame but i ducked and i stabbed him came out the battle laughing that's a metaphor for hitting rapper who want it i smack him till they nose is running you know the hose is coming if i'm there and the hose is coming once we hit the hotel that's no assumptions cool out before i move out i go to 105 do about 105 before your ass get throughout the back seat there's a dead guy on the freeway oh it's not that telemedics it's okay a beast with a beat break you probably think I'm dope like it's the realest shit I wrote But to me it's a throwaway I stare at the four walls and rap like a mad at God Nice enough to throw a spirit nose Lock your J, matter of fact, I take that back See, I don't fuck with real legends and rap like you do I'm crucial, concealed by real crabs and sewers And they shoot like photography students when beef get the brewing Is it real, son? Is it really real, son? Is it really real, son? Is it really real? Tell me how you feel, son Tell me how you feel, son Tell me how you feel, son Tell me how you feel some of that influence but that influence isn't just limited to rap i mean there's plenty of other examples of the tears sample being reflipped uh, there's a g unit song called they talked about jesus but uh, this is my final piece of archival audio for the night. You got to be quick on the fade, Mel. We know who's okay. out there. This is Ariana Grande with Fake Smile. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Okay. That was not what I was expecting to hear on this show in this episode and this season. But okay. Don't sue us. And you ain't black. It's <laughs> my only commentary. Um, yeah, listen. Uh, the beat threw me off of the actual weight of the content when I first heard it. Um, it's just, I feel like they outwrapped it because once I like really locked in, I'm like, oh, man. Like, you want to know something, raps, 
I don't. What? I I sort of agree with you, and this is why the song went down for me. Uh huh. I don't think these verses work as well over this beat as much as I like the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I say this is not the venue for this, like this beat might have not been the venue for these rhymes. I agree. But the rhymes are so strong. But here's the thing. uh... I like the rhymes. I love the beat. So I, I still, I still like the song bordering on really liking it, but I'm going to stick with liking it because there's like a, I have a, a slight, there's a slight disconnect between what I'm hearing musically and what I'm hearing lyrically. Um, they, they, it's almost uh, like I get it, like tears after laughter comes tears, but there's something like too quirky about the beat for the story. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's pretty much all I'm saying because these are pretty. Uh, swear I want to use harrowing stories. I mean, like, and with story raps, I you know I try not to. You know, quote because because you know, like, I mean, I assume you listening, you've heard the songs, you know the story. Um, I will say they were both affecting stories, but I will will quote this because it stood out to me. Rizza ends the verse with you know I wish I had a chance to sing these three words, and then the little sample comes in after laughter comes tears, and I'm like probably not the best time to point this out, but that wasn't three words, it's four four words. Unless he was referring to something else, it still would have been bad placement, if so, because like right after you say that, we hear four words. It just anyway. And then uh, my other note is Ghostface tells a story that would make the baby proud. I guess. Oh my god! And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, so, it's a story, though. You know, it is a story. It's it's not like the truly yours cool G rap verse. It's a oh story no, it's verse. not a no, it's not a homophobic story. It's just a story. But I'm saying like, yeah. So, um, I don't want to ruin the stories if you haven't heard the stories, but their stories. And I will say, I found out apparently this was the first Wu Tang song ever recorded. Wow, according I didn't to Reza, in the Wu Tang Manual. So. Yeah, I think it's great storytelling without sacrificing style here. It's just maybe a little incongruent for the beat. Okay. But, uh, I'm yeah. not I'm not opposed to that at all. Oh, hey. Um, seven plus for you, seven minus for me. Arianators at our front doors, I'm sure, but... Uh, why are they at our front door? I, I like that song. That's why I played it. Because I said she ain't black, which she ain't. Well, she's not. And unless they have an ancestry test to prove she is, they can stay the hell away from us. And go back to Daddy Scooter so he can tell them what the next Bebo song they need to play is. Bebo. Peaches. What's her last name? Okay. Butera. I, yeah, you a Butera. That's on Italians. Is she Italian? Yes. Okay. Good. Because I might have, that would have been one of my other big mistakes of this episode. No, you nailed that. But when it came to Lawrence Taylor and Wu Tang Clan, ain't nothing to fuck with. You dropped the ball. <laughs> I dropped two balls. Both my balls. Balls. My balls dropped. Balls. <laughs> All right, we can we can move on if you if you if uh, you're ready. We're, wow, we're at the end. Wow, you respect oh. our time as individuals. Fucking great. Yeah. Thank you. This, bro, these are like yeah, fucking man. nine guys on this album, and we're still out of here. Yeah, we're still out of here more than these modern rap albums with just one dude. Um, Come on, look. We're we're at the end with track twelve Wu Tang Seventh Chamber Part Two, uh, 
slash conclusion. So, uh, six plus. Oh right, man, this one. was it running on empty for you? No, no, not running on empty. It's just basically it's the same song from earlier with a different beat, a more electronic y beat. Correct. Kind of. But I give it a flat seven because I actually like the beat better. It's I like thought this, I did too. It's and like, this, I was brrr, like, like it's this yeah. weird kind of sound that I haven't what heard. What is it? Like a sign bass or saw yeah, bass or whatever I do, it is? It's the sole banger on the album. Like it sounds great in the car. Right. This is mostly a headphone album for me, not a car album. This is a car yeah. song. Okay. It's a it it went up from a seven minus like the other one to a just a flat seven. Just because the beat, it, like, it, it was buzzing. Wow. It was buzzing away. Well, yeah. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. I actually prefer the, the extended talking at the end. I said, good conclusion, though. Oh, the con- um, conclusion. The different beat couldn't, say, couldn't change the song for me. I got to tell but, you, though, uh, the conclusion isolated on its own as track 14 doesn't do it for me. The conclusion added on to the end of seventh chamber part two. That's how you do it. That's how you As do it. As the skit man, I will tell you if they isolated it, they would have got the takeaway. Oh my God. Well, it. what do you think about skunk remix? Well, we don't got to do that, but that wasn't, that wasn't, well, I didn't it like was, it. It was a skunk. All right. It was, it was, okay. smelly. Um, well, by God, I thought this had 14 tracks on it. So I was going to give it an 11 out of 14, but by uh-huh. God, this well, is hold on, high. hold on. We, we'll get there first. We'll get to the, 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 the ranking. I just want to say one last thing. Uh, when the man says, uh, what's your style is? What'd you say your style is? And then the, the Sambo kicks in. It's a secret. Never teach the Wu-Tang. <laughs> that was great. I wrote outstanding. And that was my final note. So with that said, yeah, we can rank this thing. Um, what were you about to tell him? I was going to say at 11 out of 14, I was like, it's a respectable rating. But, you know, I didn't realize this was a 12-track album all along. So this is a phenomenal takeaway. 11 out of 12. Clan in the Front's the only song I dislike. Wow. 91% takeaway. And I believe I have an 89 out of 120 available points for a 74% average rating, which gives me, you take the 91, the 74, add them together, divide by two, and we have a... Uh, Mool's weighted rating of 82.5%. To me, it's Golden Record Club material. Yes, yeah, things 8.2 out of 10 for you. Now me, This is actually the fifth highest thing I've ever rated on this show. Well, listen, Wu-Tang... And you know what's funny, though? Because I've mostly been like a, you know, like a Cuban Lynx... Iron Man, Supreme Clientele, Takao 2000, freaking Liquid Swords. You know, that's like my shit. Like, I kind of overlooked the fact that this album is damn near perfect to me. And I really, I didn't think it would be going into it, honestly, because it's not one that, you know, I know there's great iconic fucking records on this one, but it's not one that I've gone back to and listened to front to back like I have some of the other albums. So... I'm a little surprised, but I'm I'm not gonna fight the feeling. Eighty two point five for me. <clears throat> uh, well, I, I I like eight out of twelve for a seventy five percent 
Very respectable. Average. Very respectable. Come on, don't or takeaway rather, not average. But don't, yeah, don't give Mel a hard time over that. I like three fourths of the album. Like, That's very respectable. Don't. On your first go round, yeah. Come on, don't take my butthole up and start feeding me and feeding me and feeding me. I don't think I warrant that. Um, Eighty-one points out of one hundred twenty, sixty-seven percent average, giving me a seventy-one percent weighted. Oh, my seven point one out of ten. Giving us, you put that 71 with that 82.5, divide by two, a rap rankings weighted rating of 76.75%. It's made it into the club. Silver Record Club. Uh, can you Silver read that Record rating club. to me one more time? 76.75%. It is, um, it's volume two by Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life, is now the new number 12. Wu-Tang Clan, enter the Wu-Tang 36 chambers, number 11. Between Fonte, Charity Starts at Home, above it, and Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, below it. It's the new number 11 album on the board. It is on the Rap Rankings Top 20, and it's number 11 out of 77 right now. That's very good, okay? And uh, I think we're off to a great start, I gotta say. We're off to a no, great start. I think I think I've earned myself another another. Uh, and let's see what drops out of the top twenty. Tupac, all eyes on me. Last week's album. Oh no! Oh, that's oh that's a real short run in the top twenty. Well, there's always the top twenty-five, which Young Jeezy's The Recession just fell out of. No. <laughs> and of course, there's always the top fifty, which our very first episode, season zero. Outcast Idlewilds has officially fallen out of the top 50. Wow. Isn't that kind of a milestone? The first review we ever did is now out of the top 50. That's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of it was number one. It was number one at one point. It was, yeah. Literally at one point. Well, I guess two points. No, it was Hall of Fame one. was under it. Yeah. And then what was after that? Uh, Missy, did that take the uh, no. it was three points? Then Master Think Ace. Not until Master Ace, right? Yeah, then Master Ace got higher. Became the number one, right. Okay, so three points. At three points in time, it was the number one. But yeah, before Jay-Z, if you don't know, Outkast, Master Ace, and MF Doom were all champs. And Doom had a nice, what do you say, six-month run? Oh, a very long run. Very healthy run. You know. Listen, no one... Listen, speaking of MF Doom, look, look at me, man. They, they think I'm not hip-hop. I, reasonable doubt. Perfect takeaway. I'm a doomer. I listen to this Wu Tang. I'm, <laughs> I'm a creamer. <laughs> Come on, man. Like well, this is. I'm not who they say I am. That's what this season is about. Well, what happened? What? How do you explain what happened earlier? Well, everybody makes mistakes. That's fair. That's a good That's a good explanation. <laughs> you I know. Would, you know, if people just said that more often, I think we'd have a better world. But instead, they double down. They triple down. You're talking about what are you talking about? All my gay fans, they know they they know better than oh, to get AIDS. God. Yeah, he keeps getting dropped from stuff. By yeah, the way. he's listen. He's unfortunately he's been dropped from the Rab Jamboree, which is apparently taking place in Vermont this month, and I wasn't even aware of it. But oh, uh, in any event, next week we'll be back with Takao. Yeah, Takao. Yeah. Uh, listen, it's it's just beginning. The chambers are just starting to open. Wow. Speaking of the chambers opening, this freaking Dondo is 24 tracks. Oh, it's out? Well, no, it's 
Since like, August seventh. Oh. Like a pre pre he's a he's a clown. It's not a clown. <laughs> August it's a pre save link. Sun uh, Saturday? I guess. Dropping on a Saturday? I don't know. I don't know about this guy. Twenty four tracks? Yeah. That's a dump. That's not an album. It's not an album. It's a data dump. It's a hard drive dump. We know about this. Okay. Anyway. Let's uh let's get out of here. Folks, this has been episode one of season six. Mel should still be alive in the in the in the house of hip hop. Mel yeah. is officially woo pilled. You can't say shit about him. I'm woo pilled. Alright. Whatever he says from here on out, if he likes this album, then you can't say he ain't he ain't woo. You can't say it. Wait, hold I'm on. Is this in a record club for you? Uh no. All right. Well, we, well, then you still, still haven't to officially be. You gotta fulfill. I need to have one of the records in a record club. Yes, and you need to that also fulfills Daniel's prophecy. Exactly. That you will find <laughs> one of these prophecy. albums a classic. This is not a classic for you, but to you, you think it's a really good album. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Eight out of twelve. You know. And if you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Absolutely. Maybe you'll love us when Rizzo it. fades to black. Oh no! Is he going blind or something? No, I'm just saying, like you know, because he's like the he does oh, like film. He's the, right, he does like film scores and stuff. So he's like the director. He's the director of the Wu Tang and the director of the Wu Tang season. No more Daddy Button. It's now Daddy Rizzo. <sighs> I'm gonna end with this: the group chat, Van Buren. I know you niggas see yay. Certified lover boy not gonna be this tough. That's on me, Daniel Voice. Well, uh, Cameron, my beloved friend, and I mean that, uh, it's not that I'm specifically caping for CLB. I'm actually dreading it. But (laughs) I gotta hit you with something that you just referenced for your comment about Kanye. You a bozo. That's on me. And I'll see y'all next week for Takao. <laughs> it's Takao time. If you want to listen yeah. to 24 tracks of Psychosis, be my guest. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. Listen, mental health is a serious thing, but let's be honest about what this is. Okay, that's all. So, I say go listen to The Riddler. You know, listen to The Riddler. By Takao. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're out of here. Uh, Good night, folks.